Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This week's Sunday session is brought to you by homebrewing source of awesomeness online. More beer at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the Bub Timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Alright boys and girls, let's get right into it. We got a party to do. We got a great show for you live here from Martinez, California. Wonderful Martinez, California. Brendan Moylan's here for the first time. Brendan, you ever been to Martinez before? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Is it everything you uh, remember it to be? I might even stay late. <laughs> I might even stay a little longer. I don't believe it for a second. Uh, we've got a great show planned for you today. It's good to be back in the studio. And uh, lots to do. Uh, I don't know why it's taken quite so long, but we've got Brendan Moylan uh, on the program finally. And it's uh, amazing. that. Thank you. You know, we've talked to uh, both of his brewers before. Uh, we've talked to Arnie, and uh, now I understand Denise is not a brewer uh, with you anymore, but she had been for so long, and we've spoken to Denise over at Moylan's, and I have no idea why it's taken so long to get you here, Brendan, but uh, tonight we're going to talk about uh, and talk to Brendan Moylan, find out all about the the beer empire that he's built. I should say the alcohol empire, because he also brought us a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Uh, oh, I saw that. It's yeah. very dangerous. I have cabs. I have cabs coming at nine thirty. So good, good. We might need cabs. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> uh, being the smart gentleman that he is, brought his wife. Uh, so he's got to ride home. I think is what's happening. Uh, but we got a great show planned for you in that regard. It's unfortunate that Doc's not with us tonight uh, for the whiskey part, both because he asks good questions and because he gets real drunk and funny. Right. And he uh, seems to know a thing or two about distilling. I don't know how. Theoretically. Theoretically, he knows about... Yeah, yeah he practices uh, distilling water, so yes. he right. knows a lot about the process. And he reads a lot of books. At his home water distillery. <clears throat> yeah. What we really should do someday is do a live broadcast from the distillery. <laughs> 
Yeah. Brendan, that is a terrible idea. <laughs> Barrel tasting on air. The first half hour will go wonderfully. Everything after that would just be a mess. Uh, but I'm game. Fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, but we do have Nathan Smith in the studio. Bevo's on her way. You will get to ask some questions tonight uh, through the chat room just by hitting the chat button. But, uh, of course, it's a Monday show, so she's running just a little bit late. She'll be here to take your phone calls. 888-401-BEER. Uh, Moscow is down in Los Angeles uh, this week. That's so right. What's he doing down there? He's doing the show remotely. I don't know. Some excuse about something or other. Hey, Mosky, how are you, buddy? Hey, guys. What's happening? Nice to have you on the Skype. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. By, by doing, I got, sh- I got a studio mic in front of me, and I'm simultaneously super pissed and super happy I'm not there for that whiskey part. <laughs> <laughs> Mosky, you actually sound better on whatever mic you're on than you do in the studio. He does. So It's a better mic, I think. Maybe you should stay in L.A. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Banished. Don't worry, I'll take care of your pool. Now, uh, Moscow got uh, Brendan booked, and if I, I'm just going to go into the story now because I can. Uh, so Moscow's on a boat or something a couple weeks ago, and he starts talking to what he discovers later is is Brendan, but he doesn't realize it. And, and when he finally realizes it's a, it's 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 Brendan, he's like he's so insulting. Is the story I heard that he's like, oh, I didn't know it was you. You're so old. <laughs> is that how it went, Brendan? It is something like that. He, you, you know, the funny part is I've got Alzheimer's or is it alcohol and Potsenheimer's, <laughs> right? Uh, and I, I really don't even remember meeting them. Oh, good. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah, I've got a hard time just remembering names. I mean, yeah. if you ask me, shit, I don't know. This uh, is even better. No harm, no foul. J, one of them's JP. I know that much. That's me. Okay. <laughs> this is perfect because it means that I got we one can, guy down. It means that we can offend Brendan all night yeah, long. Yeah, he won't remember things. He'll yeah. still come on the show next time. Exactly. Right. Perfect. And you, you guys totally. will know not to lose sleep over it like I have been for the last four weeks. <laughs> right. Well, Moscow, just to refresh your what memory. What boat were we on? What, what boat were you on? Uh, it was like an impromptu sunset cruise around the Belmarin Keys. It was like my friend's neighbor's boat. I don't know either. Oh, yeah. I almost remember that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, yeah. Moscow's a little thick about these things sometimes, so he's telling me the story, and he's like, hey. So- oh, he was the guy that made me pull out my ID. Yeah. I didn't believe that was me. <laughs> And and he's telling us the story like that's normal behavior. And I go right. and I go, Moscow, you realize that you just called him like the oldest guy in the world, and you forced him to show you his ID. Moscow gets fucked with a lot. I don't hey, know. Well, you know the good news is, since I am that old, I I, I used to drink Sierra Nevada Long Neck. Okay. I drank beers like Cartwright, Debockers, and so he wasn't so far off. New Albion, and wow, uh, you know, I used to drink uh, Red Tail Ale out of a Magnum. You know, all that fun stuff we did back in the. Whatever it was. Yeah, right. so there you go. In, in point of fact, he is old. So, you know, in my defense. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll give you that, Moscow. Moscow just thought he had an impersonator. Somebody walking around trying to stunt double Brendan. <laughs> I love that Brendan does the... He's like, I don't know. What boat? <laughs> Whatever. I don't even like boats. I get boat sick. <laughs> All right, we got lots to do tonight. I want to thank our sponsor of tonight's show and every Sunday session, the good folks over at More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com right now. And, of course, if you're a home brewer, that's the place to be. They're good people. They're local to us, but they ship all over the planet. Go check them out at morebeer.com. They've been supporting the show since, uh, you know, before our very first broadcast. So uh, please continue to support them as well. Uh, Let me get through a few announcements for you tonight. 
The first thing is the Pleasant Hill Blues and Brews Festival is coming up. Uh, it's actually this Saturday, uh, which is July 27th. It's from 12 to 6, right here in Pleasant Hill Park. And we're going to be there, uh, set up with a booth, and we'll be selling some of our merchandise there. You can come get your hop grenade gear. Just come hang out with us and say hi. Uh, it's going to be a great day of, of course, beer tasting. they got a whole bunch of uh, delicious food, uh, free music. Um, it's it's as you might imagine blues music, which uh, JP loves. I like blues. Yeah, I think it's very good. The Candy Cane Band is going to be playing. the The Chris Kane Band, the Karumpus Room, Jinx Jones and the King Tones, Frankie G and the Conviction, and Red Eye Review is oh, all playing. I'm sorry, did you say Frankie G and the Convention? <coughs> That's Con- right. Conventions? Can you even imagine? Can't not. I don't want a stage like that. It's going to explode. Frankie G and the Conviction and the Red Eye Review. Uh, it's all great music. There's going to be great beer there. I saw the 21st Amendment is on the beer list. I saw that our good friends over at Heretic is on the beer list. Uh, and then we'll be in the beer pavilion. Um, you could buy yourself maybe a hop grenade warhead or a hop grenade hat or a t-shirt or any of these things. Or like I said, just come say hi to us. It's July 27th from 12 to 6 at Pleasant Hill Park. You can go to bluesandbrewsfestival.com right now and buy your tickets. And I expect you buy your tickets. Uh, I, I, I You should buy your tickets early because you never know when these things are going to sell out. It seems like everything in craft beer is selling out now. Uh, In record time, like 10, 20, 30 yeah. minutes, gone. Didn't Marin Brewing Company just have its annual breast fest just a couple weeks ago? Yes, indeed. And how did that go? You guys have had to move to a larger venue for that. We've moved it into the San Francisco to Fort Mason, so it's... Uh but we squeezed 2,000 people in there and had a hell of a good time. That's There was, fantastic. I think, 70 breweries. So it was a good time had by all, and uh, I think we raised another forty grand for wow. the Maxwell Charlotte Clinic. So That's amazing. Yeah. And 70 breweries. Very impressive. That's fantastic, too. Uh, I haven't been to it since, I, I believe I went to the last year that it was still uh, where Marin Brewing Company is in the courtyard. And I did love it there. It felt very cozy, but on that last year... It was real packed, so I understand why you had to move. And, of course, I guess that lets you raise more money for breast cancer, too. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. All right, so go check us out. Go to bluesandbrewsfestival.com, and like I said, we'll be there. Our good friends right here in downtown Martinez at Creek Monkey are having Firestone Pint Night. I think it's tomorrow, right, Tasty? It is tomorrow night, yes. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll be there. Never miss a Firestone Pint Night. Oh, they have that Pivo Pills. Oh, my they, new favorite beer in the oh, entire universe. great. It's you know it's being distributed up here now. Uh, have you had it, Brendan? Not yet. Oh, it's, I want to try it. It's it's a great pilsner, and I was surprised to find it. I went to uh, well, you saw it at Monument Liquor in Concord. Uh-huh. Yes, I saw it in Lafayette. They're like sister companies, I think. And uh, I'm surprised it got up here so fast uh, that they're distributing it here. So I love it. Yeah, Nicole was down there last week. She brought back a six pack. I was about to tell her if she sucks, and then she came home with that. So I was, you it was suck. okay. <laughs> it was all I, all right after that. I got to admit, I'm still going for Pale 31 if the two are next to each other on the shelf. Really? But if I want a good Pilsner, that uh, Pivo Pils, it's something else. Oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. another good. session beer. It's what, the area code 805 or 815? Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. 805 is fantastic, although as of now, only available in in that area code. But they have it. Uh, Matt admitted to us that it's so wildly popular that they're looking to, to move it further as they should that's a great session wait so if you make something really good and you limit the amount of people that can have it more people want it isn't that weird i'm that's weird i don't know how they didn't know that in the first place yeah (laughs) 
Uh, we're only going to allow 12 people to download tonight's show. Yes. Uh, so after tonight, 12 <laughs> right. people can hear Brendan on the program until the demand increases. Just and- by IP block. So we'll call it like the point two nine one. Yeah. Yeah. So 29,988 people won't get to listen to tonight's show until, You're good at until the demand uh, gets... I am. <laughs> He you just know, did math on the air in his head. That's the first. <laughs> you know, Brett, you know what's going to be in the air because his eyes were looking at the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. You know That's what's going to be extremely embarrassing about this program is yeah. you're going to find out Brendan is uh, he went to school to begin with to become an accountant. And I figured I could maybe I'll just have him take a look at our bank account and he can just tell me how broke we are. You should do it before the show because I've been feel... living in a dream world, right? thinking that yeah. things are going fine. Well, all the IOUs you write me in lieu of checks <laughs> starting right. to pile up. Yeah, you're so, getting the idea. Huh? Yeah, right. So Brendan's qualified to tell me what an idiot I am. <laughs> Perfect. Basically, okay. A uh, couple more things that you need to know. Doctor Homebrew, uh, JP's new show, yeah. is available in iTunes. Um, soon to be available on our website. Um, as soon as that gets fixed, uh, but it's right now available on iTunes. Just go to thebrewingnetwork.com uh, slash doctorhomebrew.xml, and that's how you can uh, download the RSS feed or just search Doctor Homebrew in iTunes or your favorite you know podcast software. Yeah. And you'll find it. Uh, if you want to support the BN just by doing your normal thing, shop at Amazon by clicking the Amazon link on our homepage. And uh, when you do so, uh, we get a little cut of your dough, and it helps a lot. iPhone and Android apps are available in all the stores. Just search BN Mobile, and then you can listen live on the go. Uh, we've changed where the video is tonight. That's right. We're working with some new software. We've been using Justin TV for so long, but our studio cameras wanted something new, and uh, so did we. So we've moved over to a new thing. Uh, what's the web address? I believe... Oh, here it is. Uh, it's... Oh, boy. It's so long. It's so much longer than our Justin TV address. It is. Oh, but it looks great. I'm watching ourselves right now. I look awesome. The back of my head looks great. Tell me about it. You're wearing a hat. Looks great. I'm wearing... My ponytail is all fantastic and... Uh, it looks great. Yeah. yeah. Brendan... I don't know. Brendan looks 10 years younger, at least, I think, on the new software. <laughs> well, I'll have to check his ID. Yeah. yeah. Let's let Scott be the judge of that. Tasty, yeah. you look like you're practically a teenager. Oh, I love this camera. Hey. <laughs> With the new software. Great. Uh, it's it's really wonderful. It's new.livestream.com slash the brewing network slash the session. Uh, but the best thing that you could do is just go subscribe to our live stream account, and then you get a notification and a link every time we go live. And that's the best way to do it. Uh, anyway, that's how you watch the live stuff now. It'll store it up there. JP will be posting still photographs. Um, I recommend at least one still uh, photograph of Brendan's lovely wife. Uh, I will do that. She's a, a very nice-looking young lady. And uh, if Brendan and his wife do not mind, I think she should be on the website at some point tonight. Well, she's already apparently on the webcam, and people have commented <laughs> because they're about much. how good-looking she is. <laughs> because we have um, a million pervy listeners. Yes. And they're like, oh, the show's out. Who's the woman? Yeah, she has great cheekbones. Quick. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Uh, yeah. Our, our apologies in, in advance for our listeners, everybody. Yeah. All the listeners are in the prison system, so they don't get to see many women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's true. Uh, yeah, they Okay. They're making prison hooch. They're getting tips from us on how to make make prison hooch. I'd be be a great prisoner, man. That's all I got to say. I'd make the best shit in the prison. You know, they'd be like, hey, don't touch him. He's the guy. guy. You'd you'd end up being a kingpin in a prison. Shot collar. (laughs) Right. All right. Get all these updates and more over on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook. Send your show ideas over to Scott the Jew. That's Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com, and uh, he'll get them booked. And send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. 
Com. Do we have a Twitter game tonight, JP? Yes, we do, Justin. Twitter game is brought to you tonight by Brewmasters Warehouse. You can go to brewmasterswarehouse.com right now and use their brew builder software. And that means as you're shopping for ingredients, you can do it right off of a, of a recipe, and it automatically throws your recipe in a shopping cart. You hit the order button, and you're done. Good to go. Plus, they've been a sponsor for quite a long time, and they're good people. Ed at the Brewmasters Warehouse is a nice young man. Go check him out, brewmasterswarehouse.com. What's our Twitter game? Well, as everybody knows, the dental industry is in decline in recent years. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. Um, so Doc is looking for other avenues of money, and he's looking into skincare. That's a big new thing now. I know in, in Japan, they just they started doing uh, snail facials. Yes. So uh, Doc is opening a skincare business. <laughs> Why do I know that? By Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, because yeah. you're good broadcaster. Thanks for making it short by saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you got anything for road rash? Yes. No, but maybe. He might. I don't know. But uh, So Doc is opening a skincare business, and uh, he wants everyone to name it. So what's it called? Name Doc's new skincare business. Okay. Uh, what do you do to uh, do that? Just tweet into... Uh, at Brewing Network. Got it. That's all you do. Okay. Moscow, hang in there. I'm loading up your your beer news intro because it's it's very important and, uh, <laughs> and it's very good too. I know we dropped you there for a second. Are you with us? Yeah, man, I'm here. Are you ready for beer news? Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. It's the Brewing Network's beer news, brought to you by Belgian Beer Me and Bamberg Beer Me Beer Tours. We got an interesting one to uh, start it off this week. America's favorite hipster beer, which is uh, PBR, of course. Oh yeah, apparently, yeah, they're selling a uh, commemorative beer honoring the U.S. Army for its actions during World War II, but they're only selling it in China. Uh, they're green cans. They're emblazoned with stars and black and white pictures of grizzled U.S. soldiers on the battlefield. The cans say "World War II Edition" in memory of U.S. Army, and there's the uh, the "Yes We Can" slogan in big letters. Is China even a friend of ours? Why are we selling a World War II commemorative beer? And by we, I don't know, the royal we, I guess. I don't understand why this is the marketing plan for PBR. Well, I mean, China hates Japan, and we kick Japan's ass. <laughs> oh, I see. Too. It's a kick in Japan's balls. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Which is kind of fucked up because I think that Japan is much more of an ally of ours than than yeah. than China at this point. Right. Yes. So what a weird uh, wow! And it's it's the it's the fine folks at PBR, is it? Yes, it is, and, and it's it's not even the first time these this beer's been around. It, it started in two thousand and nine, and then it went away, and then now they're they're reintroducing it. And there was a they Why ran not? a commercial for it back then in, in Cantonese, of course, and it showed uh, battles in the Pacific, uh, including those on the Marshall Islands and at Midway, which were all major U.S. defeats of Japan. So it does seem to just be a uh, middle finger to Japan. <laughs> Brendan, you have you own two brewing companies, uh, Moylan's, of course, and. Uh, uh, Marin Brewing Company, when you're sitting around the marketing table, which I'm sure exists at both breweries, right? Uh, does it ever cross your mind that you need to do a, a, a veteran beer in another country? Does this ever happen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm astonished at the answer <laughs> that this never has happened. We do sell beer in Japan and we don't sell any in China. So, you don't? Yeah. Okay. So we, yeah we how, got... many, how many countries do you sell beer in? Um. We, our biggest market is Australia. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did a couple of shipments to Rome this year, which is pretty cool. So I got to give all my Italian friends a bad time. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when I open up their fridge and find nothing but Coronas in there. <laughs> oh, my God. I have so much fun visiting my friends' houses. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have no mercy. I go right to the fridge, open it. What the <laughs> What is this? this? <laughs> of course. Yeah. At least by American. I mean, I don't care if you got a Sam Adams in there. I mean, I'll barely give you crap for that. But Something. You know. Yeah, something. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> uh, so... PBR, and it's the same beer as as we're buying here, or is it a special blend? No, it seems to be the same beer. I, I, it's just a can. I, yeah, it's just I sent you a picture in the email there. They're, they're actually, uh, it looks like they have bottles and cans, and the PBR logo is on there, um, but they just have a bunch of other stuff that I described as well. Now, see, here is a, here's something that I would be jealous of as a craft brewer. The macro breweries get to produce the exact same liquid, but put it into several several different designed cans, right? And sell more of it because of that. Well, they're collectors' items. I don't or, know if you knew that, or whatever they are. Yes, right. that's there's that, <laughs> right? Or that it's just it's Fourth of July weekend. It's the same Coors Light you've ever had, but now it's in the special red, white, and blue can. Right. They get to sell more beer by just changing the can because their consumers are, uh, for lack of a better word, stupider. Mm-hmm. If I may. You don't get to do that. I think you may. Yeah. <laughs> but then there wouldn't have been the old Froth and Slosh girls. Oh. I don't even you know what that means, but I like it. Commemorative I... girls from Pittsburgh Brewing? All I heard was girls. Oh, yeah. Is there a website for that? Just Pittsburgh Brewing, the old Froth and Slosh girls. Froth? They and... were Midwest beauties. Wait, is this oh, so baby. They're tipping the scale. <laughs> you guys you guys really are young, aren't you? We are, but look, hey, don't worry. We don't have as much history as you. That's what Google is for. <laughs> I think it's just that you're old, Brendan. <laughs> Jesus. 52. Hey, that's not so bad. At this point, I'm just going with it. But bottom line is, I'm 52, and I'll party everybody, anybody around. I Come believe on. that. Come on. Yep. You know, you know, it really kind of bugs me the wrong way is they, they have this award they give out for the Brewers Association, the Colorado guys. They have the Russell Shear Award, right? Oh, yeah. Good old Russell. Yep. Now, I don't really remember Russell for anything, particularly on the brewing side, but I certainly remember Russell for his party side. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. And the fact that they they give the award out for, like, brewing excellence. Right. It's when I think serious. it should be, like, party excellence. <laughs> and quite frankly, I, you know, I should have got that a hell of a long time ago. <laughs> You'd have that hands done. See, oh, my God, yeah. I didn't know that. I've I mean, the year, the year Jim Cock got it, we booed him and said, where's Rhonda? But at the same time, we were mm. under our table smoking some, some weed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> At the, at the Grand Brewers Banquet, but you know, right. it's just, we just didn't want to be noticed. Sure. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I've been duped because it's a very serious <laughs> award. And all these years, I thought the, the Russell Shearer Award was for, well, brewing excellence. <laughs> it, it is. Currently. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you're saying it's inaccurately uh, labeled. And I like this. He was more of a partier than a brewer. Man. Well, he's a partier brewer. Actually, no, he was all of that. He was all of that. Yeah. Most of us are. Russ lived it on the edge. Some of us better than others is the thing. Clearly. (laughs) You know. Okay. All right. All right, Moscow. What else do you have? Well, uh, from uh, Asia land to Alabama, they had their first legal uh, homebrew competition uh, over the weekend at Avondale Commerce Park. And uh, the best in show was a cream ale, which was brewed by a listener of ours, actually. He goes by Elbone. In the forum, okay. and uh, that guy killed it. He won four other gold medals as well. Mm-hmm. And according to the reports, I, I think he got a thousand dollar cash prize for having the best in show beer. And wow. then he's also going to nice. brew um, a, a batch with a, a local brewery there in Birmingham called Cahaba. 
Um, and the, uh, the the event was uh, previously scheduled for last weekend at Birmingham Budweiser, uh, but it was moved because the right to brew law stipulates that an ABC licensed business can't host the competition. So some weird tangle stuff still. But hey, they had a homebrew competition. Good times. That's fantastic. When did we get our fifteen percent cut of that prize money? Because yeah, I'll- Call in, Elbow, and let us know that. Yeah, he's a listener. <laughs> I see. Now we're getting cuts of victory. We want Hell yeah. We want 15% of everybody's trophy, too. <laughs> yes. Cut off the arm. I Please. don't care what it is. Just melt, yeah. it, melt it down, sell the metal. <laughs> right. Well, congratulations once again to Alabama. And uh, I am disappointed that we won't get the legislation uh, audio fodder that we've gotten for years <laughs> now because apparently it was just a bunch of idiots there. But I'm happy, to, I'm happy for the homebrewers. Fantastic. Well, and the stuff that we currently have will will live on forever. By the way, I, I did search the uh, the slosh broads, and yeah. I don't know that I'm finding the ones I was supposed to find, Brendan. But I did find some hot women in dirndls, and uh, <laughs> and that's close enough. And that is good enough for me. Right. That yeah. must be them. <clears throat> All right, Moscow. What else you got? A couple more quick ones. Here's a, an interesting new product called the offline beer glass. Uh, if you remember, I, I did a report a few uh, segments ago about the, uh, the the clink. You clink the glasses together, and it, you automatically get friended on Facebook, remember? Yeah. Th- this is kind of the opposite a little bit. It's a, a Brazilian ad agency came up with it. Uh, it's supposed to discourage antisocial behavior, they call it. It's basically a glass that has been given a, a real thick heel with half of it missing. And unless you balance it on a second platform, it'll tip over. And that your, your cell phone serves as that second platform. So, again, I sent you a picture here. You slide your phone underneath it. And that's the only way to keep the glass from tipping over. Forces people to keep the the phone on the table, and you're supposed to interact with people. I know it's weird. Uh, so I've heard of this, and what interacting with people or the, or the glass? <laughs> Both of these okay. things. I've heard of the glass, and that interacting with people is still a thing that other people do. <laughs> right. Uh, for one, I know that Moscow is the biggest in fan, uh, biggest fan of this invention in, Love it. Uh, on the planet. He, he loves this idea, but uh, he couldn't hang with me. Is it real? For one, uh, oh yeah, city. By the way, don't go to a bar with Tasty anymore. No, no. Unless you have tits, you don't exist. Right, or do. <laughs> Unless you're a phone right. or have tits, you don't, you're not going to get a Tasty yeah. look is what's happening. Uh, but but I, do we need a glass for it? No, we don't. I don't no, think so. Absolutely we, can, we can manage it better than that. Well, and also, who can't hold a glass in one hand and text in the other? <laughs> so, JP's already got it beaten. Yeah. I mean, who cares? Our social media guru yeah. has already got it beaten. Or just leave your phone in the car, like I do, and then you don't worry about it. Well, I mean, you can't, you know, you can't drive on the way in the car, on the way to the bar, and then when you get there, you can't text. I mean, you can't. Then you still can't text. You can't text then either. So you got to talk weird, to you know? Brendan, what do you think? You, 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 you got to the bar, you got your beer, right? Yes. <laughs> Who cares a shit that? <laughs> Everything else is fine. But how, how else are you, how else you going to get on the, the those apps that track what you drink and let everybody know what you're drinking, and then you can get a badge in IPAs for drinking 75 IPAs <laughs> in a night? How, how is that going to... It's not a real badge, by the way. It's a virtual. But how are you going to do that? <laughs> well, some people just deserve a lifetime award. <laughs> <laughs> right. True. You know, yeah. You know. In other news, Brendan's ordered seven pallets of the new glass <laughs> because he doesn't give a shit. Just get there and have a beer. Right. <laughs> Uh, it is funny though that there's so many people on the bars these days with the phones. Yeah, it yeah. is. And actually, that was actually kind of the question I meant to ask. Do you ever walk into your bar and go, "What is going on here?" It, it, I my guess is that at times, seventy five percent of the people are not communicating with the person they're sitting with. Absolutely, it's Ouch. the phone. Ouch! <laughs> and especially the people sitting at the bar. That used to be the, sort of the point to get close to the beers and to talk to people. Right. And they're just all on their phone. Do you think it's a I find that the regulars at the bar are still, they're still pals. They are. But, like, 
the newbies, the youngsters. Right, the youngsters. noobs. Yeah. Is it... Here's a question. They're asking the bartender where they can plug their phone in. Have like bartenders yeah. gotten shittier and have less engaging personalities, or has technology gotten better and we yeah. don't want we don't want to engage? Technology. Well, if you go to the tornado, that's what you get. <laughs> I'd rather have <laughs> I'd rather have my well, phone on me. There'll be no right. engaging. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, don't you think it's a valid question? Uh, do, do people feel like uh, maybe? Look, I I used to come to the bar to talk to the bartender, but now they're just there to do a job. Some of the bartenders are on the phone, too. I think bartenders... Uh-oh. Right! Go I ahead, think, Bebo. I think uh, people's personalities have gotten worse because of the cell phones. Yes. I don't right. know if their personalities have gotten it's worse. It's a vicious cycle. It's re- I, I'm included in this cycle. Yes. Sure. Take Bevo, for example. We've all gotten accustomed... I'm on my cell phone right now. We've all gotten accustomed <laughs> to, to people not engaging, and we think it's okay because we see what they're doing on Facebook. Right. I don't know if their personalities have gotten but gotten worse. It's we've been too accepting of it. Or we've gotten to know them more. Yeah, it's like, I don't kind of like, you know, I think most people are awkward with small talk. So they just look at their phone and then suddenly everyone's playing Candy Crush. Side note to Brazil, in the past 30 years, 1.1 million people have been murdered. What does that have to do what? with... What? No, because of the things in Brazil. So they have better, they have bigger problems. Oh, that's where the glass is. I yeah. see. Got yeah, it. yeah, I didn't report that part, but it, yeah, it was unveiled at the Salve Jorge Bar. Yeah, in Sao Paulo. Yeah. So they have bigger problems than people on their phone, right? JP is the king of non sequitur. I swear <laughs> to God, he said in Brazil. I think you said it. <laughs> I said a Brazilian ad agency. Yes, I did. There you oh, go. Okay, got JP's you know. random fact bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, sorry if I paid attention to every word Sweet. Moscow says. Good call. Good Thank call. you. All right. One quick, uh, one quick uh, last story here. Uh, I've done a lot of reports about the uh, growth of craft beer and et cetera, and it's all booming and everything's great. But here's uh, a little bit of uh, temperance for you. So 48 out of the 50 states saw an increase in craft beer production last year. The exceptions were North Dakota, which only listed four craft breweries in 2012. And there's tons of red tape there. And then Vermont is the other exception. Uh, despite its relatively small population, Vermont ranks 15th overall for craft beer production, and it has the most craft breweries per capita. But Vermont's beer production fell 2.5% from 2011 to 2012, uh, which was like a surprising shift for everyone there and everyone who isn't there. And it suggests that perhaps the state is hitting its saturation point, um, that states like people you know, can eventually have enough beer. Um, another interesting case along those lines is Indiana, which had 54 craft breweries in 2012, and where production rose 27% last year alone. Yet, an art- uh, article in the Indianapolis Star uh, suggests that the craft beer scene is getting overcrowded, uh, with about 60 Indiana craft breweries already saturating the market, triple the number from four years ago. Breaking into the scene is getting near impossible, the article says. Hmm. Well, for one, the breweries per capita number for a state like Vermont is bullshit. Because when you have 35 people that live in your state, <laughs> it's very easy to... Like, I remember when Portland was most breweries per capita, right? Or, or Oregon in general. And that's a populated state. Vermont, you know, there's 35 people, and then during ski season, there's 135 people. So it's a weird number to do. But it does raise the question, and Brendan, I would be curious about your thought. Are we reaching a saturation point for craft beer? Now, it must be different state by state, but... No. There's a lot. I'll tell you exactly. We've got to get rid of the friggin' imports. Uh Start drinking American beer. Man up, people out there. (laughs) Drink American! The man's a patriot. I like it. And at least, you know, at least drink... If you're going to drink a foreign beer, at least make it a good one. Come on. (laughs) Come on. You know what I mean? I don't want to diss on all the great beers that come from all around the world, but... Sure. Well, you know, make it a foreign style, too. I mean, I'm all for drinking Belgian uh, beer from Belgium. But why drink an IPA made in uh, 
Denmark or right. You know, yeah, we got, got that. We got, we got that covered. No, thank you. We it's got, got that wonderful that. stone fruit cheesy quality taste. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's hard right. to get that. <laughs> it's like the cardboard's in the inside the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's still room for craft brewers, though, isn't there? I mean, the yeah. market oh, oh, just grows. And you know, grows. it's really going. It, it is. It is really jumping. I mean, it's really alive right now. So um, it is going to be very interesting to see in the next couple of years. See how things uh, shake out. Yeah. Know? I think that you you have to be an exceptional craft brewer. Is is I think that's what this kind of mar- it, the saturated market is is not that there aren't enough people to to buy good craft beer. It's that you you better make some exceptional craft beer because the guy down the street's doing it if you're not. Well, you got to combine the marketing with it too. I mean, that's really huge. Okay. Really, you know, like look at look at what Lagunitas has done. When they first opened up, the poor guy he's out in the town of Lagunitas. I'm like, what the hell is he doing out there? Right. <laughs> you know, there's no way in hell this guy's ever going to do anything. Right. And then he moves up to Petaluma and boom! Yeah. You know, they send out their sales force and they were strong over the years. They've been the one company in, in, in the San Francisco Bay Area that I've seen send out a sales force. They pound the bars and they talk everybody into carrying their stuff and boom, they have numbers. And look right. At, look how much, look at their volume is right now. Oh yeah, now mm-hmm. they're printing money. Oh. They don't even make beer anymore. They ferment money is <laughs> yeah. what happens out there. God bless Tom. <laughs> God, I do like him. The ultimate scrapper of the beer industry. The guy's awesome. He is awesome. His and Twitter he, feed is full of it still too. It's great. Oh, plus, plus he was he was, he was was talking about Freddie the other day, which cracked me the hell up because, hey, if you're listening out there, Freddie sent me one of them letters too. <laughs> well, Freddie, even though Freddie apprenticed for me, uh, that's what's really amazing. Which Freddie are we talking about? Who, who, who's Freddie? Uh, Sweetwater Distillery or Sweetwater Brewery? Ah, okay. down in Georgia. Got it. Yeah, that Freddie. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. Freddie. That Freddie. I talked to Tony the other a couple weeks ago, and he's at this point now where he's like, "Look, now we actually just spend money because it saves money." Uh, you know, we're at the point where if the bottling line isn't efficient enough, we're throwing away money. If right. we're not fermenting enough beer, we're throwing away money. If we're not doing this, and and so he's been so successful with his genuine marketing campaign where it's like, you know what, fuck it, we make beer, and if you don't like it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's a little different than that other company from Southern California who has the same marketing message. Carl Strauss? Uh, no, <laughs> not Carl does. Something about it coming from Tony's mouth and the way he looks you in the face when he says it, right. it's real. And it's worked every step of the way. And you're right. He's gone from the town of Lagunitas to, I'm pretty sure he owns half of, of Northern California now. <laughs> That's what I think. He doesn't know that because he smokes a lot of weed, but he his accountants know that he owns half of Northern California. Yeah. <laughs> That's my impression of... What's those crazy going? ramblings he puts on the side of the bottle? Yeah, read They're when you're half drunk. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It, you know, even though he's huge and selling a lot of beer, it doesn't feel corporate, stuffy, right. weird, you know? Well, you make a good point, uh, Brennan, because the marketing... It's it's important, but but it's it's genuine marketing in their case, right? Yeah. You can't just have you know you don't just put red, white, and blue on the can. You you got to have some genuine marketing, some personality, and you got to have a can. And you have the can. <laughs> no, right. no, he, Tony said he'd never use a can ever. <clears throat> Why does he say that? Yeah. Do you know, because the what you have to do to get the aluminum, it's like you're blowing water. You just it's just ruining the environment to get the the, mm. the the raw materials for the aluminum cans. I see, and he has a real problem with that. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's uh, all right. I haven't done any real research on it myself, but, you know, it's a good point. Right. You well, know, just just to uh, cap off the story real quick, and then I'll, I'll uh, sign off and let you guys talk. And so, the, 
lots of people disagree with the Indianapolis Star suggestion. Plenty of people still think there's room for growth. Oregon, for example, super mature craft beer market, and yet the production grew by 11% last year. Also, the U.S. has 2,500 breweries. It sounds like a lot, but uh, Germany, for example, uh, is w- way above us in, in per capita consumption. They have 1,300 breweries for only 80 million people. So, you know, it's still uh, still good times ahead for craft beer in, in most people's opinion. That's the news. Brought to you by Belgian Beer Me and Bomberg Beer Me Beer Tours. Uh, Belgian Beer Me and BombergBeerMe.com. Perfect. Lifetime. Yep. Thank you, Moscow. Yep. All right. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. And by the way, if I could just add to that Germany thing. I think quick. you can. If we would just consume more beer, then we can sustain more breweries. That's and I true. Think, I think that's a fair... I think it's a fair thing for me to put to the country okay I, the guys i think you should do your part and if you consume just a little more beer each one of you guys and girls then we could have more we could sustain more craft beer i heard this weekend from somebody that there there's a rule to drinking as much as you want and living a long life are you ready really yeah, are you go. ready for the rule yes take one day off a week that's it oh really one what, day. What study backs okay, this day? I'll try. <laughs> Tasty's like, mm. right. like, how about every two weeks? How about half a day? Yeah. <laughs> Can I just how about it? Night. 12 hours. <laughs> right. Come on. Eight hours a day. Uh, I, only, I only sleep for five hours a night, but I, I can give those up. But I do have a rule, though. If I wake up in the middle of the night, it's still dark out. Yeah. I get to have another beer. Because it's, it's not tomorrow yet. <laughs> I agree with so, you. So I in the summertime, this. man, i got to be really diligent to wake up in the middle of the night to get my beer in. <laughs> yes, yeah. you do. you got to work at it. Oh, you got yeah. alarms all over the house. All of a sudden, it's like, ding, it's 4 a.m. i got to hurry up. 3.48. It's going daylight. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's my advice to you. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Brendan Moylan. He's from Moylan's and Marin. And we're going to talk to Stilling a little bit later. We'll find out how he got into the craft beer business. And he's a staple of Northern California craft beer. So hang in there. 888 beer if you have questions. Or join Bevo in the chat room. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more beer social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. 
John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmasters Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is awesome. No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that Brew Builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmasters Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmasters Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Google Network. The session. Brewing up our next 
Thanks for sticking with us. We're hanging out with Brendan Moylan right now. If you want to ask questions, just hit the chat button on the homepage or call Bevo at 888-401-BEER. She's in there to answer your questions. Also, let me know. You, let me let you know right now that uh, if you're doing some home brewing in the next week or so and you need yourself some good uh, brewing software, go over to Beersmith.com. It's the Brewing Network's favorite uh, brewing software. Uh, Beersmith.com. You get a free 21-day trial. It works on both PC and Mac. And uh, if you haven't tried it yet... You're way behind in the times. It's up to date. It's brand new. Uh, there are new versions that come out to make sure that everything is there that you need to make the best beer possible. Uh, it's available on your Kindle and your iPad and all of your mobile devices as well. You can adjust your recipes. You can upload all your recipes to the community. There are so many things that you can do. Uh, why calculate all these things by hand when you can use something like Beersmith? Uh, you can brew with confidence. Uh, get your consistency down like Tasty has his down that's how he beat the crap out of nathan in last year uh, hey, last hey, year, hey, hey the last brewcaster hey, challenge he's right there uh, oh sorry Nick. uh you know just design everything over at beersmith check out beersmith.com but you don't have to take my word for it you can get a free 21 day trial and uh and do it that way all right do it so we have in the studio with us tonight mr brendan moylan and uh this is the first time i've actually met brendan although i could have told him apparently that i met him a week ago and, and he wouldn't you know, i could have yeah. told him we were old buddies and he wouldn't yeah. know. He'd been, he'd, it would have worked yeah hey, remember that time we were at your house brendan and you were like oh sh- my house is your house just party man <laughs> you were gonna let me a key and you didn't leave it for me so <laughs> right but it's all good What's funny is, uh, in our very first year of broadcasting, I've had uh, now now one of the breweries that that Brendan owns is Marin Brewing Company in, in Marin, California. This is a beautiful location and a wonderful brewery. And uh, Arnie Johnson, uh, we had him on the show in our first year, and it was the first time I met him. Luckily, I've since become friends because my first impression was not very good. Uh, I was new to the business. Uh, This company we were running was still out of our our garage. We were kind of making it up as we went along, and we had booked Arnie. And I went to the Oregon Brewers Festival the Saturday before the show for the very first time ever. And I just got a... I just acted like an idiot and got drunk and I did a bunch of interviews and drank too much and, and barely made my flight home early Sunday morning. So that when Arnie showed up for the show, about the same time you did, you know, uh, maybe he showed up a half hour before the show, I wasn't even awake. I, I was awoken <laughs> by Arnie knocking on my door. I, I just, remember those days. I was just trying to get some <laughs> rest so that I could potentially function for this show. And Arnie comes to the door, and I open the door, and I look like you could imagine. I would look after the Oregon Brewers Festival for the first time, and I'm just waking up. And Arnie just looks at me like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what? It's, you know, this is my house in a weird neighborhood. And I felt like such a dick. And we did a decent show. You know, it was okay. Right. But I've been apologizing to Arnie every time I see him for eight years now since, since that first show. He's since forgiven me. We've had him back on the, on the program. But, Brendan, i got to say, I felt like a real dick. And uh, luckily, your brewer is that nice of a man that he, in the end, he was like, ah, forget it, man. We're all brewers here. It's fine. I, I've been to OBF before. I know how you feel. And we ended up doing a good interview. Arnie's had some fun moments, let me tell you. <laughs> 
I'm glad it wasn't you that showed up because then I would have felt like more. At least Arnie, I'm like, well, he doesn't own the place. Or I got a good, I got a good Arnie story for you. <laughs> Give me when, when they uh, um, coming back from Great American Beer Festival. We decided to load up his backpack with a bunch of beers, and so as we were traveling through that new Denver airport, yeah, they have all those marble floors right oh, yeah. by security, and this was right after 9/11, and Arnie's backpack took a split. Oh. And all these beers started coming out of his backpack, and, and you have the Hop Grenade Sinks uh, logo over there, which kind of reminded me of the story, and these <laughs> Hop Grenades were flying across, out of his backpack, hitting the floor. People were diving on the friggin' ground. Oh, no! They thought some shit was going down. Because <laughs> we had all walked ahead of him, we were like, where the, where the hell's Arnie? Oh, and no. like, 45 minutes later, Arnie finally caught up to us and we're like in the bar drinking because we got to the airport early we were happier than hell right and everybody's going like where's arnie where's arnie and then he came and he and, he, and he's got this sad look in his face and he's got a backpack with a hole in it <laughs> and, and, and what happened he tells his story and we're just on the floor oh, laughing no. our asses off he's like, I, I only wished i could have seen it live oh me too <laughs> well he looks like a like a terrorist too so <laughs> he's very easy yeah. he's very dangerous looking right well, when he had his ponytail, he might have had a ponytail back then. Oh, oh boy. yeah, oh yeah. No, we haven't. Oh, yeah. no, we didn't know, know yeah. Arnie then. We're yeah. tail. Why do you look so sad, Arnie? Because I just got full cavity searched yeah. after <laughs> dropping my hop grenades all over. And did you ride yeah, a horse here? Or what? No, <laughs> right. Uh, I love that man. He's a nice man, and his beer is fantastic. Thank you. Is is he the first brewer at Marin Brewing Company? Did he sign up with you guys in the beginning? No, Arnie. Uh, uh, Grant Johnston was our first brewer. Is that who went to Black Diamond after yes. that? Okay, all right. So, so uh, Black Diamond Derek, who now works at Moylands, did a stint at, and helped out. Uh, you know, worked underneath Grant before he took over there. Right, and he also worked at the White Horse in London. Okay, the famous cask oh, beer yeah. bar. I forgot cask that about bar. Derek. Yeah. Okay. And that's one of Grant's hangouts. He loves he loves that. Got it. Oh, yeah. Well, Grant taught a lot of the local brewers how to brew, right? That's his history, right? Well, he's the greatest brewer of all time. <laughs> you know, I hear that about him. Huh? Brennan, let's talk about From that him? for just a second. Now, I've met Grant twice. Before meeting him, and it was early on in the Brewing Network, we were, we were kind of making our way through the Northern California brewers because we really like to have in-studio guests. So we were doing some phone calls, and, and everyone kept saying, you know, Grant's a, a great brewer, but he's a dick. And people just kept saying that to me, but I never met him, and I and I don't judge it. I just go, well, I'll just wait. And um, I finally met him at uh, the Bistro. It was the IPA festival. He was still with Black Diamond at the time, and you know he wasn't a dick to me. He was nice to me, but he did have the air of, well, you know, I could talk to you, but uh, I don't see why. I don't really <laughs> see the point. And but he was nice enough. It was afterward trying to get... I was like, well, still, you sound qualified. I'd love to have you on the show. And then he just blew me off and blew me off and blew me off until finally he disappeared into oblivion as far as I could tell. I don't know where he went. I think he's in heaven or I don't know where he's in heaven. <laughs> I got the same interactions from him a few times. I sold him some stuff and it was very much just like dry. Yeah, I didn't think he was a dick. I didn't think he was a dick. But, but he... people would tell me he was a dick. Right. But anyhow, not, this is sort of neither no, here nor let's, there. Let's talk about his wife now, because she <laughs> is... Right. A, no, I have no idea. But he's, anyhow... But, he's, he's never been married. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. It would, it's impossible when you're a but, dick. But right. uh, Arnie uh, apprenticed under Grant uh, about... Oh, we did. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay. And, and Arnie's been with us for, I don't know, 18 years or so. Okay. So, yeah. So he's your second brewer, and he apprenticed under the original. Yeah. Okay. And after Grant left us, he went up to 3rd Street. Yes. And then after Grant left 3rd Street, Denise worked at 3rd Street. Okay. Hmm. And now, Denise was the brewer at Moylan's for years as De- well, right? Denise How long? Jones, yeah. Denise was with us for roughly five, six years, yeah. Okay. And she's yeah. just recently left. Uh, I read the. I only know that I haven't talked to Denise in a, in a little while, but I read the uh, the press release when you got Derek to come and replace her, uh, which I think is a, an excellent choice. Derek's been Denise helped pick Derek out. Oh, he did. Oh, she yeah. did. Good. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It, she went to. She's brewing celebrity beer or something. I don't understand what's happening. She bring the Hanson beer. I got to bring her I think in she's here. She's hooked up with uh, E forty. No, really? I think it's the first time I've actually got that name right. I've been using the wrong initials and the, the wrong hell? numbers. <laughs> Is she really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's working with P ninety X right now. I got it. <laughs> doing ninety ounces. Right. Ninety ounce to hell. Moscow, are you still on the line, buddy? Because if you are, yes, yes, I'm here. I want Denise. We need to see your ID. Yes, I want Denise in here <laughs> with E forty. With E forty. Hell yeah. Right, It'll be the it. most dangerous show we've ever done. I'll do my best not to insult Denise along the way. <laughs> He'll just be marinating in the press. Don't, don't worry about you, Forty. Metal, well, metal detector at the door. Yeah, well, I'll be wearing... I'm also in the process of Googling this. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, see if we can get any real info. I would like a little info. On well, I think they, they really haven't made any major press releases yet because a lot of it is in the formative right. stages. Oh, so. my God. God, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those uh, news to becoming items. I think you know, the, you know, we got a little insight, but you know, you know, maybe if you work the streets, you might get the early scoop. We might have to do this. Work the streets. Who does that? <laughs> Who does that for you guys? <laughs> Moscow does. Scott does it for us. Yeah, I think <laughs> that, that, be, that uh, sounds like something the fifty-two-year-old yeah. guy would say. Yeah. Work the streets. <laughs> it sounds like you were a journalist in the twenties. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna pound the pavement, kid. You see? You get the scoop on the end, and you'll be running this place. But I'll go get him. Get your pad and paper and get out there. Don't forget your press bill and your hat. Now go, Johnny, get him. But I got to know, is it racist of me to think no. that they're just brewing, I mean, they're brewing East Bay like hyphy movement juice, dog. <laughs> <laughs> did they, yeah, did they need Denise to brew malt liquor? Did they really need her to do I love that? E-40, man. That dude's rad. E-40 is No, they rad. needed Denise to tell E-40 how it was going to get done. That uh, might that's be. what it is. <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. That's Probably. You know, that's a good point that you make. Four, she's, she's the one who could do that. 40 yeah. water making moves, dude. He needs to, you know, he needs some help along the Whip way. Whip him into shape. I cannot, I'm going to have to ask you to stop. <laughs> I cannot wait for the first beer. 40 water. I'm ready for it right now. You'll have to go to East Oakland to get it. I'll, <laughs> help, you, I'll help you. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> All right. So let's back up a little bit because I, I wanted to talk about Arnie a little bit because he's sure. just such a nice man and he's a good friend of ours. So I, I, I did want to bring it up. But. But you've been in the in the business for for quite some time now. You you went to school to be an accountant. Do I have that right? Yes. Although I did get back from my thirtieth uh, reunion at St. Mary's last weekend, and uh, everybody was commenting how I've found the perfect job for for, 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 for the Brendanness of myself. Yes. So you haven't changed all that much. No. Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah. I can still remember interviewing for jobs, going like. I'm never going to get hired by one of these guys. <laughs> oh my god! What's going to? So uh, I graduate. I told the dad. I go, dad, dad, I got a job. He goes, oh my god! What accounting for me with? I go, no, I got a job selling beer. I'm going to work for a guy named Wolfgang Morindale. We're going to sell German beer. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, I he was so disappointed. Yeah. Well, uh, seven kids. The only one that went to college. And then next thing you know, I'm back in the booze world. Yes. He's like, we've got a shit. <laughs> no, we don't. We no, had a yeah. chance, and now we. Don't. He almost had his taxes done every year. <laughs> <laughs> Were you ever a good accountant? 
And I mean that. Were, were you good oh, at man, it? Oh, man, you know, I, I'm like I'm like a first-year accountant. I don't give a crap about all that weird stuff. I just want to know the, you know, debits and credits. Okay. I want to know. I, I look at a, I look at an income statement. I go right to the bottom line. Okay. Boom. That's what matters. Okay. I mean, all the stuff in the middle is okay, but it's good to be able to read a financial statements and, and have some education. I mean, St. Mary's did a great, pretty good job educating me. They couldn't change some of the formative things that happened early on in my life. It warped <laughs> me into who I am now. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Hey, what can you do? Father Father John couldn't help uh, anymore. They were the Christian than, brothers. I see. Give a cheer, give a cheer for the boys who drink the beer in the cellars of Old Sacred Heart. If a brother should appear, we will offer him a beer in the cellars of Old Sacred Heart. That's that's what I got in high school. So how did I not end up in the yeah, beer business? You were program. You had yeah. to. I mean, I did a home. I did a I did a report on home brewing in uh, senior religion class. Did you really in high school? And uh, we were we were allowed to pick any subject. How did the the poor teacher go? was smart enough to know, Jesus, we got to reach these kids because they don't give a crap about this religion stuff. They've mm. already had it. It's already been like 12 years of this stuff. I heard eight years of the nuns and then you know, four <laughs> years of the Christian brothers. You know, Eventually, you got to get into some other subjects. Did your so. <laughs> report include the thesis that Jesus uh, turned water into beer instead of wine? I wish I would have <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> yeah, back then, I didn't care. <laughs> I, was just, I just wrote the goddamn thing. But you know what I do have coming up? And uh, I haven't released any yet, but um, beer schnapps. Ah, remember if it's hopped, it's schnapps. Okay, Sharpe. Yes. Yeah. So we've we've been doing a whole bunch of beer schnapps at the distillery, which I'm very excited about. None of that. Not this forty percent alcohol sugar crap. You know <laughs> that people think of when they think of schnapps. What is the real called? beer schnapps? Well, we have a whole bunch of different names. We started out as Sweetwater Distillers. Okay. Until we got a letter from Freddie, you know, objecting to the the, the, the name because of trademark issues. And uh, it was no big deal to me. My other two partners wanted that name to begin with, and I really didn't care. Okay. So then we went to Stillwater Spirits. Okay. And since then, there's now a Stillwater Spirits out of Canada, and there's mm-hmm. Stillwater Brewing. So it's that, that field's even getting murky. But uh, we, wow. we use two DBAs. We use the Stillwater Spirits DBAs, and we use that for all our brandies and eau de and uh, vodkas and gin and things like that. And then we use the... Moylan's Distilling DBA for all our whiskeys, and which we have five out, five whiskeys out right now. Wow. wow. And eventually for our beer schnapps as well. And we will have some fantastic beer schnapps. I'm excited about I mean, think about, about a schnapps. triple IPA made into a beer schnapps and then aged in wood. And that's just going to be lovely because it's all 100% barley stuff. I mean, the precursor for whiskey is unhopped, uncarbonated beer. Okay. And if somebody, unfortunately, makes a double IPA that didn't turn out the way they need it to... Mm-hmm. And they decide to donate it to Brenda's dis- Distillery. We, right. we can turn that into something beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah, He's we a are smart the saviors. Right? Because you know, brewers come on this show week in and week out. Oh no, we never throw anything away. Bullshit. Oh, I know does. you've brewed some bad batches. Right. Where does it go? Now it goes to Brendan. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do with Christmas beer in February? <laughs> beer schnapps! <laughs> I am going to have white Christmas beer schnapps eventually. Hopefully I'll get around to bottling this Christmas, but you know, I'd have to get my act together. We're working on it, though. This is a great Hopefully, hopefully it'll happen. But if I, if I fuck up and, and it takes another year, it's almost that much better. Right. Because it'll have aged longer. That's so true. Distilling is a real patient sport, so... Uh, you know, I'm not real patient persons, but the Alzheimer thing is helping me uh, <laughs> let my whiskey age. <laughs> I forget I have those, those three, four barrels in the back. And, yeah. You know, next thing you know, they're they're old enough. Where are your spirits distributed? Just in California? Uh, we distribute pretty much only in. Um, I would say your best bets are Sonoma, Marin, and San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, and that's it. We're working on a deal with a bigger distributor, but uh, at the same time, I'm trying to build up some inventory. Got it. And that means I need to put barrels down. 
Yeah. Put them down. Okay. Get them down. I've really screwed up by not putting them more down already. How many businesses do you have, Brendan? Because you've got, here's what I know of, and then you could fill in the blanks. All right. Of course, you got Marin Brewing Company, and you got Moylan's, you got the distillery. Isn't there another bar restaurant right where Marin is in the same thing that's yours, too? Used to have oh. a bar, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had to shut that one down. You shut that down. The magic okay. didn't work for everything. What was that call, yeah. if you don't mind me asking? It was called Noonan's Bar and Grill. That was it. Okay, Noonan's. Yeah, that was uh, that was my shrine to booze. I had a 70-foot bar, library ladder going up and down the aisle. Yes. With 1,500 different bottles of booze in the wall. It was 300 beautiful. whiskeys, over 100 bourbons, over 400 vodkas, over 550 tequilas. <laughs> my all-time personal spirit favorite. Really? It's the only spirit I don't make, too. It's kind of funny. We make just about everything over at the distillery. But the distillery is actually, it's in my father's name. Because oh, okay. when we when when I did the distillery, I had the bar going, and you can't own a bar and a distillery in California. Hmm. So I am officially really? the general manager of the distillery. Okay, not the owner. Okay, yeah, I don't even own any. That's fair. They owe me half a million bucks, but, <laughs> but I don't own any of the business. Wow. <laughs> Got it. Okay, that's fair. So, so that's it then. The distillery. Moylan's Marin. As if that's not enough, but I'm just trying to get a yes. handle. Okay. Yes, that's where yes. you are now. All right. And, and uh, you know, basically what I'm looking for right now is I'm looking to do a factory where I can combine both the distillery and a production brewery in, in a combined setting. Because, you know, distilleries love all that extra sugar, and breweries put a lot of sugar down the drain. Yeah. And I have to so. admit, it amazes me how many places I see Moylan's beer knowing that you don't have a production facility. But you guys do a good job still of getting your bottles of beer out there. We're the ultimate teasers, I think, yeah. Is that no, what it we, is? We, we need to make more, obviously. Uh, we actually do do a little supplemental uh, beer. We we use uh, Sudworks to make uh, a lot of our draft kit lifter. Okay. And they've done a fantastic job working with us on that, and that helps us kind of supply that marketplace for that. Um, I'm but a we, fan. Really, we really need to do the, the, the facility. Your own facility. Yeah, and you know, the Sudworks kit lifters, killer. I mean, they have that nice uh, Steinecker brew house. Yes. I think it makes a better kit lifter than we do at Moreland's. You know, I. So, draft kit lifter, everybody out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, if, it, if it says made in, what's that town? Davis. Davis. On that little label. Yeah. If you look on the little label on the keg ring, sometimes it comes from Nevada and sometimes it comes from Davis. We should have a tasting someday, you know, a little side by side. Well, you should do. Yeah, and right. I will vouch for them, too. I've always liked the boys over at Sudwerk. And Jay Prawl, the, the brewer there, is uh, was a great brewer, a fantastic guy, but an awesome facility in general. So, a good bottling line, quality control up the wazoo. Uh, uh, like you said, the, just an amazing system. So, anybody could brew on that thing and produce a fantastic beer. So, I'd say if it comes out yeah, of Sudwerk, well, I'd go buy it, too. No, that's an old-school Steinecker system. It's all German-labeled and everything. Yes. It's not an easy one to use. No. It makes a great beer, but you, you know. And then, of course, the UC Davis program works out of there, too. And so, oh, you've yeah. got that, all, all that educational collaboration. So... Uh, okay. Well, I like to know that you're brewing out of Hey, let's put out a little love for Dr. Lewis, huh? Yeah. I mean... He's a good guy. I love you, Doc. You're the (laughs) the best, and thank you for all you've done for craft beer. I mean... Good call. Early on, I mean, uh, I can can still remember 30 years ago going to, like, uh, classes up there, your little extension classes, and he was so helpful. You went to the UC Davis program. Just, just your extension stuff, you the, the know? Extension, yeah. which is good. Those are the ones oh, yeah. now that Doctor Lewis. That's his. Oh, yeah. That's his domain, right? The extension stuff for him, I think. He's got Bamforth running the whole kind of yeah. show, but Davis and is Charlie's still in great there. Too. He's, he's a good dude. He is. He doesn't yeah. like me very much because my girlfriend's British and he thinks that I'm a slob, and so he can't <laughs> understand why a proper British lady would have anything to do with me. 
But other than that, he's a nice man. Well, <laughs> British ladies need uh, projects. <laughs> right. And you're a pretty big project. Well, he came on the show when we were at, at still running it out of my house. And I had, like, my motorcycle on the porch and the fucking weeds in the yard. And I remember him coming in to Kate the Great and going, your boyfriend has a fucking Harley on the porch. <laughs> And she said, no, it's a Yamaha. I was going to say, it's not a Harley, you wish. I know, but that's what he said. Because to Bamforth, he doesn't care. It's just not proper. Right. <laughs> to most civilized society, it's not proper. Right. But you said, forget it. I'm, a, I'm my own man. I was like, you should see my schlong. That's what it is. And Kate was like, no. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, all right. So... When did you start this this empire of yours? Because it was it was early on, wasn't it? You you when did you open Marin? April Fool's Day, nineteen eighty nine. Eighty nine. Okay, and you were working in the industry before then with the with the bottle shop and previously I had worked at um, uh, both. The, I worked for the Spaten Beer Importer, Chris Imports, and I worked for Wolfgang Morindell. Uh, we it, we brought in a lot of really killer beers, and it was so much fun because we had stuff like Paul Honor, but we didn't just have Paul Honor. At the time, we had 11 different kinds of Polaner beer. We had the whole lineup from Munich, and they came in the half-liter bottles. It was the authentic. It was the real stuff. Right. We had them all. I mean, love all the box, it. double box, my box. I fell in love with Bach beers. I just loved them. Okay. You know, but then the hops eventually took over. And <laughs> last time I tried a Savater double box, I'm like, where's the hops? This is <laughs> gravity sakes. Although I also did make a little trip to Munich, and it was the first time I ever saw hop oils used. <laughs> I mean, Polaner Brewery. And, they open up this like five gallon can of hops with this can opener all around the outside of it, and they poured it in. And then once they got towards the end, they just chucked the can in into the brew kettle. I love it. <laughs> and I remember going like, "Where's the real hops?" Right. <laughs> I was all offended. I was on my honeymoon. Okay. But, uh, my God, it was it was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was, it was a travesty. I, I, it was a travesty. So you've been a beer guy since the beginning. I mean, you've just yeah. I started working like- at a liquor store when I was sixteen, called the Jug Shop in San Francisco. Just mm. real famous liquor store. Hey, Phil, how about how's that for a plug? Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, it was just it was just a fun. I, at, at at eighteen, I talked to Boston, let me be in charge of the beer section. Okay, so I was the beer buyer at eighteen. Although I realized by nineteen that all the hot sales girls were wine salespeople. Got it. But at that point, I was already too far into beer. I couldn't. It was go back. too and late. I never really took a liking to wine. I mean, I'll drink the good stuff, but you know, yeah, beer, beer's king. I'm kind of with you Here's on that. I'll, mm-hmm. switch, I'll swap in some wine. I used to Here drink a lot of you know. Dortmund or Cronin way back when. Augsburger. Oh, Augsburger was great. Augsburger oh, yeah. Bach. Oh, Good stuff. Oh, that was lovely stuff. Can, yeah. you, can we get that now? Is it gone? I don't even know. Yeah, you don't even I don't know. Even know. You've moved yeah. on to the hops, so you don't know. <laughs> I moved on to the hops. Although, I, I kind of have to take it easy on the hops. I got a bit of the GERD. Oh. I uh, just got the heartburn. Ooh, got uh, it. Okay. Yeah, so I switched to whiskey. <laughs> My doctor recommended. He told me, you know, lay off the carbonation. I said, oh, I'll just go to whiskey then. <laughs> and he was like, okay, I guess so that works. Like whatever. He still shakes his head. He's he's got me on alcohol watch. I went in there last time for complaining about some sore back or something. And yeah. I get the results back. And he goes, he said I complained about drinking too much. I'm like, I did not. I was bragging about it. I thought <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound like complaining to me. Right. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, he sakes. Yeah. Wow. He's As, jealous. He, he is jealous. jealous. I told like, him the story about the insurance company giving me a discount because i was too healthy <laughs> really and he's like no you're not <laughs> well no. let me have a talk with him <laughs> I, I actually got in a halfway decent shape a couple years ago okay uh, three years ago a uh, minus three days because my anniversary is coming up and me and the missus were trying to get in good shape for the wedding and uh what'd you do put on some weight no i took some off and so oh, i mean before like that's why you needed to get in shape were you getting big or what was the deal 
Oh, normally I just carry around a little, you know, little, 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 little beer luggage. Okay. Little beer luggage, yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. And so I was in halfway decent shape, and then so one day I'm knock, I get a knock on the door, and I open the door, and there's a nurse in a white outfit. I'm thinking, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. And, of course, she showed up on, like, a Saturday morning or something, and it was just, woo, I'm thinking. She took blood samples and everything. I'm thinking, oh, man. Right. I might not get approved. <laughs> and, then, and then next thing you know, I'm too healthy. Wow. I'm too healthy, yeah. You got a, it's a life insurance discount, I assume. Well, I think it was uh, the fact that I got a 199 on cholesterol. It was under the threshold. Wow. I think if I hit a 200, I didn't get the 250 back. You I didn't get the 250 a- bucks back, yeah. <laughs> That's you, what just happened to me. Yeah. He happened to not have potato skins the night before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, had this, I had the same thing. Insurance company came to my house, did my thing. I was like, oh, I, I forgot. 365 is my cholesterol. Wow. <laughs> what are you doing? Bacon every morning? That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, no. My, I, was, I used to eat uh, fast food a lot uh, when I was a lot younger. Oh, yeah. uh, three times a day I was eating because it was easy, right? 330 was my cholesterol. But that's a There's long no, time ago. Right, but I'm saying, how what is you it now? now 35 what do you now? 365, apparently. And my triglycerides were like 1,300. They're supposed to be like under four or whatever. You're dying. Okay, I know. Okay, can, can so I, I don't understand. Can I, I remind like, you I of like that. that? Remember, when Louie was on his deathbed, he says, no, everybody. No, look at me right now. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> don't pasteurize everything. Right. Louis was. He goes. You know. Ah. You know. If you want to send something halfway halfway across the world, pasteurize it. But if you don't, leave it alive. Okay. Live beers are better. Did you ever notice every single bottle of Moylan's and Marine Brewing says live ale? It does say live ale, and that's my number one email I get. What does that mean? <laughs> means, <laughs> means you're not going to die from our beer. Yeah. <laughs> it means you might get a fucking discount. Keep it fresh, <laughs> keep it cold, and drink it soon. What are we drinking now? Uh, it, it is that one, I think. No, no, no the, we already uh, drank too much of the golden. We're having the uh, Moreland's Extra Special Bitter. I like this beer. And this is a beer we also do on Nitro, which is which is a lot of fun. We do a lot of Nitro beers, which uh, they're great. You know what's yeah. really fun is when you have the exact same beer in the bar, and you have one CO2 version, you have the Nitro version. Yes. And the only difference is... The gas part, sure, and it's, it's amazing how difference. much softer, yeah, the nitro beer is. Yeah, CO two. People don't realize how much bitterness carbonic acid CO two provides. You, you know, know the whole profile. We were just talking to, to yeah. Ray Daniels from the Cicerone program about that, where he said it took years for for people to realize that that carbonation is actually a, 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 a contributes to the flavor profile. It's not just a mouthfeel. It's not just that there is actually a, something that the carbonic acid does to the flavor profile Which, of the beer. What I would like to say to all the brewers out there. Soften up on the carbonation, boy. Come <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. I mean, I I don't want to mention any particular breweries, but when you get a beer and it's just full of gas, I mean, hello. Right. Really. And these are great breweries. There's great breweries that just way over gas their beers. Okay. Like Coors. Coors <laughs> Light is too gassy. For I'm me. not sure that was on well, his list. What's oh. even worse is when you see an over gas beer and then you see some idiot just drinking right out of the bottle. Yeah. I mean, he lost his chance to get rid of all that gas. <laughs> right. He could have helped himself. <laughs> I mean, he'll find it again later. Gas? <laughs> it's going to slow your drinking down. Right. Why would you want to slow your drinking down? <laughs> I don't know. Pour that beer in a glass, foam it up, let all that gas get out of there so you can get to the part that you really like. I got, I'm on a schedule. Let's go. I got a drink. Brendan, yeah. uh, we cannot be friends outside of the show. You're, <laughs> you're going to kill me. I can tell already. I have a distillery road trip. Yeah, we're just we're keeping it on the show. This is not going to be a friendship that we develop because I will die. <laughs> I want to die Actually, early. Apparently, so. you will die, JP. You're the one with the cholesterol. I don't understand why. Oh, he'll die first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, what yeah. are you part Midwest? I can't believe. No. You, can't believe you're here now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on. So that's that was my interjection of the stories. I don't like that. That he can wake up from after partying and then. 
get a refund. <laughs> right. I wake up after Barely. the show, yeah. and uh, apparently I get denied health insurance. Yeah, so, altogether. Yeah. All right, quick question from the chat, Brendan. Alex is in there, and uh, we are talking about uh, bad batches of beer going to the distillery. He wants to know if a bad batch ever came from Moylan's or Marin and headed over to the distillery. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stuff happens. Sure. Well, you know, a piece of equipment breaks down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, your glycol machine goes out, and you're in the middle of knocking off a beer. You're okay. bringing it up to the fermenter. You need you need temperature, and you don't get it. Right. Hey, it's just gonna sit there. I'm distilling it, baby. That's it's good mine. Point. I go. I come into the brewery. I go. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the and they all look at me like I'm nuts. Are yeah. you bun out of shape? I go. No way. You're I'm the distilling only one who's it. Happy. I'm gonna make more beer schnapps. What you've really started uh, is a recycling company, not a distillery. Reuse. <laughs> yeah, reuse don't recycle. Company. Yes. Reuse. There you go. Yeah, reuse. That's why company. the keg is a beautiful package. Yeah. The growler is a beautiful package. Yeah. Bottles, cans. <laughs> sure. Recycle Schmeichel. <laughs> what a bunch of BS. Oh, yeah? Reuse it, people out there. I, I now I have to pop and start using my growlers again. Damn. Right. Yeah, I, I went and popped off. Someone might catch me with the case of beer going out the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was your cooler, the case of beer that you brought in. Well, I just poured ice over the top. <laughs> well, the, 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 Brendan's reusing. They're cold, yeah. The damn He's refrigerator like... wasn't working too good at Moreland's today. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah. All right, let's do Repairs this. and maintenance. That's what the beer business is all about. Hmm. I, I was going to be the brewer and the bartender. I'm cheap paper pusher and counselor. At Marin? And check signer. When you first opened, you were going to be? Is that what you mean? Or you mean because that's what you went to school for, was to be the paper pusher? No. When, when you no, opened no. Marin, you were never going to be the brewer. Oh, it was me and Grant in the brewery. Oh, yeah. It was you. Okay. Oh, yeah. You had, oh, yeah. And you were a I'm a beer guy. Oh, yeah, I'm a beer guy. How People don't realize I'm a beer guy. They all think I'm not a beer guy. I just hire brewers that are awesome, so I don't have to tell them too much. I'm going to be honest with you. And then they do their thing, you know? That's why you've Brilliant. never been on the show. Because right. I didn't think you were a brewer. I thought you just were, you were the, just the owner. You were the guy. Right, I'm not a brewer. I'm a goddamn alchemist. You're a b- <laughs> You're the. I want that on my tombstone. Alchemist. But you were a home brewer for years, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you went through all that. Uh, what was your first? What did your, the first yeast look like when you were a homebrewer? Because come on, it was a while well, ago, used, right? You know, I used to use a lot of Edme yeast in a package. We did all yeah. the dry package stuff, and way back when. And I, I remember making all these killer beers, and then I like two months later, I entered them in a contest, and all of a sudden they're gushers, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, so Oops. when we first opened Rim Brewing, actually we used a little bit of dry yeast, and at one point we got some yeast from Siebel, who is an incredibly respected Chicago yes. uh, Institute. And so we had some, some batches that were a little funky, so we sent it up to Dr. Lewis. And then we also sent him our yeast that Siebel was providing us. And I do believe Dr. Lewis gave him a call and mm. oh. gave him an earful. Wow. And <laughs> this is not acceptable to be selling in the marketplace. This is what I the like message about that Dr. Dr. Lewis right. got to him. He's got, he's, he doesn't care. Stop fucking around, guys. Let's get it right. Yeah, sell some good stuff to people. That's Dr. Lewis's attitude. Let's get this right, boys. This is some serious stuff here. He's the man. Yeah, oh, man. But you know, nowadays, I mean, my God, the yeast thing is just fantastic. Look what's happened. Yeah, I mean, it's now it's hard to screw up beer now, isn't it? Well, well, it's not hard to screw it up. But what I do notice is that that, like, as an example, last year's Great American Beer Festival, the winners were coming from all these states that you know you didn't think had a breweries, but they are the states with the new breweries. So the newer breweries with all the modern equipment, I see, yeah, are making <laughs> better beers now because they know how to make equipment better, and, the, and sure, and all of a sudden there's there's people supplying our industry with equipment. I mean, this, the Craft Brewers Conference this year was just tremendous. Yes. 
I double mean, the size of of the the actual of the con- previous year, double the size of the previous year, and every year, sure. it's just, you know, and even so just the supplier side, where where you could just talk to new suppliers. Where did you get the first brew system for for Marin? I mean, geez, you know, I got to think about that. Was it was it U.S. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh shit. <laughs> Mental ups here. It'll come to me eventually. That's all right. Yeah, it'll come to me eventually. JV or something I, I, like that? No, no, it wasn't no. the JV. No, but it was plastic. brand. It was new. It wasn't used. Oh yeah, and was it new or did it come from another? Uh... No, we bought it brand new. Yeah. You bought it new. Okay. Yeah, we bought everything brand new. Is it the same system yeah. that's there now? Yeah, okay. it is. Okay. Marine Brewing is gas fired. That's back when Stroh's was bragging that they were gas fired. I'm like looking underneath. <laughs> I go, I think we're gas fired too. <laughs> Apparently, there's a flame under there. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, we, maybe we should call uh, those guys in Detroit. Let them know. <laughs> you know. I think we're supposed to brag about this. <laughs> Even we've got it. I'm pretty sure we cold filter, too. And we triple hopped one of our beers. You could have done all of those I love things. all that stuff. Yeah. You could have done any of that. Ain't that the truth. Huh? But I have the mountains blue. <laughs> uh, has, have you, has Marin grown at all in terms of capacity? Have you put in new fermenters since the beginning? Or uh, Basically, oh, over the yeah the life of the brewery, we, we, did, we had quite a few expansions early on. We probably had three different expansions. And uh, we started with four fermenters, which your your true measure your capacity is your fermenters. Okay. So it's a fourteen barrel brew house. We started with four fermenters, and we have ten right now. Got it. Okay. And uh, we wish we had more. Sure. You know, kind of a thing. As we're we're, we're in a high end, very. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, it, well, the, the shopping centers recently sold for too much money, and so it's a very affluent market that yeah. you have there. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. When you say the shopping center sold for too much money, does that mean that your lease also got renewed for uh, you know with whoever the new, your new owner is? Uh, no, you have to deal with all of that. You don't. Okay. I do not have a lease. Yeah, I'm on thirty days. He can get rid of me in thirty days if he wants to. Wow. Do you worry about that? You don't. I don't. Think not you at worry. all. <laughs> you don't strike me. I feel like it's a dumb question because you don't strike me as somebody who worries in general, but. But it's been there for a long time, and yeah, you know, no, we're 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 kind of an institution, but at the same time, uh, you know, hey, it's yeah. it's it's his shopping center. He can, he can pick it and choose, what you is. know, who he wants as tenants. Sure, yeah. But you guys are full all the time, and I'm, I've I've been there. We do good. We do yeah. good. You yeah. know, I give him a nice check every month. So sure. you know, everybody's happy, <laughs> including <laughs> the beer drinkers. Right. Thanks to Arnie, I love that guy, Arnie, and he makes good beer for you. I really think he does. He buttered oh, him yeah. up. I think he can forgive you. I think <laughs> this is what I'm doing, yeah. yeah. Another eight years. Another eight years and he's going to finally forgive <laughs> yeah. me. Let's do this. I want to talk more beer with you, so let's take a quick break. Um, everybody can go have a pee, and you can listen to our sponsors. Hang in there. It's the session. we got Brendan Moylan in the studio with us, and we're talking all about Marin and Moylan, and I think we got to open this American single malt whiskey from Moylan's. So we'll do that when we come back to hang in there. It's the session. Hit the chat button if you've got questions. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Welcome back to the studio, the Gay Prince. Oh, how are you, Justin? You're looking very, very nice, very fit. What brings you here? I heard that you wanted to talk about my new favorite place for online ingredients, the Braumeister. Uh, I think you mean the Brewmeister. I am a German. This is a German word. But you know that when you type in the website, it's the Brewmeister. I have a German computer. 
that translates over to you're very efficient. I see. It's the Brewmeister Homebrew Shop. I think you're very wrong, and it hurts me deep inside my schnitzel. <laughs> okay. If you're talking about the Brewmeister, they do have two locations: one in Folsom and one in Roseville. Yeah, their customer service is very, very nice. They have very strong hands and nice tushies. It's the squeezy tushy. It's the Brewmeister. It's the Brewmeister. The yeah, bre- the Brewmeister. Say it after me: the Brewmeister. <sighs> okay, American. I always shop at the Brewmeister. Shop Brewmeister today, just like the German prince, and save with the coupon code BN Army. Visit shopbrewmeister.com. Does that have an umlaut? What could be better than great blues music and great beer? Rock your summer right at the fourth annual Pleasant Hill Blues and Brews Festival. Saturday, July 27th from noon to 6 p.m. Come enjoy tasty beer, delicious food, and free live music featuring the Candy Cane Band, the Chris Cane Band, and many more. Unlimited beer tasting and VIP access available at beautiful Pleasant Hill Park. More than 25 of the best in some of the newest Bay Area breweries will be on hand. Like La Junitas, the 21st Amendment, Sierra Nevada, Heretic, Lost Coast, Rocksteady, and Almanac Brewing. Get your tickets right now for the Blues and Brews Festival at bluesandbrewsfestival.com. And new this year, Friday night will be a pre-party concert. From 6 to 9 p.m., come enjoy the music of the Big Jangle. Don't miss the Pleasant Hill Blues and Brews Festival for great blues and great brews. Get your tickets today. Ah, tin, huh? Getting tired of that same old handcrafted beverages day after day? Are you looking for something with more diversity than your normal beer? Fellow BN Army member Michael Fairbrother, owner of Moonlight Meadery, is reviving an entire beverage category. Mead! The meads at Moonlight Meadery are all handcrafted from the finest honey on the market and are perfect for any occasion, like weddings, baby showers, or... Excuse me? Mead is not your average girly drink, mister, and Moonlight Meads can be enjoyed anytime, anywhere. Football games with the guys. Yeah. Barbecues with the guys. Yeah. Operating power tools with the guys. Yeah. Um, actually, sir, that's really dangerous. Good point, son. Next time you have something to celebrate or are just looking for a new tasting experience, pick up a bottle of mead from Moonlight Meadery. Now in 21 states, making over 60 varieties of mead from dry, semi-sweet to sweet. Break out of that craft beer low. Grab a bottle of Moonlight Mead. Can't find some? Then ask. No, make that demand some. Yeah! Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of Citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. 
find Heritage Beers near you, click on Find Some at HeritageBeers.com. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, KeystoneHomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact rain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris, and I approve this message. What's funny is Bruce would say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. <laughs> you know? The home of Log Beer Radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. program thanks for hanging out with us hit the chat button on the home page if you got questions for brendan moylan who's hanging out in the studio with us tonight also triple eight four oh one beer we got a few things left to do tonight we want to talk more about the beer with brendan uh we also got to talk about this uh single malt whiskey which i know jp is a is a whiskey fan doc's a whiskey fan i you know i don't uh I don't do the spirits that often. Um, I won't say that people haven't wowed me from time to time, but uh, it sounds good, doesn't it? We have three bottles we're opening. <laughs> yeah, we're opening 100 bottles right now. <laughs> One for yeah. each person. There we One go. of my Tasty. favorite sounds. That is nice, isn't it? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Better spirits than wine, I say. Now... Are you selling a lot of spirits? You were you were one of the first in Northern California to be a... Is it called a craft distillery? Is it the same as beer? Sorry, that's trademarked. It you is. You can't use that term. <laughs> you can't use that term. You know. Really? Oh, God. Who's what, trademarked what, that What one? are you thinking? Is that one Anchor? Who's trademarked no, that No, not Anchor. No? You've... This isn't... You, you've, uh, yeah. Hensley. You've dabbled in trademark issues before. Uh, we, we've, we've reported on some of them in the news, and... Uh, and I hate those things. I'm waiting for someone to steal our hop grenade and not give it back so that I'm the one who has to dabble in that bullshit. Who's no. the craft distillery guy? Who, who has that trademark? Um, it, it's kind of through the people at St. George's and okay. Hangar One and Hainsley. They have kind of, they've got this symbiotic relationship going on, but yeah. Really? Yeah. Because we had some of the Because they're the only craft distillers around. <laughs> no one else can be one. Right. Right. Of course, come on. Yeah. With it. Why would Hello? you? Hello. Hello. Justin, you need to get on the the, the th- And and by the way, train. by the way, 
You're getting a little sample here of the whiskey. You know, if you finish it, you can get more. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, want to well, be accused like of only giving out that much. Yeah. You know, I drove halfway across the state of Kentucky and they gave me that much. Really? Those pricks. <laughs> yeah. If you go to the Bourbon Trail, do all of them except Woodford. Really? Remember that, everybody. That's, they gave it's you way down in the bit? southern part of the state where all the rich pricks come from with the white fences and the horses and shit. And they yeah. gave me that much, Brown Foreman. That much? <laughs> That's what you gave it's not even enough to taste it. Oh, There's jerks. a lot of feelings going I love on right Woodford now. Too. I'm, I'm surprised. That bothers me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now, see, you, and you're hey, a guy who Bevo, likes a, a good got value. For you. So you'd I be one who like, walked in there. Call me cheap. And uh, and you'd be upset with your little poor, too. Oh, I'd light them all up on Twitter because that's you. how I vent my anger. Right. <laughs> you don't talk it out. You just No, why would I want to do that? Okay. Well, good. Okay. Because... <laughs> Glad I got that off my chest. I am too because if you had <laughs> been holding on to it for a while, if this was all you gave us, as soon as you left, we'd be like, "That Brendan's nice, but what a cheap dick." <laughs> easily, easily. Yeah. Oh, he owns two breweries and a distillery. You can't give us more than half an inch of booze. <laughs> that would have been yeah. That would have been yeah. JP's comment, yeah. by the way. Never mind. He brought a case of beer, but you know. Sure. Oh, that's good. You like that, huh? Mm-hmm. Are you a whiskey girl, Beaver? No. No, but you like that. That's good. All right, let me try. What well, do you think, JP? Well, you, whiskey, you know, the really funny thing is, I actually, had, I actually, actually had mercy on you guys because three of our five whiskeys are cast strength, and I, I, I left d- those behind. No. And then we do a rye, a 99-proof rye, and this is our, our, our only <laughs> only whiskey that's 86-proof. What is cask strength? Is that... It's the, st- mm. the strength you age it at. The best stuff uh, So we put world. our whiskey in the barrel at roughly 125, give or take a little up or down, and and uh, yeah. Got it. And we go from there. Okay. Um, yeah. This that's is the, very nice. That's the stuff you get. If you're going okay, to so, buy whiskey, so this cask strength. What we do is we make a, a wash. Again, the precursor for whiskey is an unhopped carbonated beer called a wash. Okay. And we take that wash, we make it at the distillery, uh... Per California law, we ferment it at the the. Uh, we obviously make it at the brewery, but we ferment it at the distillery. Where do you make it? Uh, 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 oh, if because uh, okay, you course. make it at the distillery. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, once w- so the brewery makes the alcohol, the distillery separates the alcohol from the spirit, and that's what we're doing at, at distilling. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're separating that alcohol out, and you're breaking that alcohol out into layers. And because different alcohols come out of spirit at different temperatures. You can let the first set of three or four things run, and they're the bad guys, and then you go to the middle, you get the heart of the distillate, and that's where the love is. Okay. And what kind yeah. of still do you have? I, know, I understand that there are different types of, of stills. We actually have three stills. The one we're most proud of is a 500-gallon um, Vendome copper pot still. It's got, okay. a, it's got a little onion thing on there with seven trays and a refluxer, and it's just beautiful. Okay. It's copper. Yeah. Copper from Kentucky, That's, baby! Those are beautiful. It's, it's really nice still. Yeah, yeah. We also have a, a Jakob Carl still, a, a 50-gallon stainless still that has a copper inlaid kettle. Okay. And then we also have a, um, uh, a 600 gallon Japanese vacuum still. It's all stainless, which is very interesting because that's that's mainly meant for soju. And it was originally owned by a, a Napa sake maker who thought that soju could be made under the same license as sake, but the government people had no, 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 no. Sure. Whatever yeah. random Soju can only come from Korea. I see. Yes. Okay. Really? Our Japan. I don't know what the... I think in California, it's only can come from Korea, which is ridiculous, because the Japanese obviously make soju, too. <laughs> you know what? Hello. All weird distinctions that we come up with. Yeah. But we, we've also dabbled in soju. But, but you know, American-made soju is called... Uh, we, we have a product called 24 that's through my partner's winery. Okay. And, 
you know, he thought he could make it at the winery. We we thought we could make it at the distillery. We actually don't really know where we can make it now, but I think he's still making it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, it's one of those kind of things. It does get confusing with yeah. the ABC, doesn't it? What, where, what you're allowed to do. You know, that. my brewers are very lucky because I do all the brewers' paperwork for the ATF. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I'm a paperwork guy. Yeah, whatever. Sure, yeah. You know, so, so uh, yeah. They are lucky. Now, now I know why, uh, well, among other things, that Arnie stayed with you for 18 years. He doesn't have to do any fucking paperwork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, I hope he brags to those other other guys that bitch about paperwork. Like, yeah. oh, Bennett does it all. Yeah, he, he better. <laughs> if he does it, you know, I, I mean, I right. would be awful pissed off. But the, right. the distillery paperwork. <laughs> Is it rough? Oh, my God. Okay. It's insane. Yeah. It's it's 10 degrees more difficult than uh, than the brewery paperwork. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oof. I bet it's a brutal. Mess. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. I'm uh, sorry. Well, so you have the three different uh, distilleries, uh, 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 distilling equipment. Three stills. Three stills. Thank you. There and you and they're each designed to produce a different thing for you, or do you have three so that you can increase volume? Uh, no. No. Basically, here's how, here's how it all works. The uh, the Japanese vacuum still is 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 good for like first runs if you're doing whiskey or, or something like that. But for the most part, it, it's a soju still. Okay. Um. But it's, it doesn't really, you know, do you too much. For it. It's for one that. of those things we acquired. It was a probably a three hundred dollars still, and then we bought it for thirteen thousand. My partner, one of my partners, actually sold it to somebody else, so we don't even own that still now, even though it still resides in the brewery. Okay, you know, money things. Sure, partners. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't even want to know about it. Yeah. These are questions I don't now, even the, want to the, ask. The fifty-gallon uh, copper still was actually um, own, belongs to Bill Owens from the American Distilling Institute, who bought it and loaned it to us. We we did a whole bunch of classes for the American Distilling Institute on making whiskey. Okay, and so um, uh, after my first two distillers were stolen by by people who attended those classes, <laughs> we don't do those classes anymore. <laughs> it's a recruiting grunt. Wow, <laughs> but. But uh, no, I'm fine. I like my third distiller. He's he's, he's better than the first two. Okay. I think they've they've improved along the way. Yeah. Just don't have those classes anymore. Yeah. You'll be fine. Hey, we you just don't do those classes anymore. I don't want anybody to steal the third guy, and I won't even mention his friggin' name either. That's right. As a matter of fact, yeah. You have a great that? attitude about yeah. that. John, lock Joe. him down. Yeah. You got to trade up. They're just like women. Yeah. Can I interrupt for a second? No. Yes. Can I have a sure. whiskey drinking lesson? Because I know there's something with spit that you're supposed to do in the mouth and stuff. Because no. this is too classy for me, and I'm just feeling like I should shoot it. But that's probably a bad decision. So are I we can. Gonna, give are we going to see Nice Bebo tonight? No. Is she going to make an appearance? Shut, she, up, shut up, Scott. If we give her a couple more of these, I could give you the one that Doc gives us. But Brendan, do you have a whiskey drinking uh, a way you're supposed to Scott, taste it <clears throat> with beer? Just have it. No, with you beer. know, here, here's the way I do it. I, I, you know, and everybody's a little bit different. I love beer and I love whiskey. Okay. Uh, although I do like tequila a little bit better. <laughs> All right. but, but you know, hey, I, I can't make tequila. I don't have any agaves uh, handy. Okay. Um, but but I, I enjoy mm. sipping whiskey. I don't put ice in it. Um, if you put ice in it, maybe it's a cheap whiskey and you're trying to cover something up. Okay. You know why do guys warm cheap brandy? Right. Because it's cheap brandy. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> so I like my whiskey. Uh, sometimes you can put a little water in it, especially if it's cast strength. Okay. Uh, also, when it's cast strength, I think the best way to taste a cast strength whiskey is just lick a couple of drops in your finger. You're amazed at how much flavor you get out of a couple of drops of whiskey. It, 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 it's it's almost impossible to take a sip small enough when you're drinking cast strength whiskey. Okay. So, but anyway, that's why I brought the 86 today. I spared you guys, but you know, next time. I'm I'm glad you next did. Next time. Although next time we've got to make sure Doc's here because he's our guy. He's our whiskey guy. He would love JP's our but second I, I, I like guy. Real small sips of a full strength whiskey. Okay. And, yeah. and just enjoy it. Just do one and rub it around water. your mouth and 
So, so but it's Bebo, little sips. I don't do shots. I don't only, slam yeah, no. shots. Little sips I of enjoyment. I was really mostly kidding about the shots because I would die. As small as you can sip it, and Doc, knowing that I'm just not that I don't I don't really enjoy it that much. The way he would would say it to me is that you 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 get a little spit in your mouth, a little saliva. See, this is what I remember because just I think a little saliva in your mouth, and then you take your little sip. And you don't swallow it right away. Go ahead and let it be there, and then you swallow. And essentially, it's kind of a way to cut it. Uh, you know, like Brendan had mentioned, you could add a little water to this too, and that would be a similar thing. But if you're just going to drink it like that, and and also no oxygen, try your best to not get oxygen in there. So you're really kind of keeping a closed mouth. None of that. And just just really closed mouth. Again, this I'm no expert. This is just what Doc had told me. And I did discover that I could taste it better that way. The, the the phenols or whatever they are from the alcohol were less harsh if I did that, especially with the lack of oxygen in the mouth, air in general. And I could enjoy the flavor a little more. By the look on your face, that didn't work, Bevo. That was way too big of a trick. <laughs> you still got to take a little sip. <laughs> Is it sacrilegious to it put a little bit of water really in, in the whiskey, like a splash? No, no, no. no, no, no. The, the, the no, Scotch no. refer that as to as as releasing the serpent. It allows a whiskey <laughs> to kind of uh, at different proofs, different things come out. You, you ever notice why gins are always in the high nineties? It's just something about juniper yeah. at ninety some odd proof just works. Okay, and so similar with other spirits too. Okay. Yeah. And cast strength, that's that's really what I do, is I'll, I'll add a, a little bit, a couple drops, two or three, open, and it, it opens up a little bit, for sure. All right. Big time. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, you know what you can do sometimes, too, is to do your own little experiments. You know, you lay out some whiskey and try a little water in this, a little, little more water in the next one, and then, you know, see what you like. Sure. Yeah. Before you know it, you're sexting with JP. And, Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> you've just done a few different tastes. Don't worry, Bill. I didn't tell him the whole of the details. Um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Now, you opened the distillery in 2004. The distillery is nine years old. Okay. Yeah. Do you have nine-year-old... Uh, Eight-and-a-half-year-old whiskey. You do? Okay. Yeah. And Can I bottled it all up. In the end, we ended up with 70 gallons. I think we started with 170 gallons and tasted it sure. so many times. Well, you got to do that. In seven-and-a-half years. You know how many times we went to that? Let's taste it one more time. <laughs> hey, this is pretty good. You know what? You know what I like about you, Brendan, is I can tell, you know, clearly you have to be business savvy to, to have done what you've done, but you just seem like a fan of craft beer and a fan of the distilled spirits mm. that you come at it from that perspective. Like, you know, let's make this obviously to sell. It's let's, about the love. My friend Billy will tell you it's all about the love. You do love it and the oh, beer yeah. and all of it. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. a fan. Uh, and Fanatic. And I like that. Uh, and I think now you could say that about a lot of places, but to combine that that kind of fan passion with some smarts, I think is how you've done so well, you know. And I don't hear you. This is another thing. I don't hear you out on a soapbox every other week talking about how great you are and how great Moylan's is and how you're bucking the system or any of that bullshit. The product, it's it's just you just let the product do it. Is is what I feel like. You, you know, when I go have, I always know when I get a Marin or a Moylan's, it's going to be fantastic. You know, and I just think you 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 do that. You exude that. I like that about you. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate I do. It. I do we, like we, you know, I'm and in, that could I, be the whiskey talk. I'm in it. Well, it helps. It helps a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm in it for the love. I, I really love what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and there's never been a doubt about that. You're never going. But this is it. This is your life. You're the. You're going to die going. I was the beer and distilled spirits guy, no, and I'm no. happy about it. No. I don't know. Deloitte. No. 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 Here's here's something. Here's job. a tip I'm going to give to all the listeners. Okay. Now we all know that whiskey is better if it's aged. Yes. Generally, the longer the better. So, 
with that in mind, we're all going to die someday. Yes. Tasty sooner than most. Get your own goddamn barrel. Momentarily. Fill it up with good whiskey. Put it in your basement and start aging your wake slash retirement <laughs> dinner whiskey right now. Good I've idea. got mine going. I've got a barrel of mezcal in my garage. Oh. Uh, when I close that bar, I emptied 200 different kinds of wow. tequilas and mezcals, including about a dozen of those agave caterpillars, into a barrel Wow! that I have. I treat like a meritage because I'm constantly adding more tequila to it. And pulling some out and drinking it. And, oh, that's and, fantastic. And, and so that, that's a really active barrel, and it's a lot of fun. 20 mm. gallons. I mean, it's probably yeah. got about 12 gallons in it right now. Right. You know, but... Um, so for that barrel in particular, do I need to get invited to your retirement party or your wake? Well, whatever happens first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, one I of those events. Not, now, if you're lucky enough to have your retirement dinner first and you don't go through the whole barrel, you might be some left over for your wake. You I believe to, the answer so, to that, that is yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, we're working on it. And I've got a 10-gallon barrel of whiskey, too. It's, you know, same kind of scenario. Where I emptied a little bit of everything into it. Right. So another whiskey meritage. And uh, those are in personal in my basement stash. Right. You know, different from the distillery. Okay. Yeah. Oh, these, yeah. this is good because the feds would not let you store. You know, uh, yeah, sure, a whole different yeah ball of wax with the feds. Tasty, are you taking notes on this? Because if you're going to rely on us <laughs> to make sure the liquid at your wake is any good, he's close too. Yeah, you we might get, get him started. You might get screwed. You see? Well, I figure my you know the brewers have sent some good stuff over again. <laughs> well, I don't know sure. if anyone. I don't have to rely on you guys. I hey, know man, better now. Tell you what, I'll, I'll provide the beer for you, for your funeral. There oh, great, you go. Great, yeah, great. No Thanks. problem. Wow. Yeah, tell your family. Put it in your notes. We'll take care of it. I usually do wedding. I do a lot of wedding. You know, whenever somebody, I'm getting married. I go, I'll give you some cake. Shit, you're getting married. You're going to need your money. You know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, you know, well, in a funeral situation, you know, I, 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 I've never had to, I've, I've, given, I've donated some beer to funerals and stuff, but, you know, I, it's, I think it's almost more of an honor. Well, I'd love to give I you an exclusive. You. Yeah. It is an honor. It's a nice thing yeah. to be I'm able gonna to do. I'm going to have, like, a uh, beer fest. Uh, be like, 30 breweries. It, it won't be a wake. It'll be a beer Work it out. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Brendan's in. Well, I've seen The only rule is that everybody has to pour their own beer. That'd be the way I do it. So I do see. The, same the brewers have to show yeah, well, up. I show for that party. The, yeah. You know, you know, it's kind of funny too because for quite a few years, I, I, have, I have a couple of children. I was raising children, so I, I wouldn't do the weekend go to the beer festival thing. So, right. You know, I, uh, people, uh, you know, kind of. I was at every damn beer festival in the old and olden days, and then I kind of disappeared for a while. And then, I, you know, I'm back again. Uh, the kids are raised. They're out of the house. It's all good. Yes. Yeah. It's a great I, time. Back on the prowl. I when, love it. When Tasty dies, when you die, Tasty, can we put your body on a dunk tank <laughs> <What>? platform? <laughs> And then we all just oh really yeah and then you, but you all don't right. fall in you just kind of go and you're stapled to the board and then like you come we back get up. A Bernie's and he comes back up. yeah here's the problem with your request JP what this week you have moved up above Tasty on the death watch list uh, oh. yeah now that we got your cholesterol yeah, your numbers are I got it, better numbers it, than here's, that. here's it can't be, that's it, right you should be worried about him exactly it can't be accurate you're gonna numbers. get your whiskey going bro here's, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what you moved up two places here's how the list has two gone. places it's gone uh, it's all in my head but this is basically how we should okay. publish it though yeah even the guy with Alzheimer's will live longer than you right for weeks <laughs> it's won't been it, it's been Tasty right me right you right and then Doc. And then Doc. And now wow. you've moved up two places. It's JP, Tasty, me, Doc. And I'll tell you what, now that he's been on the show, I think Brendan's number six or seven. <laughs> he's down there. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to live forever. Oh, yeah. well, why, why was JP Unpasteurized before Doc? Think about it. Well, uh, why was he before, uh, higher than Doc? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, because he was, he seemed to be doing so well for a little while. He seemed to be exercising a little. And well, I was. Feeling good about his life well, a I little. Was. Yeah. And uh, then people started dying, and then it's terrible. <laughs> and then he turned into, and then it all went so. But this is the great thing about a death watch, is that it fluctuates. <laughs> it does fluctuate. <laughs> you know, it's the like. The line moves. It's like watching your favorite baseball team. You know, things, it changes throughout the season. Right. So, oh, you were worried about death via suicide for JP. <laughs> well, they all count. I see. I they see. all count. That's racist. But, but, Scott, Nathan, and myself didn't make the list. Well, no, no, no. It's not that you're not on the list. The list continues. You're just not in the top five. <laughs> yeah. You know, the list is thousands rank. long. You're not ranked. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. But I'm just going to say this is the first time in probably a year that Tasty's not been number one. <laughs> So, congratulations, Tasty. That feels great. It's, it's just a, a <laughs> false reading. There's no way. It's I'm rooting for JP to live longer now. Yeah. The funny thing is, we really, I, don't, I have, we really don't have Tasty's um, cholesterol numbers. <laughs> you know, uh, we got to be careful. <laughs> he might be 400. <laughs> <laughs> I better bring him in. Ouch. Brendan, you know what we need to do? We need no, to they're get pretty good. Thanks. Okay. Hey, every year, we, uh, twice a year at each brewery, we do a big, giant Irvin Memorial blood bank, blood drive. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... Uh, it's kind of funny. Every, every, they're always calling me up and harassing me. I go, hey, I, I'm good for 200 pints a year. You don't get it. You know? <laughs> I do my own blood drives, you dummies. But anyway, wow. the, the cool thing about that is if you do donate blood through the Irvin Memorial Blood Bank, the one we use, mm-hmm. they will send you a little, you get a little card with your number on it, and you can punch it in a week later, and they'll tell you your cholesterol. Okay. Aha. Well, they test it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, mind you, that 199 I was claiming earlier, I've. I only hit once. I think it was that one time that I really needed to hit it. Right. I'm usually like a, you know, 210, 215 guy. See, I'm feeling like we should get the white coat in the studio to do the tests. The the problem is it's not instantaneous. The results take a while? It takes like a week, yeah. So, still, we could do the... We could... We could do it over two weeks. No. We have the white coat come in, and I'll do the play-by-play as, as each of us are being tested. Sure. And, uh, and then the following week, we'll have the results, and we'll remake our death watch list. <laughs> I think it'd be more accurate. It'd be more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, other, what, other, uh, what other things can we use besides just cholesterol? Well, that's the thing. There are extraneous circumstances. Just have it a visual. Go so visual. There's a <laughs> visual the is one of them, which is why, as you can understand, I make some of the assessments I do. The, but, the, but the other thing are the stories we hear. Like, uh, Tasty's never even at his house. I don't know why he has a house. He's out all the time. And, He's a wild man. Uh, yes. Extraneous risk factors. Right. Yeah, there's there's some check part. I partied with Tasty. He reminded me today. See? Yeah, and I believe him. <laughs> he's, like, he's, got, he's got a memory. <laughs> right. Yeah. He may have high cholesterol, but he's got a memory. <laughs> he does. Yeah. So you understand. And then <laughs> and then, as you get to know JP a little, you discover, wow, his own misery will kill him. Uh, yeah, but... Not he, to mention his cholesterol. But I don't leave the house, so I can't get hit by cars. My car doesn't break down and go off a cliff. <laughs> All these little things that happen when you go out, you don't get hit by a when bus. Le- right. Because I don't stand on the street corner. Why? Because I'm on the couch. True. Yeah. That's true. You are gaining some years by your amount of lethargy. Yeah. Probably got a really good bong. <laughs> <laughs> it's all vaporizers these days. Jesus. It is. Okay. Even my volcano's out of date. <laughs> it's just not portable Can enough. you believe it? Hey, you so, never thought that was going to happen. So this whiskey was Agent Orange Brandy Barrels. I wanted to bring that up. Can you taste any of the orange? Orange Brandy. I don't even know what an orange brandy barrel is. A uh, brandy barrel with orange brandy in it? I see. Previously? Yeah. 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 I know, it was a stretch. Mm. It's How very, do they... like, orange, like, very <laughs> orangey. How do they get the orange into an orange brandy barrel? It's just actual oranges? Zest. Zest, okay. So it's a grape brandy with zest. You know, I can taste it... It's not it, a grape spirit. I can taste it in the aftertaste mm. is where I get the orange flavor. So can I. Yeah. I just wanted to 
I don't know. In fact, it's a very fresh. I'm surprised mm-hmm. at how fresh that orange zest Actually, flavor we, we is. We just made a uh, it's very present. We, we just had some extra porter a while back, and the boys were bitching and moaning. They had ten ten barrels of extra porter. They you know it was stuck. It was blocking up a tank, and I swooped in and did my natural. I'll take it. Yes, <laughs> and we distilled the porter, and it, and it has this unbelievable, beautiful back of the tongue chocolate note. Wow! Just oh, the delicious. chocolate carried over. Wow! <laughs> just delicious. Yeah. Ooh, ah, I love it. But then you said nice you were going to expand uh, the brewery. What, what, what are you going to do? What, what size brew house? You're going to make a, a facility outside of oh, town? Oh, if you do the production facility. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I've been looking and looking and looking. I'm having a hard time finding a nice warehouse. But um, we're looking at anywhere from 50 to 100 barrel brew house. Well, yeah. good size. You know, it all depends on how much balls I have and how much money I can talk <laughs> other people out of. Yeah, sure. I've got like $10 billion worth of ideas. I just don't have the $10 billion. Right. Good right. call. Yeah. Where yeah. are you looking? Are you looking in the same uh, county in northern Marin County? Is yeah. uh, awash with small warehouses at high rents. So I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm, all serious. My my two favorite cities right now are Petaluma and Fairfield. Okay. Petaluma because it's close. Fairfield because they have water and uh, sewage yeah. capacity. You know, our good Petaluma friends- has no more sewage capacity left. I mean, Lagunitas takes all their affluent and puts it in a tanker truck and drives it over to East Bay Mud. Oh, mm. I don't know what that costs, and I'm not sure if Petaluma just charges too much. And so they said, well, we'll do it this way. Right. Or Petaluma might have said, dream on. We can't, we, we, we can't take that shit. Right. So I, I, I never asked Tony what the, what the deal was. but You know, our good friend, oh, uh, you're okay. Oh. Lick it up. It'll be fine. Don't worry. There'll be a break. <laughs> uh, our good friend at Heretic Brewing Company. I don't know if you've had their beer yet. but uh, They're in Fairfield. Yeah, they're, they're in Fairfield. Fairfield. They're, yeah. They built their new brewery there. And you're right about the water and everything else. And in fact, I know that he's he would be quite happy to have other breweries uh, no, built, looking it up. built around to build a little community there. You know? get The, the more, the merrier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. it. Uh, I actually got a call from the... Uh, economic development officer in Fairfield, Charles Chang, and real nice guy. Okay, invited me up to Fairfield. Called the guy from the sewer department. The assistant chief of the sewer department came out. Uh, he set me up with a, a realtor, and they showed me a couple of spots up there. And I fell absolutely in love with one of the spots. And, okay, uh, I put a bid in on it, and uh, then some other guy put a bid to buy the spot, uh. which sounded better than. Hey, I need a million dollars for improvements. <laughs> I'll right. rent the place, you know. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, you start big. What the hell? Yeah. Come to think about it, my proposal sucked. <laughs> I, can see, I can just see the person looking at it. This guy wants to buy it, and this idiot wants me to give him a million bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a hard choice. Right. So you got the place. Yeah. So basically, we're still looking for a sucker. Oh, no, got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, makes it. You'll find one. Don't worry. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, don't hopefully. give up too soon on that. Yeah, you never know. Oh, I'm not giving up. But you up. are already, I'm looking Moylan's at my notes, and, and Moylan's is in 35 states, even at your capacity now. That's a lot of places. We're the teasers, yeah. yeah. You're getting yeah. it out there. So, you mean, you're just sending a few cases here and there, is that what you mean? Pallets. Pallets. Yeah. So, you know, still plenty of beer, yeah. we, we ship a pallet here, a pallet there, a couple of pallets here, and, and it's fun. I, I mean, I really love getting the beer out and about. Um, most of the beers we do distribute are, are the bigger, more stronger, obnoxious beers. Okay, uh, stuff like Kiltlifter and Hopsicle and Moylander and, and Hop Crack. Oh, gotta love the Hop yeah. Crack. <laughs> yes, woo! And those beers have a better shelf life, and so I feel comfortable shipping those out. Why is that the case with with Moylan's but not Marin? Or is it? Is it the same? Uh, the Marin's very similar. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, although our, our number one beer at Marin is the Mount Tam Pale Ale, um, which is a, just a lovely pale ale. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when it comes to distribution and stuff, stuff like White Knuckle, the, the Star Brew, Wheat Wine, yeah. you know, the Barley Wine, the, the Old Dipsy, and 
stuff like that. I just I'm very comfortable shipping that kind of stuff out. Okay. Yeah, I went to a beer festival in Maui, and there was Brendan's beer there. I oh, was yeah. impressed. Actually. Nice. That was very cool to see that make it that far. What year did one you go? Of, one of the few from this region that was there. I yeah. went there this year. Oh, I was there. Oh, damn. Yeah, I finally made it. Yeah. It was a good time. Really, yeah. really good beer festival. Yeah. You guys actually partied together. I don't know if you that remember. That probably actually happened. No, there's a picture of, <laughs> of me and the Norgroves and, uh, yeah. And, uh, and Nathan, yeah. I have and Nathan. Thank I you for the, thank you for the help on the name. <laughs> uh, but the, the Norgroves are great. Uh, they always are in Hawaii. They love Hawaii, and they're 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 one of our inspirations for, for joining them at Kona and then going to the Maui thing, too. Got it. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. And another, oh, yeah. another good brewery. The Norgroves. I love Richard. Last time I ran into Richard. He likes to be called Ricard now, but he's Richard. Um, <laughs> Does he? I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That. Um, yeah, but he said, and I love this, he goes, the Norgros work harder. <laughs> and, I, and you know what? He's right. Yeah, they do. They're That's their family philosophy, hey, right? And they've got, yeah, they've got yeah. like, they've got a whole bunch of family involved in the business. I mean, like aunts and uncles and cousins and nieces and nephews and stuff. They're giving people jobs. They're creating jobs. And, yeah, what a nut job. And it's a strong, you know, movement. They're you know, they are definitely a family company, and yeah. uh, I, I love that. You know. They're all going to have a tattoo to their bodies. I'm sure of it. The Norgroves work harder. It'll be there. <laughs> It'll be their monument. I'm sure of it. Exactly. Now, let me ask you this: Do you let your brewers do what they want? Now, does, does Arnie can he make whatever beer he wants? And, and what it boils down Derek? to is, is I hire brewers that have my similar philosophies and, and similar game plan, and um, I only have to tell them five or ten percent of what to do. Okay, because we already agree on all the other shit, yeah. and so I only want to just work the little stuff. So then you can trust uh, it. Yeah, um, my brewers, I would have to say, mm, I found the whiskey. <laughs> there it is. Okay, uh, my my brewers, they love making new beers. And I do too, hmm. but at the same time, I, I, I sometimes I have to pull the reins in a little bit and say, you know what, we've got labels for these five, and we you know, these are our biggies in the marketplace, so we got to keep up you know, on it. Yeah, we got to keep up on that. But it's a little, you know, it's 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 pretty good. We we I get along good with my brewers because I'm a beer guy. I'm a beer guy, you know, and I do their damn reports for them. Remember that? So they can't complain. <laughs> I do their government reports for them. What well, that might about? change a little bit if you get the production facility too. Then they might be able to one off a little more because you can send the oh oh uh, through the brew pubs. Yeah, oh yeah, right. fantastic. Yeah, yeah then no. then you can send the staples through the through the production facility. Oh, we're on the same game plan. Yeah. Right. yeah. What about in the beginning? Uh, here we do you have are... some new beers to announce. Can I announce? Some Absolutely. New beers? Yeah. Uh, we just did a therapy session IPA down at Moylan's, which a is uh, a session IPA, obviously. I have that. Um, and then we also did a wit beer called Going, Going, Gone, nice. a little baseball tribute. Love it. Um, and down at Marin, Arnie's been uh, working on a um, Mariner Vice. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. Know. I was talking to him Saturday about that. I think he was making it on Saturday. See, now you're speaking you our language. This guy. He's, see, he's in the streets. He makes it. Yeah, he's yeah. out in the streets. He's Sometimes got a he wakes up in the streets. You know, yeah. we're just from the same generation. <laughs> he was doing a sour mash in the, in the kettle. Oh, was he? Yeah. He had a picture of it, and he showed you, I'm sure, where the fermentation in the kettle is like flowing over the out of the top of the kettle. Oh, now you're speaking our language. Yeah. We love the sours around here. Yeah. So a little... The lactic fermentation. A little Marinervites. I love it. Okay. Awesome. So we can expect that to come out soon. What else? Oh, I forgot about all the other stuff. <laughs> what else uh, Marin? What else about- Marin? Um... Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, we do all that other good stuff. I mean, you the do. wheat wine. The wheat wine's changed around. The recipes changed around a little bit. I've had the wheat wine at several different points in its life, and it's it's always a very nice beer. Uh, the problem is, I go there and I'm always driving, and and Arnie or somebody's like, "Hey, you got to try the wheat wine." 
Settle down. I still got to. I still got to get in the car. Uh, Settle down there, Turbo. Yeah, easy, Turbo. I still got to get in the car. Driver, <laughs> say what, driver. What about in the beginning? Here you are. You're about to open Marin Brewing Company. Did you? Did you First have a beer we ever made was Albion Amber, a tribute to it was New Albion Brewing Company. Hey, yeah, okay. uh, Jim. We did it 24 years ago, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Get a fucking clue. Huh? Copycat. <laughs> Dumbass. Oh, man. Let alone he named his Christmas beer White Christmas this year. Dumbass. You did that, too. You know, before I name a beer, I go to Google or maybe even ratebeer.com to make sure the name's not already taken. All right, that's my Jesus favorite. Jesus Christ. Many Christ. That Hello? That's my favorite answer. I don't, I've never sued anybody. I've only I don't been understand sued. why people don't Google anymore. No. But, or, or we're past Google now? Or well, I don't give a shit if you Google. You can use fucking that other guy. I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've got the cutoff. I've got the cutoff. I, I have oh, to yeah. say this because this is what oh. kind of show we are. At certain points in the program... Uh, Brendan's wife comes in the room and gives him the you can stop now look. Yes. That's the, great. The, the, the cut yeah. symbol with the hand across the neck. Like, no. And I love it because, for one, she's fantastic. If you turn the mics off out in the studio, she, <laughs> she wouldn't be coming in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. Done. No, no, leave can it I on. Leave it on. I love her to death. Come on. How did she master that? Because I do it all the time, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work, right? Well, for most people, it doesn't work. Well, you know what? Brendan cares. Brendan smiles. I'm in love. Yeah, that's all yeah. I can say. I'm in love. Sam I'm a happy love man. That's it. That's yeah, I'm a happy man. Yeah. Good for you. I love it. Yeah. So you had these, uh, The did you have a, a like, we're going to be an English ale brewery. We're going to be a, what was your idea in the I'm, beginning? My name is Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> what did he just ask me? Did you, do you realize how stupid that question was? Did, you, Not did any of you other guys hear that? Did, I never, really? Really? Oh my God. I'm asleep. You asked time. Brendan Marlin if you wanted to be an English brewery. Can your wife come in here and cut me off now? <laughs> <laughs> how about we do that? It was all the same. Oh my God! Okay, here. So come, you, on, come up with a new question. Just, just hit the next one. <laughs> Let's hit the next one. Well, I won't even. I, okay, so it was a Czechoslovakian brewery, right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what we were going to be. German longer. No, you know the funny thing is, I'll give you a quick little synopsis of the two breweries, uh, which is fun. I'm looking at you at, to at give the, me the cutoff right at, now. At, the, at, at, at Marin Brewing, we we use an English ale yeast for most of our beers, okay. and then when we want to make special stuff, we go Belgian. You do. At Moylan's, we use a Chico ale yeast. For all our beers. Okay. And when we want to go special, we've gone lager while Denise was around. Ah, uh, yeah. But the good news is that Derek loves the Belgians. Yes. And so we'll start doing more Belgians. Because the last time we did a Belgian beer at Moylan's was the Christmas beer about three, four, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. So you're and now so. branching out in the directions of, of your brewers, which is fantastic. Well, yeah. We, we make about 60 different beers sixty different beers a year, 30 at each brewery, and we probably bottle like 15 different kinds. At each brewery. Yeah. So I'm a big variety guy. I love the variety. I love just kind of... It, it helps to educate people because when they look at the board, they, they see 20 beers on tap, they go, oh my God. Right. Oh, what do we do now? Sure. You know, so... It's too many. I know. No, never. <laughs> never, no. never. They'll take one step and pretty soon they make There's a way. beer for everybody. Yeah. Do you ever walk into a beer bar, though, and, and, they they have, and they have that chalkboard? It's always the fucking chalkboard, and the chalkboard has 75 beers on it. And you have difficulty reading which beer yes. is next to which thing. And they yes. and they run out of 63 of them. And you don't know yes. which one. Am I the only guy that's having this problem with... No, there's a... There's a it's because few your places. eyes are bad. Yeah. Is that what it is? It's because I can't <laughs> no, read anymore, it's, isn't it's it? It's tough because you, you, go, you, go, in, you go in line no. and you're, you're standing there and you're just trying to decipher 
what line goes with what first before you even figuring out what the what the fucking names are. Right. You have no idea. I'm having to. I, if you have sloppy handwriting as a bartender, you shouldn't be having a chalkboard. You, guys, you, you shouldn't be talking yeah. about the monkey that way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, Greek No, they're good. Only chalkboards. Man, are you, those guys listening over there right now? No, nah, we can say whatever. They're dissing you. Don't <laughs> let them do it. No, because they only Fix have. Your chalkboard. I got a great chalkboard guy. Because they've only got it. like 50. Thank God. You need it. You need it. Oh, yeah. Chalkboard yes. guy. Hell yeah. I got a chalkboard guy at one place and a porcelain board guy at the other. How do you hire a chalkboard guy, by the way? It just happens, luck. doesn't it? Luck. <laughs> it's luck. Christian is our chalkboard guy. He's the bomb. Yes, yeah. need it. Oh, yeah. They have to do a writing test in front of you. At the brewery, he screwed up. Brewery. He screwed up, and he showed me he did it real good. He goes, "Look, look oh, at yeah. me! Go, oh, good! You can have the job for life." You're the guy. And all of a sudden, he looked at me like, oh, "I might have just fucked up." Yeah, he did. Great. Yeah. Now I got to yeah. write this thing every day. The, no, once a week at the brewery yeah. tasting room in uh, Placentia, Easy. the brewery, brewery. Yeah, right? uh, they have a chalkboard uh, on a on a flat screen. It's a font, it's a chalkboard font. It's on the computer. Perfect. And it's red. It looks like a chalkboard. It still has that kind of ho- co you know cozy home like feel. And you but can read it. It's yeah. It's legible. Those are the brewery LA guys? Yeah. They're pretty damn good, man. Yeah. yeah makes, you know, LA had good. nothing for years. <laughs> right. right. Nothing. Now they're playing catch up quick. Smog. No. Hey, San Diego. How about San Diego? Fucking well, alive, baby. Yeah. Alive. They're We've done it. too many CBCs or whatever they had. Call them down there. But, you know, maybe find a new city. Uh, you know, are the guys in, are the guys in Colorado listening? Yeah. Let's find a new city. Like, you know, I want when I go to a convention or one of those craft brewers conferences, I want to go to a new city every year. The problem I don't is- want to go to a city I've been to five times. Like San Simeon? <laughs> what, yes. the Hearst Castle? <laughs> yeah, that's know. where Brendan wants I've been to there. Go. I was there as a kid. I was so pissed off. They wouldn't let us go swimming. That's right. Oh, the swimming pools had ropes in front of them. To say we're little pool. kids, we're like, Mom and Dad, you guys, are, this, this is, is like torture. Too, right. Why are you taking us here? It's too fancy for your little swimmy pissy kids. Let's go to Anaheim. Trust me, I, go, I, go to I almost jumped in the damn thing. I was close. <laughs> right. I was close. At that I literally age. met a chick last night who went swimming, and she was a model. They only let hot chicks in that pool. Yes, mm-hmm. that is makes that sense. Scott, that's, Wait. that's yeah, that's Jesus. still Scott. Scott met a model <laughs> one. Yeah, more than one. What? <laughs> that's what he went to L.A. for. Oh, yeah, you're in L.A., that's right. Saying out in the it's porn a, studio. Only models down here. And you. What? And me. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up with Brendan, although I hope he stays and hangs out and drinks whiskey with us. Yeah. We're going to wrap things up. I got to do some feedback. Uh, I got a couple other things to do. At the break here, we're going to hear Moscow's announcements oh, uh, for the week so you can find out what's happening in the beer world. And uh, we'll do more with Brendan Moylan when we come back. Hang in there. It's the session. Hit the chat button on the homepage or 888 beer We'll be right back. And we're- oh, sorry, Daisy. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. for all the stuff you need to brew. Homebrewstuff.com, of course. In their Boise, Idaho storefront and warehouse, they have more than 750 craft beers and 8,000 square feet of homebrew products in stock. The staff at Homebrew Stuff are homebrewers themselves. They try out just about everything, including the beer, so they can answer your questions knowledgeably and correctly about brewing, kegging, and anything else you might need to ask. Don't live near the Homebrew Stuff store? Visit homebrewstuff.com online. 
online and take advantage of their $7.95 domestic shipping available on most orders. Homebrewstuff.com is a proud sponsor of the AHA, NHC, GABF, and countless other acronyms. So if you're a home brewer looking for great people, a great selection, and great deals, head to homebrewstuff.com online or in person. Visit their YouTube channel for loads of free how-to and product videos. All of the stuff you need to brew. Homebrewstuff.com Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star our treatment today. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the Intuitive Beer Gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. By popular vote from the Northwest Brewing News, HopTech has been voted the best homebrew shop in Northern California. Yeah! 
Serving homebrewers for nearly 30 years in Dublin, California, HopTech carries more than 40 different kinds of hops and more than 60 different grains. Malt extract, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts. Open every day except Wednesday or shop online anytime at HopTech.com or call 1-800-DRY-HOPS, 1-800-379-4677. With in-store classes almost every Saturday, huge selection and a dedicated commitment to their customers, HopTech is one of the longest-running and passionate homebrew stores, period. And now, by popular vote, the best homebrew shop in Northern California. And don't forget their 15% military discount. HopTech. Visit today at HopTech.com. Mix me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Hey everybody, it's Moscow here, and these are the Brewing Network's announcements for Monday, July 22. Our friends at San Jose's Hermitage Brewing Company are proud to announce the grand opening of the Hermitage Brewing Company Tap Room. The Tap Room will feature Hermitage's award-winning beers along with rotating local guest beers. Make sure you go visit them when you're in California or if you live here. They're at 1627 South 7th Street in San Jose. Next up, the Michigan Beer Cup needs judges. Judging will take place on August 3rd and 4th at Rochester Mills Production Brewery in Auburn Hills, Michigan. It's a BGCP-sanctioned event. The award ceremony is going to be held at the Michigan Homebrew Festival. Go to michiganbeercup.com for the details. And speaking of the Michigan Homebrew Festival, the fourth annual Michigan Homebrew Festival is coming up August 15th through 17th at Groveland Oaks Campground in Holly, Michigan. Ten campsites have recently been released, so head to mhfsite.com for all the info on that. Events are going to include a beer dinner, a disc golf tournament, a French toast cook-off, yum, beer games, the Michigan Beer Cup Awards, of course, the People's Choice Awards, locally raised barbecue, and over 16 clubs pouring great beer, of course. Saturday day tripper memberships cost 25 bucks. You can get shirts, gear, and all the other info, as I said, at mhfsite.com. The Hangtown Association of Zymergy Enthusiasts, a.k.a. Hayes, they're in Placerville, California, and they're pleased to announce the 17th year of Queen of Beer. It's a women's homebrew competition. This is a BJCP and AHA-sanctioned competition. I don't know why, considering that they're chicks. But anyway, the club sponsors this annual Women Brewers Only event. Women Brewers nationwide submit their best brews in hopes of being crowned Queen of Beer. While many entrants are from Northern California, they have entrants from uh, New York and Florida and Alaska and many other states. Last year in 2012, Wendy Schmidt of Springfield, Virginia won Queen of Beer with a mild. It's Wendy's second reign as Queen of Beer, so attempt to dethrone her by going to queenofbeer.hayesclub.org. Or you can send an email to qoborganizer at hayesclub.org. 
finally this week, the fourth annual Big Muddy Monster Homebrew Contest is coming up. It's an AHA and BJCP sanctioned competition. This competition will be open to all amateur adult brewers and open to all styles and substyles of beer in the BJCP categories 1 through 23. So that means no meat and cider this year. The entry window is September 9 through 27. Send them to Big Muddy Brewing Company at 1430 North 7th Street in Murfreesboro, Illinois. The award winners and the best of show will be announced on October 26th at the Fest. For more information and materials, go to Big Muddy MonsterBrewFest.com. Yep, that be it for this week. As always, you can send your announcements over to Scott at TheBrewingNetwork.com for a spot in this segment. And until the next one, it is Scott the Jew saying L'chaim. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer... the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We got Brendan Moylan still in studio and a couple of things left to do here. We got a little feedback to do. We got a little drinking to do. Uh-oh. I'm in trouble. Yeah. I got poured two fingers of whiskey. Moss whiskey for JP. That's a lid, by the way. It's a lid of whiskey. It's a lid of whiskey. That's another thing you get from a 52-year-old. Right. Two fingers is a lid. Is a lid, you right? Knew, you never knew that before. No, I knew, I knew that when it came to, you know, oregano. Because that's all I used to buy, <laughs> but right. not booze. Twenty when I when I used to buy twenty one seasoning salute, <laughs> I knew that it was a two finger lid. Right. <laughs> I my girlfriend two fingers all the time. I can't believe I, can't believe I spilled. Ah, uh, that a boy. I had a babysitter when I was a kid. She brought me somewhere to buy lids, and I had no idea what she was talking about when I was a kid. Late seventies, early eighties. Oh yeah. yeah like, you wait in the car. I gotta go get a lid. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right. I mean, uh, all could, right. Cool. We could have stopped at uh, Target. I just for wanted that. a soda. I don't know. <laughs> I had a babysitter tape me with masking tape until my mom came home. Really? Yeah. That's how. Because that what kind of kid I was. So much. That like, the abuse started. Like not in a dirty way. No, like literally, like I was too out of control, and I was sure. Taped You're not blocking that out. Tape. You did have a fucked up. Maybe that's life. how the cholesterol got so high. It's <laughs> <laughs> all anxiety. He's like, yeah. I don't know. I was never built to last a long time. <laughs> you weren't. You definitely weren't built to last. Uh, Which is why you've moved up in the death list. <laughs> Turn and burn. <laughs> yeah. You know, whiskey whiskey cures uh, cholesterol problems, issues, and stuff like that. It's it true. Helps move things through it, the arteries. It cuts right through it, doesn't it? Disaster doc, Dr. Mullen knows. He breaks, breaks it down. Breaks it down. works for him. Right. Breaks it down. I have to ask you about something that's <clears throat> in my notes, and it's an epiphany that you had at a Bay Area a staple of ours, uh, Buffalo Bills uh, Brewery in, in Hayward. I did have an epiphany. There. And uh, tell me about that. Did this change your, your brewing life? Some good knowledge. You, you must have done some research. Yeah, a little bit. Did I, I popped off about that before. No, basically, I, you know, I, I was a beer salesman after I got graduated from, graduated yeah. from college. Yeah. I uh, worked for Wolfgang Morandell selling beer, and I can still remember the day I walked into Buffalo Bill's Brew Pub. In Hayward. In Hayward. Okay. Before it was remodeled. Because I actually went there a couple years ago. It looked like, wow, what happened? But anyway, yeah, I got in there and I just looked around. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's brewing, serving it at the bar. He's got a little bullshit kitchen in the back. It's all in one. This is <laughs> this is beer nirvana, the brew pub thing, man. This is and, and, you know, and, and Bill doesn't get a lot of love, but because you know, he he started like two weeks. He opened two weeks after Red Tail, so the Red Tail got the love. They got they were the first. Okay, you know, 
So he doesn't get the the legendary status. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. But he is legendary. Buffalo Bill's legendary. First off, you know, it, he's he's what he's doing right now. He's he's working with the American Distilling Institute. He started the American Distilling Institute. He's the one guy that has probably visited more distilleries than anybody in the world at this point. Okay. He has devoted his life to that. He's got. Uh, he's really helping us all out in this craft distilling business. Uh, uh, trademark, by the way. <laughs> trademark. Sure. Uh, I have to say that every time I. That's fine. It's a yeah. contract. Registered, registered yeah. trademark. Actually. Right. I, I'm supposed to, to. How do you say "r" with the circle around it in English? <laughs> I don't know, but I hate that for you. Even if you don't hate it enough, I hate it for you that you have to do. No, that. I'm only making that up. I don't really have to say. It. <laughs> oh, you, you know, don't. I'm just rubbing it in. <laughs> I know, but I yeah. still. I. I mean, I hate that you even have to think about these stupid things. But this is how it goes. I know. I understand. Sure. My hop grenade shows up on a beer every other every other week at this point. Somebody's got a hop grenade IPA that I have to call and I have to go, hey, so I know you searched on Google before you took the exact logo that looks like mine. <laughs> well, I've got the classic story of Kilt Lifter. Yeah. I, saw, I mean, here's the guy in Arizona who comes around four or five years after us. Uh, not to mention his name, Four Peaks Brewing Company. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and then they went and they federally trademarked Kilt Lifter. <sighs> now, I would think the trademark office... Could use a little advice like uh, Google trademark office. <laughs> you, ever, you know, before you give out a trademark, you might want to do a little research yourselves. You big dumb fat idiots. Yes. You know, hello, hello. And you make a point because there probably was a point in time where it was actually difficult for them to do their due diligence, but that is not the case anymore, is it? Right. No. Well, even when it's this one is, word, even when this happened, it wasn't the case. Well, yeah. actually, you know, I, I Charlie Finkel come up to me one day at. Uh, CBC and say, hey, you're using my name. I go, no, Charlie. I go, I looked at your website. You were three months after us. You know, uh, no, no, I got no problem with you. And I go, but Charlie, I go, the real issue is you might want to look at the guy in Arizona who's federally trademarked it. You know, he came four years after both of us. You right, know, so, right. You know, so let's be real. Oh, but anyway, that a, kind of stuff happens. You it know, does. name stuff, but whatever. I don't, I don't sweat it too much. I'm glad to hear you, know. you say I, that. Like I said, I've never sued anybody. Yeah. I've never sent anybody a letter saying you can't use his name. But you've gotten letters, haven't you? Oh, I've gotten letters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a handle issue. Well, I got I got a letter from the, from the when Charlie sold Pikes because Charlie didn't own Pikes for a while. Ah, oh. he sold it, and the guy from Pikes called me, and I, I go, man, I go. He told me to like season this is. I go, dream on. I go. First off, I started before you, and right. secondly, you know, you might be worried about the guys in Arizona as the guys in federally trademark. You might want to go give them a hard time, but you can't give someone a hard time once they got the federal trademark. What normally right. happens at the end of these things, Brendan? Did you do? You, have you found mutual agreement with most people? Where you just uh, agree oh no, to do I'm a feisty little sucker. I see. like as an example. Oh, let's bye. talk about uh, San Diego. Yeah. My little friend who thinks he owns the Celtic Cross. Yes. I we mean, reported on that in our beer news a, a while thank, ago. Thank it's it's been a long time. I still want to give the Alstroms, is that their name? The Alstroms? The two brothers? Yeah, yeah, the, the, the beer... The advocate. The, advocate the guys, guys, guys that didn't yeah. have the balls <laughs> to leave the blog open after one day, because the first day the story broke, 442 people yeah. responded to that. and So they pulled it down. 438 were people who just said, you're an idiot, Tommy. In so many words. And then there was four people, Tommy's four or five <laughs> aliases that he uses to get his rate beer scores that high, yeah. that went on on these three-paragraph diatrabs of why he had to do it. Oh. And he so did, did they pull the posts? Oh. 
They pulled the post. No, they didn't pull the post. They uh, stopped they them. I, I, I don't know if it's they still, I don't know if you it, can yeah. still look at those 442 responses, but they were all the first day the story broke. Which sure, is funny. Which, by but, the way, was our coverage as well. We thought, well, listen, uh, I've we've been in the Bay Area for for quite some time. I've seen that goddamn tap handle. I know who who had it. How did it end? It ended with um, I can't say. No, 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 I can. I can because I refuse to have any kind of verbal blockage on me because I am not verbally blockageable. Yes. Uh, no, it, it basically ended with, I, I go to my lawyer, I go, well, first off, you got to love the story. So he does the sumi thing and, you know, he, he, had, he, had, he had some kid who worked for him send me some emails like I was going to listen to some kid telling me to stop using some name. Okay. And, uh, you know, my, by the way, you know that Tommy's one of the greatest brewers around. And he makes course. fantastic beer. Why should he get involved in stupid stuff? But right. he did. Yeah. And so, so, so initially, I, I get the lawsuit paperwork, and I'm initially offended. Um, frustrated. Frustrated is a good word. Obviously, I've, I've been using a Celtic cross for 16 years. I'm very Irish. And someone who is... Oh, you're prob- Irish! Probably not Irish, saying he owns the Celtic cross. I think yeah. it's a beer business. Podium. I mean... Lordy almighty. Come on. Yeah. So okay. I initially, um, uh, after they sent me the lawsuit crap, I said, you know what? I'll just use up my tap panels. I'll switch to something else. Okay. And so oh, you he, did? He sends me a list of like 10 demands how I have to <coughs> get down on my knees. Wait, wait, wait. Beg forgiveness. No, no. Call no. everybody up. Recall all my Celtic cross tap panels. Bring them all back. Don't use them. Destroy them. And all this other kind of crap. You're killing me, Brendan. And so at that point, I gave the double finger, really, pal? I'm in. Double finger, fuck you. Let's go, boy. You want to yes. go? You want to go with me? I can go. Yes. Yes. There's the missus again. You have a note. <laughs> I'm telling too much. So. Okay. At that point, um, we were about to get married. And my lawyer, a good friend of mine, told me, he says, hey. He goes, these guys want to fuck with you? Well, fuck with them. Okay. He goes, I'll run up a tab. And so he starts emailing their lawyer, calling their lawyer up, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I see. Running up a tab like a motherfucker. Yeah. Because those idiots were spending the money. Okay. And so after a while, my lawyer goes, you know, you got to turn it over to a a, a trademark guy. So we we hired a trademark guy uh, who was a friend of a friend and and the, the partner used to be a total bulldog, but his subjugate guy was a little soft so i had to i had to direct him in 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 in, in the whole lawsuit but it was tough but in the end can bottom you, line can you use end, it the oh yeah the bottom line was i go and i'm a big solution guy when, when i get into lawsuits it's all about solutions yeah how do you get out of it in in, in uh, minimal cost yeah because i'm a minimal cost guy because i've only been sued i've never sued by because you're not a dummy of course you are so the bottom line was i go after we screwed with him for a long time and he and we, we had gone to mediation the mediation lady told tommy you know you have no case wow wrong okay you know get over it um so I, I told my lawyer here's how we get out of it you you send his lawyer a letter in the end saying i'll use the celtic cross he can get his trademark on the celtic cross if he wants it because he claimed he had it when he sued me but he never even had it he only applied for it like the day he sued me it had the day before the day after whatever it was seen it yeah yeah um Okay. And in the end, I get to use it. I don't care if he uses it. I don't care if he trademarks it. You didn't care. I don't okay. care about Tommy. I don't care about the angel share, the lost share, the sour this or the sour that. <laughs> I couldn't give a flying fuck. Okay. Just get out of my life, you loser. Okay. Bingo, bango, bongo. And you got to keep using it. Yeah. 
Okay. Of course. I, I, I wouldn't settle for anything less sure. at that point. Well, I tried to be nice about it. You did, and this is what blows my mind, that you would even say, all right, you know what? Okay, I'll stop. Uh, let me just use up what I have. Like, that was a pretty enormous gesture on your part. I let thought it was. Let me use what I have, and, and that that wasn't... I had a similar... It, it worked out for us. But I have a similar approach to you. I'm actually surprised that you had the approach, because it you had been using it for so long. And But there was a brewery who did the hop... They did a hop... Well, no, he, he screwed with other people who use Celtic Cross Tap Handles, too. I'm not the only one. So he sent that same letter out to a whole bunch of other people saying, cease and desist, I and see. a bunch of other people were scared to shit. I see. You know... Well, I got lucky, but I did the same approach as you in the sense of uh, I, uh, somebody came up with a, a hop grenade pale ale or something, all right? And there was a hop grenade on it and the whole fucking thing. And I just wrote and I said, look, it's it's kind of our whole brand identity. It's not even a piece. It's not even like one beer. It's our whole thing. But I can understand. It seems to me this was probably a mistake. And uh, I, I know that you spent money on it. I can see that you have merchandise. I can see that you have tap handles. I can see that you have a beer. Can you just sell all of it? I don't even care. Just sell all of it, and then don't make it again. That's a, that's all I want. Oh. Same, same thing you were offering. Uh, let me just get rid of it. And you know what? They were great. They said, yes, thank you for doing that. We've put about 15 grand into the brand. And I'm like, I don't want you to lose any money. Well, well you know, just, remember Pacific just, Coast Brewing Company, Oakland? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, a guy in L.A. opened up? Pacific Coast Brewing Company <laughs> <laughs> in Oakland. Who doesn't search these names? names? Didn't even look. No, I got I got a dish. I make Dragoons Dry Irish Stout. I named it after a famous Moylan, General Stephen Moylan. Okay. He got some guy named uh, Washington across the Delaware. <laughs> Saved America for America. Never heard of him. Dragoons Dry Irish Stout. Yeah. And then some guy that opens up Dragoons Brewing Company. Right. I mean, it's kind of like, wow. Right. Well, it is amazing. The, the, common sense doesn't apply in, in these cases often, does it? I mean, it's just, it's no longer common sense. It's just mine, mine, mine. And I don't like that. There's, it's th- difficult. That's that's the one thing I think gets um, a little frustrating with so many new people coming into the marketplace. Yeah. You know, there's an overlap of a lot of stuff. And, yeah. and, and one of the things I, I, I've been after the guys in Colorado, you know, do us all a favor. Have a name registry. Oh, there you go. Morons. Give us a central location. Charlie, to are you listening, Charlie? There you go. Does anybody from Brewers Association listening have a name registry? You know, we submit our names. Yeah. We submit our history. And when someone wants to use a new name, <coughs> they know, look here first. Help us out. But Charlie's soft. Charlie's soft. God bless <laughs> Charlie. I mean, Charlie's doing the great stuff, but he's soft. Okay. He's soft. He doesn't want controversy. Yeah. Oh, he runs from it. Well, I don't think anybody in the industry does, but we're kind of at the point where it's happening anyway. So I think you actually avoid it's more natural. controversy by yeah. coming up with some standards, don't you? I mean, one of the, one of the great things I love about the, the, the guys in Colorado, they had the find your keg program. I love <laughs> these guys. So if I lose a keg and like some guy in the street finds it, he's going to call the Brewers Association and say, hey, does two blue stripes and a yellow stripe, you know, I want to bring these people their keg back. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it means. <laughs> I mean, you're having a bullet. I would bet. I would bet that zero kegs have been returned yeah, to the breweries <laughs> through this special program. They they wasted all this money setting up. Oh, dear. Do a name registry. Do something simple and good. Oh Don't man. Don't think too hard, guys. Uh, Don't think too hard. Do they listen back there? You think? I, Maybe. Uh, well. Yes. Well, does this mean you're not going to be at the Great American Beer Festival this year? <laughs> you know they're overbooked. You know, you know we've been the o- uh, official broadcaster of the JABF for the last seven years, Brendan. Until now, 
However, in Justin other news... Justin is on the board, by the way. In other news, Brendan... Hey, Dar- you know the funny part was? One year we won seven golds and a silver. And? Between the two breweries. Yes. Which is and amazing. the only reason we got the silver, because we had the gold in the same category. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Arnie wasn't given... With four golds, he wasn't given Brewmaster of the Year. Wow. Oh, it's a weird points yeah. thing, right? However, they uh, add up yeah. the... Some guys from Utah would. Yeah. Utah. Utah. Oh, I remember that they- year. I was there, and I remember yeah. that. I, f- I never can figure out how the points are added. That was the year I had the ulcer, and I was... I, I was, I was, I was uh, <laughs> trying not to be angry. No, I, I, no, I literally... I've got stomach issues, and I, I just went crazy. I, I, I literally crawled to the Great American Bear Festival. Oh. Uh, was losing my, my, my stuff. Okay. And I crawled in there, and I actually <sighs> hid behind... I, I hid behind the... Um, the stage behind the curtains, and I found a chair, and I was crawled up like semi-fetal position in this chair. Oh no! Trying to last long enough to make it to the award ceremony, and they started in with all these uh, special awards with people, and then some guy came back and kicked me out, and I just I, oh. I went back to my hotel room, and the only thing that makes me feel good is I get into a hot tub. Yeah, and so I'm literally in the bathtub at the hotel, full of hot water, trying to get my stomach to relax because it was just. Oh, all no. a mess. Uh, you know, it had nothing to do with partying, by the way. <laughs> nothing to do with partying. <laughs> right. And, and, and I get this phone call. We won two golds. I get another phone. We, were, we won three golds. And I'm like, son of a bitch. And after a while, you know, the stomach started feeling good. So I jumped out of the bathtub, ran back to the Great American Beer Festival. And I literally missed every medal. Okay. I would have been dancing a jig on the stage by the third gold, let alone the seventh gold. Of course. Yeah. Uh, it, but... Great times, good times, a yeah. lot of fun. I remember that year. I remember being time. so proud of both Denise and Arnie and you guys for doing so well. And and I never know how those points work either, that you don't end up winning the small brewery. They've actually the, changed the, the, how they do it now. They, yeah, they used I to see. have, like, you have to pick your top eight beers. Oh, that's right. But yeah. you can enter 12 beers. Mm-hmm. But if the right, uh, yeah, you yeah. know the ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth beer win a medal, it doesn't count, right? Because right, you know right. it doesn't count. Because the- <laughs> it doesn't count. It's that the great makes total. Sense I refer to it as the Great Limited Beer Festival. <laughs> you well, can't now- bring all your beers. Uh, I mean, I, I used to bring eighteen beers to the Great American Beer Festival back in 1990, 1991, 92, Back when you had no rules, right? I bring my own goddamn jockey boxes, all my kegs. I see the Regency in Denver. Sure, a lot of fun. I was there when uh, you know. Uh, Sam Adams stuffed the ballot box to win <laughs> best brewer, uh, best beer in America thing. I mean, it was classic. Uh, and the guy from Boulder Wait, Brewing, what do you mean? The guy from Boulder Brewing, it, it was 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 chewing Charlie and and Daniel Bradford out about how he got he got because he thought he was stuffing the ballot. Sam Adams overstuffed the ballots on him because he bought all his salespeople and their family and their family members and everybody, and they all showed up to, to load the ballot box. Right. And then they put the ballot box right near all the bottle beer guys, and we were stuck up way off in a corner with keg beer. I see. And so we came in ninth place, but we were the only place from the keg beer, good beer zone that actually they even made the top. In the top ten. Yeah, I see. Where all these all these bottled beer guys were stuffing the hell out of the ballot boxes, you know, just oh, trying their hardest. Man, because you know? it was a marketing thing. Yeah, you know. Oh, sure. It turned out to be a big boon. He's Best beer Harvard, in America. He's a Harvard guy. Yeah, Come he, on. He's no dummy. And he's making better beer now too. Yeah. And he's making his own beer now too. So yeah. Hey, Jim. Good job, bro. <laughs> making your own stuff. Gotta love it. Uh, love it. In other news, and you know what? He just started making whiskey. Did he? Uh, yeah. He, he teamed with a smaller brewer, and he's making some whiskeys. Wow. 
Yeah. Brendan, you're our new resident co-host. I don't know if you know that, but you're welcome anytime. <laughs> what? What the hell? You could just come hang out what any, am I gonna do? anytime. Try to do what he does. If you could do interesting stories. If you could do, Sorry, if not all of us can be interesting. If you could just do half of what Brendan is doing. Um, actually, okay, I'll tell you, I have a story. So tomorrow, get this, right? I totally ran out of underwear. This is my last pair of clean underwear. <laughs> tomorrow, I have to do a bunch of fucking laundry. What the fuck is that about, right? <laughs> this is my point. Brandon, this is why you're our new resident. Anytime. JP, you can do what I do. What, free ball? Um, free lab? No. Wear, wear her work clothes to work? Wear my work clothes to my other... Non-work? Not that cool job. Yeah. Right. After All right. I work a hard day at my real hard job. Brendan Moylan, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not kicking him out, but I'm just giving him a round of applause because these are the things we like to hear about the industry. You know? You know, it's been a great industry. It's I love our this industry, place. Isn't it? But, but you know, you know what? Everybody comes in here and goes... Oh, there's no assholes, and everyone's so wonderful, and we're all buddies. We no, all you know, there, no, man, there's shit. so many good guys in this biz. There I are. I love everybody in this biz. I agree with Except you. Except some of them. <laughs> Except some of them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But even the ones, even the ones that Brendan has a problem with, he still says, but he makes great beer. He Don't does get me actually wrong. still like, like yeah. Tommy's beer is still nice to drink. Right. But, uh, yeah. No, I don't drink it. Yeah. No, 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 no. You will never see me drinking a Lost Abbey beer. I won't. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. no, Got no, it. no. Maybe the pizza port stuff. Uh-huh. I'll drink Because pe- that tall guy made it, didn't he? Yeah. Or, yeah. Although he <laughs> Jeff, left, too. Jeff left yeah. also. Jeff Bagby. Yeah, no, he's starting his own uh, gig. Yeah. He's starting his own gig. He let him do his own yeah. thing. I wonder what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Jeff Bagby Brewery. Bagby Brewing. Yeah. I don't know. It's like opening a place called Moylan. Bag this. It's you. It's fucking open it. I don't well, that's what the Irish do. <laughs> yeah, you start naming you know. after yourself. Oh, yeah. No, the old man. Ah, this of is course. a tribute to my old man. Seriously. Oh, really? My brewery is a tribute to my old man. Oh, yeah? I love the old man. My old man's from Tipperary. First generation Irish American. It's a long way to you know, Tipperary. Grew up in North Tipperary. Total farmer man. Okay. Oh, the, the best time I've ever What was his Harley. beer? Back then? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 oh, Guinness. It, yeah, it was a Guinness. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The men drank Guinness. Wow. That a boy. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. like fucking Schlitz or like whatever else somebody's going to say. It was Guinness. I love it. He grew up in Tipperary. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. They didn't have Schlitz. Well, whatever. Yeah. I, know. I know. It's always I like know. my dad, he did this. And then, of course, his thing was, I don't know. But it was Guinness. I love it. Yeah. My dad oh, used yeah. to actually cut himself and then drain his blood and drink it. <laughs> I, right that on. was his favorite joke. <laughs> yeah. That's his favorite drink. It's see, that's a good story. That's to keep the kids. Scared. If you would tell more stories like that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm in Ireland. I'm at a bar. Yeah. I ran into this girl, and we start talking a little bit. And she goes, "You know, where are you from?" I said, "Well, I'm obviously a Yank because that's what they call them over there." Okay. You know, us. That's what they call us over there. Okay. I'm a Yank. She goes, "But my dad's from Tipperary." She goes, "Oh my God, I'm from Tipperary." And she's kind of good looking girl. I'm looking over like, "Woo, right on." And then she says to me, "She goes." What part of Tipperary? Yeah. And I said, well, my dad's from Nina. And she says, oh, North Tipperary. <laughs> As if it was the plague to come mm. from North Tipperary. Sure. And it's kind of funny. In Ireland, they have 30-some-odd counties, and Tipperary is the only county that has South Tipperary license plates and North Tipperary Ooh. license plates, still to the day. Wow. They have a DMZ, I guess. And I'm a big fan of sports hatred. I love sports hatred. You do. Oh, Rivalry. I hate the Dodgers. Okay, yeah. The Lakers, the Aztecs, the Kings, and any other fucking team from LA. You like some no rivalry. problem. No problem. Me too. Hate them. Me too. Loves it's all about sports though. It's not a dub. And who that's what this, it is. In who Ireland is the same that way. I just came in the studio and it's and grabbing my computer. 
There's a he's weird charge. He's there's a charge. strange man in, in the studio who's just He's obviously religious. <laughs> I think he's wearing a Celtic cross. No, it's not Celtic, but it's a cross. Unfortunately, sir, you can't touch these computers because they're working on things. They're actually broadcasting and, and doing other things. Who are you? Hey. No, no, you can't touch that. What's your What's your name? I know, we're going to do this sir, right now. Give me this our guy. Give me this microphone, Nate. I mean, if it's got a guy's going to be in a studio, we got to figure this out. What's, what's he doing? Ladies here? and gentlemen, we're just welcome to Martinez. <laughs> no, what, this Martinez, is a new bit that I put together. What, Enjoy. What's your name? Chuck. Hi, Chuck. Yeah. Who are you? Chuck Stupid McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> the world, the by <laughs> How come you're in in here? What happened? You're just walking, passing through. <laughs> huh? You're just passing through. Like a tumbleweed. Why are you in here? I use a computer here. You can't. I can't. It's a Martian. You can't. It's my computer. He's trying to get on the internet. Hey, baby. Who who told you to come in here? Yeah. Who did? I can use it here. You can't use it here. You have to leave. Why? What the hell is... (laughs) Moscow. Scott, you have no idea what's happening right now. (laughs) I think think Jessica can be a good hook at this point. (laughs) He's a very nice man, but... uh, Is it a Martian? It's a Martian, Moscow. And because you're not here like you're supposed to be, our lovely guest Jessica has to walk the man out instead of you. What's Sam or Abby needs to take care of this in the lobby? (laughs) (laughs) Sam, what do you think he's doing? And Jessica, please hey, lock Sam, the he's front door his lips. Uh, your way Sam, take over here. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe the Martian made his way up the stairs. Yeah, how did he get all the way upstairs and into the studio? Not only did he do that, Scott, but he sat down at the production computer. JP, go with Jessica, please. All right. And I mean it. Go make sure I'm she's going. safe. And also lock the front yes. door when he goes out. Oh, this watch is... my baby. Now, what the hell just happened? Brendan, I we have been kidding me. Brendan, no, I have been making fun of how ghetto our city is since we moved here. But I will tell you, that's the first time that first crazy time shit ever happened. I was waiting for somebody to acknowledge him like they knew him. And I, then I knew hell? that was never going to happen. I'm not even going to lie. I'm sweating in here. That made me so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I was like, you could lock yourself in that booth, probably. I have to turn this off. No, no, no. Like a panic room. When you walked through, like you walk through the door, I was waiting for him to pull out a gun, actually. Okay. Well, I thought he was... I don't. Listeners at go. home, let me just describe to you what just happened, because it this none of this is being made up. Studio security obviously lacks. <laughs> Studio security's in Los Angeles. I really have been making fun of this creepy town since we moved here, but that's the first time that... So, so here's what's happened. We're sitting here, and Brenda, and we're telling stories... And this old guy I have the story. just walks into the room. Hold on, we got there's and I and have blame the story, Sam. And guess who's uh, involved? Sam is involved. What? Sam, a relative. What? What Sam went and got this guy. Yeah, I thought what you always wanted to interview, with you? interview a Martian, and he come, came wandering in. I was like, "Hey, you want to be on the radio?" Oh my Sam, God. are you kidding me? <laughs> they, so the guy you came, are grounded. So the guy came walking in downstairs. He got on the radio. Yeah. He didn't really he did get on the much. radio. And you just sent yeah, and you and, was like, and you sent like, him hey. upstairs. Well, he said his name was New York, so I figured. Would oh. you please apologize to Mrs. Moylan for having to walk out the Martian from Brendan's well, interview? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was good radio. Hey, come on. Let's be real. It was good radio. (laughs) Which is why I want folks at home to know the story. So this guy walks in, and and we all are just ignoring him because I'm assuming that something's going to happen to let me know that he's here for a reason. Right. And what he does is he comes and he sits in the chair behind me and grabs the broadcasting keyboard, the broadcasting (laughs) computer's keyboard, which is the moment that I realize, what the... (laughs) 
<laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I got to make sure we're still recording this show. I think he was going to he was going to check his email or something. Yeah, I went downstairs and just he then he walks past the food, smells it, makes a U-turn and to me beelines for the food. And I was like, "No, no, no, I had to touch him and guide him out." And I said, "Come on, there's nachos outside." And he walks outside and I close the door and I lock it. You know, I think that's a precursor to me in a couple of years. One time I'm recommending Purell. Oh, I'm I'm doing that right now. Laundry. Laundry. <laughs> no way. But uh, you know, I feel he was sad for him because he was clearly very confused. No, he's alone. a good guy. Good guy. Yeah. You know, and he had a big giant cross. On. He did. Did you right. see his cross? It was almost Celtic. Didn't I think yeah, I thought it was part of a bit or something. Didn't make gonna, me any less was you should go sue him, Brad. That would have been good, huh? That was your ringer. Your that was uh, that was insanity. That was, <laughs> and he just walked up like he belonged here. Our, oh, yeah. our poor host is flabbergasted now. He doesn't know if he's broadcasting or not. No, he didn't even see us. He just saw the computer and went headed straight there. I'm going to use the computer. Yep. What does a guy like that have with to do with a Hookers. computer? Com. I mean, Hello? it's not. This is not, obviously not a a computer okay. bar. I mean, we all have microphones. We're, <laughs> we're still talking. recording. We're that's doing. What, that's what they're telling me from on, the field. Like, really? You know, he was sweet. No, 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 no. He, he was a sweet man. He did not object. He got no, in here. He was very all. nice. He wasn't very calm. Very, yeah, very. You know, a sweetheart. When we asked him, leave, he, he did. But right I, I would have followed Jessica out of the room, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but when he started licking his lips, the best part was the... the what's your name again? Justin. Justin got all nervous. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, you better help Mrs. Moylan out and make sure. Well, because I'm like, here's what I'm thinking. We're all sitting here trying to figure out what the hell's happening. And, and Jessica comes over to walk him out. And as they're leaving the door, I'm thinking... I don't know who that. And he was licking his lips. <laughs> yes. So somebody large like JP needs to yeah. follow them. <laughs> right. I, I got rid of him. Oh my god. I got Sam, rid of him. once again putting his name in for douchebag of the year. Right. Sam, you are the weirdest person I've ever known. <laughs> The, the things that go through your head. A Martian walks into the As room and he's Sam goes. Holding our child. <laughs> Why don't you go upstairs? No, no. Do you, you want to be on the radio? So, so basically, um, I, I think we're gonna, you're going to have to explain, Sam. Yeah. I, I can't. There is, there's, there's no explanation. <laughs> She's been trying, dude. Don't worry. Listen, I've known I've known Sam longer than her, believe it or not, and there is no explanation. What I and I already gave him all my good years, so I wasn't going anywhere else. <laughs> Sam's like, oh, let's see if they do it this. <laughs> hey, you want to be on the radio? Hey, hey. I you wouldn't know, be surprised if he went out on the street awesome. and found a guy. We need to move to Marin. <laughs> <laughs> this shit doesn't happen in Marin. Yo, let's uh, move. To, yeah, uh, we need to lock our door. <laughs> let's move to Mill Valley. Careful. Oh no, not Mill Valley. No, oh, oh, we can't afford Mill Valley. God. Yeah, I hope no one's from Mill Valley listening. But <laughs> that was good radio. Yeah. That was amazing. That was something. That was pretty good. Do we have any more beer up here? You needed to give more dialogue, but yeah, it was good. All right, quick break. When we come back, we're going to do some feedback and wrap things up. Hang in there. It's a session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network.
Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's a pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. Grog tags are reusable, write-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Oh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some Grog Tags, dude. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Grogtag.com. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their new Snaplock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. The Brewing Network's very own Code Writing Fool's son, Ryan Wolf, has opened a beer mecca in Missouri. The Wolf Brow House of Beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to I-70 in St. Peter's. Free tastings, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m., featuring special guests from local breweries. The best build-your-own six-pack around with every style represented. And kegged craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolf Brow House of Beer. New and hard to find beer every week. No two visits are the same, just like passing out at the Rat Pad. Hi, this is Ryan from Wolf Brow House of Beer. Mention the Brewing Network when you stop in for some cool free stuff. Mention JP for a swift kick in the ass. The Wolf Brow House of Beer. Beer with personal service from a member of the BN Army. This is code. Visit my son's shop or I'll yank the fuck BN website down. www.wolfbrow.com all right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin Homebrew homebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have mini clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit austinhomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, austinhomebrew.com. Here's a 
bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops, hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager, made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate. And stout, roasty cocoa chocolate insanity. Hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back. Choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life. All at beercandy.com. Hop drops and beer caramels. Satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy. Visit beercandy.com today. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer... You know, it took eight years and two creepy cities, but it was only a matter of time before a, a whacked-out homeless dude came into the show. He wasn't homeless. <coughs> he wasn't homeless. No? So, during the he break... He cross on. He was... Oh. So, he was just whacked out? He lives with Jesus. <laughs> he does live with Jesus. He's a man of God. <laughs> I went to... Uh, during the break, I went over to Leanne's yeah. office. Yeah. See if she was there, because I wanted to tell the story. And, and she goes, wait, what happened? So, I told her, and she goes... Oh, was he a real tall guy who kind of walks like this? And she did this kind of like Frankenstein's monster walk. And I'm like, yeah, that-, yeah, that was him. She goes, oh, I've seen him before. In fact, every time I see him, I get out my panic button. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was worried for poor Jessica, because of all the dudes in the room, the only one doing anything except deciding how to make a bit out of it right. is Jessica coming well- over and going, I'll take it. Come here, my darling. He was not right. She's like a fairy, uh, just you know, who just walks into your dream. Come here, sweetheart. Hey. I'll take you out to the other side. You were handling it very nicely. <laughs> During the break, I was talking to Jessica. She goes, yeah, I figured I could just lure him out. And she goes, it's worked on him before. And he was, she was gesturing upstairs to bring him. I was like, I don't, I don't well, I am it. A, I am a fisherman. <laughs> hey, hey, He's, I, got, I got a picture of a salmon. He's I'm not the, <laughs> I caught a goddamn 32 and 16 pounder on Friday. Did you really? See? It was so good. She's like, he's not the first creepy uh, old dude I've met. Oh, Nate's yeah, gotten older and lost all his hair. <laughs> hey. Yeah. What a weird experience. That was amazing, though. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time. No one got hurt. He, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, luckily. Yeah. Is the door locked now? Do we yeah. lock the no, front I lock, door? I locked the Look front door. Look at this. Is this thing working yet? That thing, uh, that hang on just a that son of a bitch. That fish is. is bigger than you. We're getting any pictures of that dude? That's photoshopped. Right? Where did you catch that? Well, it was. It, it, well, first off, I had to spend sixty grand on the boat, the boat <laughs> maintenance, and the gasoline. <laughs> yeah, to get to it just off of Stinson Beach in Muir Beach, about two miles offshore. Fish. Yeah, two hundred dollars. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is only the second salmon I caught. So you go. Six seventy thousand divided by two thirty five thousand dollars salmon right there, baby. Got it. Uh, I'm, uh, hopefully, I'm going to catch some more so we can uh, worth lo- it. 
Get the oh, price for fish. Oh, my God. You, you know, know the best part food? was? We were surrounded by all these other boats, and it was a slow day out yeah. there. Wow. And boy, did we hoot and holler and live it up when we caught that <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> when you got one good fish. Get some attention. <laughs> we were so lucky to get it on board, too. Oh. Bunch of rookies out there doing, you know, whatever whatever it takes. <clears throat> we are here with Brendan Moylan. He's the owner of Marin Brewing Company. And Fisherman extraordinaire. <laughs> Fisherman extraordinaire. <laughs> Look at Moylan. the size of that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that, is a bi- that thing is bigger than you are. It's amazing. I smoked it tonight. Oh, uh, yeah? Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. Oh. You didn't bring us any? <laughs> it was still cooling off. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, all right, we got a few things left to get to. Uh, first of all, I do have to let you know about our wonderful sponsor over at Adam and Eve. Uh, That's right. If you're looking ooh. for adult products uh, to <laughs> was, spend your adult time. And adult money. With you your adult friends. Uh, you can go to adamandeve.com and use coupon code BNARMY. Now get this, Brendan. If you use the coupon code BNARMY, uh, not only do you get free shipping, uh, but you get 50% off just about any item. You get three free adult DVDs from genres such as uh, wow. Asian, mm-hmm. um, MILF, uh, <coughs> Smurf, Redheads. Smurf. Redheads. <laughs> Smurf, a genre now. Uh, it is in uh, Paul's mind. Chunky. Uh, Ch- uh, chunky, co-ed. All sorts of big things. Kind of like YouTube, huh? Yes. Uh, you get three free adult DVDs plus an extra special gift so sensual, uh, we can't mention it in Martinez around crazy people I because think- they'll go nuts. Uh, all of that, uh, go to adamandeve.com, use coupon code BNARMY, and in and, and all honesty, they're a wonderful sponsor of ours. They've been with us for a long time, and uh, look, why are you going to go to that creepy corner uh, uh, adult store where everyone stares at you like you're a freak while you're grabbing your, your weird things? Uh, just do it all online at adamandeve.com and use coupon code BNARMY. Yes. Write that down. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I should have. You know what? I should have had the dude read it. I should have used the opportunity to have the Martian. I should have given him the copy. Jessica and, didn't let you and let him read. This. That's why she's no radio producer. You're assuming he could read. Uh, well, well, he was going to check his. You know, uh, you know. He's a Jesus freak. Yeah, yeah right. Obviously, has read the Bible, so he can read. You can't be a Jesus freak unless you don't read. I would have loved it if he got sort of halfway through and realized, wait a second, this is about sin. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's like an, an extra gift so sensual. Wait a second. You're talking about dildos, aren't you? <laughs> I can't read this. Or anything. <laughs> How am I even having this conversation? What are you doing in my head? <laughs> How did you all get into my head? <laughs> okay, isn't this show about whiskey? Can we get back to the whiskey? Yeah, yeah please. Now, right, uh, we're here at uh, the Whiskey Network. Yes. And we're, we're, we're talking about whiskey today and, and how so many crap brewers are getting the itch. To get into whiskey, look at the guys down at Ballast Point. You oh, said, yeah, I've had their rum. Yeah, the rum's tasty. And you know, their, uh, I haven't had their. You whiskey. know, what really bums me out is I haven't visited my my friends. I'm calling them my friends because sure. obviously they make beer and whiskey, so they have to be my friends. Sure, they're your buddies. I've been meaning to go down to Ballast Point. Yeah, let's go right now. And the good news was I did run into some of the guys down at CBC, and I immediately went like, "Hey!" I grabbed this guy. Go, "Hey, you guys make whiskey too?" Yes, oh, we got to talk. <laughs> and uh, I invited myself down there, and and uh, the good news was they said, "Okay, sure." It's a small, but... I got to go there. So, guys at Ballast Point, (laughs) Brendan's coming. I'm not sure when, but it it needs to be soon. Because I love you, and I love what you're doing, and keep it up. 
I think they're going to welcome awesome. you with open arms. It's a small club now, this craft brewery that has a distillery attached to them. Yeah. It's club, funny how it? all these guys from San Diego really like me. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Because you're a fun guy. You're like, hey, no, let's party. San Diego in particular we're talking about. Uh, I see. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> don't know the why. rest of them like you. Most of them like you. Uh, did I ever tell you about this? <laughs> no, I can't tell this one on the radio. You okay, can't? I will. Do it. Okay. What else? Who else did you piss off? <laughs> no, no, it's... <laughs> oh, this one's a good one. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this one on the radio. All right, I can't tell this one on the radio. Let's just tell this one on the radio. can you tell this on the radio? Let's just say it involved a San Diego. It involved the Cask Conference Festival or something like that. Okay. And it involved the shuffling of the top three results. <laughs> the shuffling and, of and, them. And the Arnie was one of the judges. And he knew the, you know, you can't tell, like Arnie Johnson. Do you think Arnie Johnson knows the difference between the first, second, and third place of a cast contest that he just judged? Yes. Okay. So then Good they answer. give the results to a certain gentleman <laughs> who then provides those results in a flip-flop fashion. Oh! To benefit himself. You're kidding. Ooh, so. Oh, yeah. Who does these things? It blows my mind. Ah, same guys who sue people for stuff like Celtic Cross Camp Battles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I can't believe that people do these things. You, uh, you know, after he sued me, Artie goes, hey, I got a story for you. Oh, <laughs> oh you didn't even know He that. met the same guy. He oh, met. he never told me before that. Wow. Oh, Artie, Artie filled me in then. I was like, laugh my ass off. Because wow. Artie went up to him and said, hey. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Because, <laughs> you know, what else is he going to do? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Who does these things? Why would you uh, do that? The egos. Uh, the egos. It all makes uh, money in the long run. You know, I am a self-proclaimed narcissist, okay? But there's a difference between loving yourself and being a fucking dickwad. And I think you can do both. Hey. Well, you ride that line really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's still a difference. Right! <laughs> you know, you ha- I don't know. I'm sorry if I just here. ruined a couple of sponsorship opportunities for you, but, you know, hey, what the hell. You know, sponsors, there are maybe definitely... that's why you guys waited nine years to invite me on. There are definitely sponsor opportunities that you're not uh, pissing on here. It's fine. I wouldn't worry about it. And, in fact, we should have a phone call tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Brendan, you know all that money you made us lose. <laughs> <laughs> that's the company somewhere, baby. I always tell you guys, this is, I'm ready to advertise when I open that factory so when i open that factory give me a call it's fine you know i'll take the time to do it well first of all we'd love to help you promote that but but most of all uh honesty and radio is what we're all about and we love hearing some good stories uh, from real people so we appreciate your candor hey what the hell uh well let me do this i got a couple things left to do on the program tonight and then we can just have some fun and drink some whiskey i got to do a little feedback who wants some whiskey Um, by the way i definitely gotta do a little feel like i'm monopolizing all i I know is the the right side of the table's Hitting it harder than the left side <laughs> right. of the table. Yeah. Which, which tends to be the case. Yeah, and it's not sure. the host is a little soft, too. <laughs> that, which also tends to be the case. Uh, let me do this. I got to just a couple more sponsored I things. I drive a to get Harley, through. but I got a ponytail and I barely can drink whiskey. What? It's a, it's a Yama. <laughs> It's for one. It's the. It's, oh, oh, you, it's the Yamaha. He's for talking one. about me. It's a shadow. And second of all, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And third. Shit! <laughs> He's right! <laughs> Alright. That whiskey's pretty good. Let's do a little feedback. Yeah. It's good. Let's yeah. drink whiskey yeah. and do feedback. Can yeah. we do that? Alright. Feedback's brought to you today by Austin Homebrew. You can go to austinhomebrew.com and check them out. They're a great sponsor of ours in Texas. Go buy your homebrew supplies at Austin Homebrew right now. Oh my god! You've got mail. Kick ass. 
All right, a short feedback segment for you tonight. Our first one is about the Brewing Network winning Club of the Year. Speaking of controversial topics, uh, yeah, nobody likes it when BN wins Club of the Year, but we've done it for the third year in a row. Who's giving it out? Uh, the National Home, <laughs> uh, the American Homebrewers Association. And, uh, oh, okay, I thought you were awarding yourself the a, award. <laughs> which we would do. Uh, we are not above that. Uh, but uh, our club, which is, is consists of our listeners who enter the national competition under the Brewing Network, because they consider our radio show their club. Way uh, cool. They have won Club of the Year now three years in a row by producing excellent beers and winning enough points to, to do so. So here it is. Unknown guy writes in. Unknown guy. That's his. Unknown. That's his. Well, he name. just visited us, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> sure, he, sure. Yeah. He wanted to see if we it, replied. It was that asshole. Well, you yeah. chased out the guy you wanted on the show Shh. out of the studio. I could have asked him about it. I could have had him read it. <laughs> he writes in. Uh, quick observation slash question. I'm not trying to be a dick. I swear. Don't be a dick. It always starts like yeah. that. But yeah. And then it gets dicky. Uh, in the episode after the National Homebrewers Conference, Justin said that he didn't file for the Brewing Network to be a club. That's true. A listener uh, registered uh, the Brewing Network as a club. And that he didn't know who did. That's also true. I, I, a listener oh, did hell, I can't remember your name. Uh, uh, exactly. you get a pass on something? Yeah. <laughs> Brendan thinks he's still in Marin. Uh, we don't remember things. Uh, Martinez Marin. It's very, very samey. Well, he thought he was in Marin until the fucking creepy guy came in. He goes on to say... Why doesn't the BN try to find out who did? Why are the brewcasters getting the award if they weren't the ones that made the club? After all, most brewcasters brew for other clubs. Uh, How? So he goes on to say, uh, (laughs) there definitely is a Brewing Network club. When I entered into NHC in 2011 and placed third, I entered it under the BN club. Uh, so I do fully support the BN being a club, but perhaps you guys would get less slack if more recognition uh, were given to the brewers and grassroots movement that is the BN club than just having Justin accept the award on the club's behalf. And that's written in by Unknown Guy. Well, you do make a couple of valid points and, and a couple, and a couple of, s- of stupid ones. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it would you be go, easy girl. to find out who registered the club, uh, I think, if we asked the AHA, because I would imagine they must have a record of the person <coughs> who submitted the club. But right. I'm not sure that it's a relevant thing to do so. I mean, what does it matter? It wasn't me, and it wasn't the Brewing Network. It was a member of the of the BN club. Secondly, I do sort of agree that maybe me standing up and saying congratulations... By the way, I do stand up and give credit to all the brewers and say congratulations to everybody in the BN club who brewed a wonderful beer and won an award tonight you've earned this and here it is it's yours right but it might look i guess we're supposed to do these pr moves these smoke and mirrors these fancy things where i stand off to the side and it's not me and and that would be fine i would be fine with that here's the difference unlike a traditional club we don't really have a uh, uh, an officer structure there's no president there's no treasurer there is no asshole who writes all the things down that we say we're anarchists we're more of a, <laughs> Robert's so, rule of unorder yes so it just sort of makes sense that I stand up and say all of you in the audience that are in the BN club come up on stage yes. now and accept your award which is what I do drink from this loving cup now right. If you do think that it would, if the Brewing Network Club as a whole, our listeners, think that it would be better if I didn't do that, I'm happy to not do it. Believe me. I don't need to stand up there and be booed. I I love it. You know. I would love to. I don't think that helps. I'm a new listener, so should I give a no vote now? Yes. No. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you. No. Perfect. No. So it's uh, zero to two. Zero to two. <laughs> now, yeah, it's an uphill battle. See, it's an uphill battle. So that's, it it, you know what? It, it feels better when you win an uphill battle, doesn't it? Not? It does feel better. I, I like being yeah. the underdog, as there you a matter go. of fact. I think yeah. you can pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might. Yeah. You complain that I'm so negative? I'm only just setting you up to win an uphill battle, bro. It's true. Actually, uh, one love. I went negative first. That's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which is you should Negative encourage friend. him being our new de facto co-host. He's leaving me hanging. Though. You were Left you hanging. were supposed to put me. I Left was hanging. I was originally going to sit the other end of the table, which could have kept no. us two apart. But <laughs> no, it's over now. It's a tag team. I kind of yeah. like you together at this point. Me too. <laughs> you know, yeah. because well, so, I mean, you know, within restraint. Well, I don't mean together. No, 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 no my cholesterol's too high. Yeah. Yeah, my cholesterol's too high. I wouldn't last. <laughs> I don't think I would last. All right, so that's from Unknown Guy. So, Unknown Guy, I don't know. If the club decides they don't want me to accept the award, that's it's all fine by me. Well, it, but then right. you run the I risk of should, somebody... No, 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 no. You're really not giving them an ad- avenue to say no. I mean, why don't you have some kind of contest as to who should be up there accepting the award, if, in fact, you might win it again. This Blubber. is why he's a better marketing uh, I mean, and you, Well, I thought about that, but I, I mean, thought that's you like, That's like a hollow that. apology. Yeah. Well, I was actually yeah. just going to say, also, you run the risk of somebody like Sam going up there and talking, and then <laughs> okay, so you here know is, what right? happens. They all won this award. Yeah, sure. Fuck you. Actually, I'd like to put a vote in for... For Sam? At least you're for articulate. Bebo. Oh, for Bebo. Bebo? Are you kidding Seconded. Seconded. Bebo should be the one up there. Seconded. I did look pretty this year. Person for well, no, you've lost a lot I of mean, weight. I mean, really, let's be real. You did look Thank pretty. You. Thank you. <laughs> I, I offended Brendan by insulting Bebo. <laughs> That's how I do. I don't offend one person, two, yeah. two or none. That's all I do. <laughs> I was actually offended by your insult of her. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I can read it on your face. Don't worry about it. My girlfriend gives me the same look. <laughs> See, whereas we're not going to be friends after the show because you're going to kill me, Brendan, you two are going to be friends because who cares if JP dies? I'm actually actually really curious as to what Tasty has to say. Tasty has nothing. I have no comment on it. (laughs) I knew it. I don't know why you guys give him a mic. As an in-studio guest, it's your responsibility to poke him every now and then to make sure he's alive. Well, we're trying. We're trying. I like to give him a little poke. Actually, we have a we have a handheld mirror you're supposed to hold in front of his nose. To make sure. sure. I actually have to admit something. I, I used to be a DJ. Is that right? Oh, I was in college. You I want to introduce the next song, don't you? Well, no, I don't. Actually, um, I was kicked off the air, so I don't think I'm um, eligible. Oh, you can oh, kick off on college radio? Well, you know, all right, check, check it out. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little clue, and you can tell me if you figure out what I was doing. I already know it. Uh, album Brothers. Yeah. Edie Peach album. Yeah. Open it up. Okay. That was that was my last radio show. So you smoked a bunch of. Uh, was it mushrooms or weed? Well, both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, not a DJ like. <laughs> so the following week I had to, no, you love this. The following week I had to go to a wedding, so I, I didn't do my radio show, which was like a 10 a.m. Uh, Saturday morning broadcast from St. Mary's College Radio that barely <laughs> barely went past the college because they really didn't want the, didn't go over the, the residents of Nevada of Moraga to listen to what we were saying. Right. Nor and did they want the deacon to listen to what you were saying. <laughs> well, right. That's the problem, I guess. Yes. But uh, so I didn't show up the following week because I had the wedding. I figured no, no big deal. Does anybody listen to me anyway? And and uh, and, and then they called me into the office and they, and they fired me. For missing a radio show, uh, it sounds like something I would do. You know, when you can't fire someone for the right reason, but you have to come up with the pol- politically correct lawsuit-proof reason. Of course, exactly. it was for missing the other show. Exactly. Meanwhile, it was because you were tripping balls during the Almond Brothers show. <laughs> it was good. It was a good show. It was, it was my best work. <laughs> oh, my oh, I love it. You know, the, the, the funny part was I, another time I I, I I got locked out of the studio. 
had nothing to do with smoking some doobies, but I got locked out of the studio. And then I had to, I, I, I called this football player, the biggest guy I knew, and he, and he chucked me up to the second floor <laughs> ledge. Oh! And then I climbed to break in, in. I climbed in to the bathroom <laughs> next door to the studio when I realized all I had to do was climb out the bathroom window and uh, down this railing and back into the studio. <laughs> now, mind you, it, it had been going... <laughs> the record. Thump. Yes. Thump for about 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, it was, it was sheer panic. Oh, it was sheer panic. Man. No <laughs> dead air, Brendan. No dead air. Well, it wasn't you know dead. I did it was just play the a label. De- I did play a door song before and after that. So I oh, think that's fine. They might have not have noticed. Yeah, that's true. They might have not have noticed. They were also <laughs> tripping balls. It's the Doors 2 for Tuesday coming up on St. Mary's. Coming at you. <laughs> Alex from Wisconsin just called back, and he just wants you to know that you can't smoke mushrooms. Sure you can. Hello. You can smoke the spores. And I have. All right. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of smoking and, 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 and the beer business, uh, who's smoke tops here? Yeah, yeah. I try. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they just don't get you I think you we did on the air, They actually. just don't get you stoned. In yeah. fact, they don't do anything positive at all. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. How about this? Yeah. It's a very negative thing. <laughs> Who has snorted Ublin? Oh, I don't think I've done that. I, oh, God, I think yeah, we had a man. guy on the on oh, lunch yeah. meet do that. Oh, did we? I think we did. Uh, look, my wife's jealous. She goes, was, you did something I didn't do. Yeah. What? What? Was that? <laughs> did I say snorting? No, youplin. Yeah. Was that any good? The little yellow powder in the hops? That couldn't have been any good. Uh, it kind of gave me uh, uh, allergies. Relaxed, euphoric <laughs> feelings, followed by uh, major clog. <laughs> Clarendon would take yeah, that right so out. So it, it, it was an allergen is what it did. <laughs> Right? You know, you know, Vic. You know, it was worth it though. Pollen. You know, Vic, you know, there's nothing. I'm mean, seriously. There's nothing like going to a, a real brewery because I'm a I'm a pellet brewer. Uh, okay. Yeah. There's nothing like going to a real brewery with a real hop room. Yeah. And just grabbing a shit hold of hops. Brush <laughs> <laughs> them up in your hands and take a big smoke. Oh, yeah. God, that feels so goddamn good. And I want to thank Anchor for providing me with that first experience. I actually went to the Budweiser oh, yeah. Fairfield, the, the teeny Budweiser plant. And they they actually age their hops for a full year. Are they used to? Okay, I, I'm doubting the Belgians do. They probably went like use up the year, brew with the fresh ones, you idiots. I don't right. know who came up with the age your hops for a year plan. I don't know. I don't know. It was really weird. But Budweiser, but, but you know what? It. Budweiser, we're going to give you a chance to have a rebuttal and, and explain why <laughs> back in the '80s you would age your hops for a full year. Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe if in case the world caught on fire. They would have hops the next year. That's a good call. And they would it be the only a, ones that would make beer. It was an apocalyptic move. We have Augie Bush on speed dial. We'll get him. Well, you know, four, <laughs> four, call dead, four and five is why the, uh, the bushes aren't, you know, running the world anymore. I love your My description of the, of the shove all the hops in your face and take a snort because it's okay now if you walk out of a room and you have a bunch of green on your nose, but it's still taboo <laughs> if you if, you, if it's covered in white. It's right. still kind of a weird and thing. Instead of a room, it's a bathroom. Unless you're surfing and that's your, you know, it's still a taboo thing. <laughs> right. Or you work in yeah. the valley in L.A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then it's also fine. <laughs> right. All right. Two more emails to get through. Bill writes in, just wanted to say thanks that the Rogan beer idea uh, was a brilliant choice to talk about a hard beer to find. Oh, thanks. Uh, not to mention brew. Keep up the good work, folks. You guys are the shiz from Bill. That's right. Our most recent brewcaster challenge between Doc and John Plisse is that they have to brew a Rogan beer. And whereas last show, when we announced it, I said we weren't going to have a commercial version to try. Uh, as always, our listeners have come out of the woodwork, and we've got 
several Rogan beers coming our way, Tasty, to try. Great. One right, now, from, right now? We have one from Germany uh, coming. We have one from Rogue uh, and one from another brewery that's here in the studio, too. So. I forget. It. Uh, the one from Rogue and the one from the other place is they're in the fridge right now. The German one apparently is on the way. It's on the way. Yeah. So we still got to try those. And so we will be qualified judges of the latest Brewcaster Challenge. Uh, how about Brian? that rogue farm action they got going? I'm going up there. In how September. many acres do those guys got? Too many. Not enough, actually. Oh, because right. everything that, they produce the, is good. Both answers are right. I yeah. think it's 25. <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't I think it amazing? They're building okay. an empire. I am jealous. Yeah. Yes, me too. I am jealous of the. I'm jealous of. Uh, I went to Bell's. Yep. in Michigan, their beer garden. I'm jealous of their beer garden. Okay, I'm jealous of how cool Founders was in Michigan. Great, another great brew pub. Yeah, that setup. is a good. Yeah. Oh man, I am. What were we first talking about? I already Rogue. forgot what it. Rogue. Yeah. I'm jealous that they got this farm action going on. They got yeah. the distillery too. The but brewery, more the farm. than anything else, the Edgefield boys. Yeah. Oh, holy Toledo golf course. <laughs> yeah. You know everything. How many holes on the two courses? Do you remember? Not, it's not There's even like, nine. One's got like 14 not, holes, and oh, one has like 23 holes. Yes. And, and, and they're all like... Sounds like an Adam Eve category. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that's where, all the, that's where all the brewers go to retire. Uh, and Isn't it the perfect thing for brewers? Because we don't care how many holes. Uh, we just want to go out there and, and, and swing and, and drink beer and whiskey, and yeah. it's, it's all right there. What I would really like is like one driving box. Yeah. In like 18 holes. Right. All spread out. So then I hit it, and I go to the hole that's closest to where my ball lands. You hit 18 balls, and you play uh, from there. Because, you know, I'm a sprayer. I, mean, I bounce that thing all over the place. It's fine. Yeah. So maybe someday I'll do that. We could all be professionals then in that sort of a sport. You put like one on an island, one out there, one long, one short, you know. Uh, Make one like a lynx, you know, with all those little <laughs> sheep holes. Oh, poor Tagger. He, he had a tough week this week. Poor you know? Yeah. Well, uh, he was winning until the... You know, Brendan, something. I know you like to partner with people on these ventures of yours. I see a golf course in our future, and it's going to be the most fucked up golf course anyone's ever seen. And by fucked up, I mean perfect. It's going to be like a combination of the Tough mutter, like, uh, you know, all-terrain <laughs> running course. What, what, and golf. What, what we can use you for is get that Harley of yours, you yes. go back and forth yeah, across the fairway, and yeah. you try to hit your ass. That's fine. Oh, I'm yeah. into that. You know, because, you know... It would, Charlie Banford would, would love it. It would prove your toughness. It would, and, and Charlie would love to hit yeah. me with a golf ball. So yeah. both yeah. of these things are... Yeah. All right, Brian writes in... <laughs> a bowling uh, ball, you mean. Dear asshats, and I say that with love... Um, I got no hat on. <laughs> that you got rid of Drunk of the Week is a good idea. Uh, the Meltdown is a good analogy. I always enjoyed The Meltdown, which is this part of the show, by the way, where we get crazy at the end. Uh, but a few years ago, it got to a point where every episode had one, and it started halfway in. And Doc was smashed right off the gate. Uh, and, well, when it when it's every week, it's tedious and not funny. That phase stopped, and there isn't a meltdown very often, so it happens. Well, when it happens, it's hilarious. Uh, when there's a Drunk of the Week every week, most of the time, it's a garbage dump. Uh, blah, blah, blah. If it happens organically and a bunch of folks like Sarah36C and the Well-Armed Cream Team and uh, other people call in, then hey, do it. But otherwise, uh, it's a segment that's showing its age. Keep up the good work from Brian. P.S. In the forums, um, uh, I don't, I can't understand his last sentence. So yeah, th- that's fine. Drunk of the Week is gone, so it's okay. Uh, and then finally, uh, hang on, who do we have here? <laughs> Full Melt Bubble writes in, I've been pretty down lately. I've not known what the fuck to do with myself. I just got out of rehab. Oh, boy. What kind of email did you give me, JP? What's that? Uh, Sorry, Brendan was talking to me. This last one. Um, <coughs> full Melt Bubble. 
Yes, sir. It's a good email. Is that a new weed strain? Yeah. I've never had Should a full I read it? Trouble. It starts out, the first couple sentences have me nervous, but all Just right, I'll do go it. Ahead. Just do it. Trust me. Okay. I've been pretty down lately and have not known what the remember. F to do with myself. I just got out of rehab and have completely shut myself off from my previous circle of friends. I still drink, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I made beer for two years, uh, all while jacked up and OP'd up as fuck. What is that? Uh, oped? Hopped? Oped? Maybe I have no... Who knows? Like opiates? Oh, yeah. opiates, I Cots. see. Thank Cots. you. Was that Moscow chiming in on that? That was Moscow and Beverly. I see. I yeah. think Moscow was asking for more opiates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've, I've recently had no interest in homebrewing since I've been sober. I decided to listen to the Sunday session recently while at work, and ever since I felt the desire to brew again. Great. And now I'm doing We destroy another life. You know what? No, in all seriousness, come on, guy. Yeah, don't do the damn Oxycontins. Right. Bad friggin' news. You I mean, we all can down. have fun with beer. We can have fun with some other things, but yeah, them damn things ruin people's lives. That's right. So, wise up, man. No, Jesus. All right. Don't. So, he goes, P.S. I was pretty down one night because I'm now a girlfriendless, lonely, sober piece of. <laughs> what is this email? <laughs> Uh, a girlfriendless, lonely, sober piece of shit, and decided to download Lunch Meat, another show we do. No. Uh, I randomly picked oh. number 62. It turned my night around. Funny as hell. <laughs> I see the point now. Uh, Your name's not at the bottom of this email, is it? Meister of... I know. I think JP wrote this. JP wrote this. Meister of Puppets was on there, and uh, rest in peace. Uh, Please do another meet, or at least uh, put up the podcast for the end of the world, you liberal homo SOB. Uh, Ha ha. Whoa, whoa. Uh, You, JP, and Schumann need to get together. It works. Does he mean sexually or on the show? I think he means biblically, yeah. He means biblically. Yeah. We have to get together. I, th- I think he means lunch meat. Look, there was not a whole Why lot of feedback. Why did you put this in there's, there? There's not a whole lot of feedback. <laughs> so let me let me summarize this email just yeah. so I have it. Let me make okay. sure I have it straight. Please do. Guy ruins his life with pills and, and whatever else right. and, and goes to rehab. Yes, sir. Gets out of rehab. He's doing fine, but he's bored <laughs> and a little he's lonely. He's bored as fuck. Yeah, right. So he starts listening to us. Right. And he starts homebrewing and drinking again. Yeah, but he doesn't care. So that's and, cool. <laughs> And now he's on the path to righteousness? Um, Is that the end? He was, uh, from what I got from it, he was suicidal I see. until lunch meat, and then now he's feeling much now he's better happy again. because lunch meat made him feel good, so we should do lunch meat again. How long before we get the call that he went back to opiates and now he's dead? Um, I don't never. think, never, because no one has her phone number. <laughs> I, see. I don't think we're helping this young man. <laughs> And, and I don't. I'm not happy about this. No, seriously, drink beer, right? Blow off the oxys. Yes, they're they're a real travesty to the community right now. Right, it's just bad news. In fact, you should send bad, all the bad, extra oxy- oxys that you have to six four nine Main Street. <laughs> no, <laughs> Brendan is absolutely right. Uh, it's a mess that you get yourself into. I'm, I hope you are out of it. Yeah. Although, in my experience, most people who who are addicted to the one thing, it's a slippery slope. You can't just go back to beer and be fine. I I wish that upon you. I hope it's okay. Yeah, and good luck to you, sir. And I do. I don't want to be your downfall, or so, madam. You know, you don't know. Women should, have problems too. It's almost like everybody who listens to BN should have to take a piss test all of a sudden. So we don't. I don't want to encourage this sort of behavior. Paul, pull it out. Oh, uh, now? Yeah, right now. Right. Now. Oh God, that just reminded me of that time when you asked him to play boner chicken with his wife. Oh, oh God! <laughs> I did. I can't even remember that one. Neither I can I. It was. It was me that asked. Oh, see, well, there you go. It was horrible. 
It was disgusting. <laughs> uh, Jessica, just for the record, we don't often play boner chicken, okay? It's every once in a while. I think Jessica should go in the booth with Bevo. <laughs> I think they would get along really well. And then so we she's here because she has a microphone. So she's protected from the rest of us? Yes, I think so. Right. <laughs> yeah, that way she doesn't have to have a blood test tomorrow. <laughs> Precisely. Yes. <laughs> Make room on the chair. She doesn't even know how to get in, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird... Uh, it's more like a cage after a it little while. Kind of, I would be careful. A bit. <laughs> okay, she totally fell for it. All right, take a photo of the two ladies in the booth and let's get out of here, shall we? Uh, Brendan Moylan on the program, ladies and gentlemen. What a good time we've had with you hanging out with us. Are you guys I, just trying to shut me down? No, I'm trying to you shut know, me the down. Was, I was on this uh, radio show once and uh, after about 20 minutes, he goes, Hey, Brendan, thank you very much for coming. Oh, did they? And I looked at the guy and go, Fuck you! I'm not leaving. Attaboy. Yeah, you're like that's fuck twenty minutes. An hour and a half later, he's like, eh, "Thank you, Brandon, for coming to the show." Oh. <laughs> listen, usually we have trouble because we're like, "Listen, it's a long show. It's about four hours." Brendan's ready to go. You can do another hour. It's true. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> he's like, let's do it starting now. Is the, the whiskey's only half empty? All right, I'm gonna have more whiskey. All right. Yes. Yay! I don't normally do this. Woo! I have a designated driver. So let's do it together. Hey, who, what driver did you get? My, I got my lovely girlfriend, Taryn, to drive Is all she the gonna, way out here from Concord. How's her cholesterol? Can she drop me off, too, then? Know. Yeah. Of course she can. Great. I'll speak for her. <laughs> I normally do anyway. You guys are getting through that bottle, though, pretty well. Yeah, that thing's getting low. Whiskey doesn't come out that been color, does it? Isn't it clear when you distill it? Everything is clear when you distill it. Good knowledge. It is. Okay. So how your, do you... That's your barrel? color comes from the wood. Okay. Yeah, in America, does. it can also come from caramel coloring. Caramel coloring is legal to add to whiskey. Like Jack Daniels. And this in the Scotch whiskey business, caramel color additions are quite common. Really? It would seem to me like yeah. it, as a as a craft brewery, you, you you might think that's sacrilege. But no, it's, so but it's common. Well, they take it. You out know, of the, Brendan the, wouldn't think that at all, would he? <laughs> they take it out. Of Hell the no! I'm disgusted <laughs> by it. Are you kidding me? Are you? Oh yeah. They take it out of the barrel and no, they, they I mean, filter it. Well, the good and then they is, add coloring back to make it look like they haven't filtered it again. But uh, they filter. Oh, I see. A filtering doesn't mess with the color so much. That's what I heard. But I'm real stupid. And he read it online. <laughs> well, there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on whiskeyrumors.com, which okay. is weird. But All right. You, you <laughs> love this. Elijah Craig. You ever heard of Elijah Craig? Yes. 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 Even an idiot like me has heard of the that. The 12 one. is really good. The 18 mm-hmm. is superior. It's okay. Fantastic. Elijah Craig Bourbon. Highly recommended from the Brendan. Tip of the week Elijah Craig. So, but Elijah Craig himself, if you look back in history, he was a minister. Okay. But he was a cheap fuck. <laughs> and he had a fire. And all these barrels got charred. And he was such a cheap buck. He used the barrels anyway. I see. And all of a sudden, he was like, smart. Son of a bitch. (laughs) This burned up whiskey barrel whiskey turned out to be the bomb. Another hat. Please stay in the booth. It was wonderful. Just stay there. You both, <laughs> you both look. I saw, just out of the corner of my eye. Jessica's leaving the booth, so, but but you both look so beautiful. Pretty I'm as a picture. Jesse, I'm kidding. You can leave the booth, <laughs> but you both look lovely in the booth. Now, so smeller, another happy no, accident you, is what's yeah, happy accident. Yeah, okay. smell her hair. Happy accident. Okay, no, yeah. you gotta love that. <laughs> I love happy accident. Well, Guinness so was burnt. Weird. Guinness was burnt. They burnt them all. Oh, is that right? They gave the first batch of the burnt Guinness to a bunch of peasants, and they were like. <laughs> We'll drink more! <laughs> right. I like peasants wouldn't say anything else. I mean, like, can, you imagine, can you imagine your control group is a bunch of, like, homeless people, peasants on the side of the street? Like, hey, let's give you some alcohol. Right. Do you like this? <laughs> yes. 
Don't, what answer would you get from them? Well, and, <laughs> I mean, nothing bad about it at all, right? Don't Free. you don't you think that fermentation in general it isn't the best theory that it was a happy accident too? That there were grains in a pot somewhere that got wet and then it fermented naturally. I mean, you can't tell me that somebody. Oh my God! Hey, it's all. You guys, been a, I mean, you weren't you were you're not alive then, but. No, I went tasty to. Was I went to <laughs> tasty. Uh, I yeah. went. Uh, tasty might have been there. Who knows? I his, went. His to old name is Oak and Larry King. So. I went to the dinner where Fritz Maytag took all these giant three-liter bottles yeah. and and re uh, emulated the whole Egyptian experience of making beer, and they used to make it in pots, really, and it would ferment, and then they would take these reeds and suck the, the liquid out. And so he had, so we're all sitting there at these tables, this big banquet in San Francisco with these giant bottles, these three liter giant magnums on the table of Anchor, Anchor's Breckle, uh, the Breckles Brown? No. No. no, no, no. That's this too is, new. This is 20 no. years ago. Oh. And it was, it was the re, redoing the, the, the whole everything yeah. of this beer. Story from mm-hmm. two million years ago. I whatever, love that. Whenever it all Just started. the history of it. And we're all sitting there. And, I, you know, we're sitting there sucking on the straw. It was like a, a, a hookah. You know the hookah? Ah, uh, yeah. And we're all sitting there just... <laughs> <laughs> sucking down... We're sucking down beer on these tubes. Wow. And it was hilarious. Because, I love it. Because back then, it was all just a communal cup, right? And you put the straw in, and you all drink from the same one. <laughs> it was a beer hookah. But, right, that's it was. It was a giant beer hookah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's all awesome. tremendous. We need to do that party. That sounds well, great. When, when, you, you, when, you, when you would drink out of the cup? No. When right. Fritz did things, he did them right. Yeah. He, he went historical. He went first and a half class. Okay. He just yeah. went for it. Oh, he's bomb. a class act that way. I like that. Beyond class yeah. act. Beyond, yeah. yeah. And God bless him. He's not dead. You just <laughs> did the cross on your face. I love the guy. Yeah. The guy's awesome. Face. Yeah. I mean, what he's he did for us. Him. What he, he did for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Ah. Especially West Coast beer. Forget the whole beer scene, right? But West Coast beer. New Albion. Listen, let me tell you something right now. Oh, yeah. That woman right there, she loves you to death. Jessica loves you. She's taking Let's care of you. Let's give it up, Let's give it up for love, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Love, everybody. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought Jessica along with you. Mostly because you're hard to look at and she's not. But right. also because she loves you. <laughs> and she, she works security. security. And when she's not loving you, she's working security at the Brewing Network. Or bringing beer. <laughs> you know, we oh never, never had security before tonight. Yeah, we never did. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Jessica, we pay $8 an hour. It's a, I know it's a big security job. Wait, wait what? <laughs> yeah, you do? Eight? Sorry. Uh, never mind. Uh, Scott, is that's minimum wage. You? I take it back. <laughs> you know, actually, the uh, 8 bucks is going to be cheap when that Obamacare <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's very. <laughs> and I, I went down to Melbourne, Australia. A pint of beer is ten bucks at a bar. Oh, ten dollars! A Holy pint crap. of domestic beer or a pint of good beer like you make? Beer. Pint of craft, craft beer. beer is ten bucks. So no Foster's yeah. oil can, but Ugh, ten dollars. The Aussies were great, though. I mean, oh man, what a great market! Yeah, the Aussies are good fantastic. They're, they're alive. We have they're, a lot of good fans oh, there my too. God, the, the beer. They're the, the most enthusiastic beer consumers I've ever ran into. Is that right? And they do events. Like, your standard American event is, you go, and there's so many breweries, and just like we do with the breast fast, and you go up, and you're like, oh, I have trouble with these, trouble with these. <laughs> Their event was, 
They have a central station. Okay. With about 200 beers all set up in this giant <sighs> jockey box situation. And you, and, you, and you look through this giant book and you pick out the beers you want and they give you all the stats on the beers before you taste them. So it's more... And then you, you take this little palette and you write down in chalk, like, I, wanna, I want the number four, I want the 12, I want the 32 and the 42. Oh, so you can just hold a paddle, you're saying, that you can hold all the beers yeah, the in wood, it. You know, yeah, the wood. It comes with four glasses. Got it. It's like s Really? But there's the <laughs> cup in there. So it's more like it's it's more beer Educational. nerd centric. It's more oh educational. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. so excited because I see. there's a panel with holes in it. Uh, because <laughs> a panel a, a panel of what? Sorry. There's a panel with holes. Oh, with <laughs> she got excited because she got to play with a paddle with holes in it. Jessica, you're kidding. I think me. I got I spanked by that paddle. I'm trying to be a gentleman, and then you say things like that. Yeah. No, that sta- there's a paddle with holes in it, and how excited you got. No, stand up, Jessica. <laughs> That. Boner chicken. I'm pretty sure we have a paddle downstairs, don't we? Stare at my boner. <laughs> Brendan, I'm trying to be a gentleman. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to keep trying. You're talking about all the wonderful beer education. A little whiskey might soften you up. Your lovely wife. Oh, we were talking about the paddle with all the holes in it at the. How many times have you been to Australian Beer Fest? You've been over a few times? No, we just went one time. Just one time. Well, uh, you know, three, four years ago, we went Grand Champion Brewer of Australia, which was quite tremendous. Uh, we got this phone call. It was like, I love these guys in Melbourne. We got this phone call. Hey, you sure you don't want to come down? You know, the award ceremony is next week. Hmm. Like, uh, really? Actually, uh, I do want to come well, down. Not really. Maybe. I mean, we hadn't planned on it, you know. And they, they called us back another time. You sure you don't want to come down? Like, oh, I can't do it. So Denise immediately goes, and I said to her, I go, I... I think we won something down in Australia, man. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I didn't want you to come but down. It turns out so we were a grand champion brewer of Australia, which was wow. for us was fantastic. Wow. It was pretty cool. It was, you know, it's a it's a really classy competition. I mean, like I tell you, I, Melbourne, man. So, so the following year we do go. Yeah. And just to tell you how cool Melbourne is, I'll tell you one thing. We went to a breakfast. It was an eight course breakfast. Wow. Food. Food. Sixteen beers. Oh my god! Eight courses <laughs> for breakfast. For breakfast. Now this was a bar. This was the same bar I left at four a.m. the night before. What was the name of that bar? I, I, the Beer Deluxe. I missed Beer it. Deluxe, Deluxe Melbourne, Australia. Double secret star recommendation. Wow! That's all I gotta say. How do you get through the rest of the day after an eight course, sixteen beer breakfast? You go to an eight. Staggeredly. <laughs> Oh, I see. You just follow it up with a lunch. That's yeah. fantastic. No, not, man, they were like, they were, they were, woo-hoo. Wow. Yeah. They were the most oh. awesome people. Like Seriously. Very nice, best, very sweet. Best beer week I've been to is Melbourne Beer Week. Really? By far. We got to go. Tasty. Not even, not even close, and I don't mean to insult any other beer weeks. It's just the best one. Not even close. Tasty, we're going to the Not wrong event. I don't think the corporate jet will go that far. Uh, you're right. Yeah. It's a Most, one prop. So no, no. Yeah. It's, it's one prop connected to a Toyota Matrix. I got a boat that will take you about 200 miles offshore. Oh, so we can get close. I can swim the rest. <laughs> yeah. You know, if we find a freighter along the way, yeah, so, so, so be it. I'll be swim good. the rest. Somali pirates, whatever. Right. Oh, my goodness. How do they get their gas? Good question. They suck at it. I think they row a lot. I mean, when 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 the Somali pirates are coming after you with the rows going, do you get scared? <laughs> or, you just, or you just drive away? Or do you just move? Yeah, you know, I don't know. Because you could move. <laughs> you know, there's that. In other news, you can move. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, let me see. Did I take care of all my sponsors? Good news, I don't have before too many this, Somali before customers. Before this whiskey hits me too much, let's see. How many beers? Oh, yeah, we're good. Except that we do need to do our Twitter game. We do need to do our Twitter game. We've been talking that? about that a lot. What was our Twitter game tonight? Our Twitter game was that uh, Doc opened a skincare uh, ah, yes. salon. Or company, yep. if you will. Yeah, yeah, he was going to fix my road rash. He was going to fix uh, Brendan's road rash. Right. Uh, and I want everyone to name it. So our, our close personal friend, Rocky Dennis, which, you know, come from the mask, it's a good... Okay. <clears throat> um, named it Doc's Labia Tux and Such. Tux and Such. <laughs> come to Doc's Labia Tux and Such. Okay. Okay. It's a good name. <laughs> Jessica. Oh no! <laughs> Just keep that microphone yeah, in front right, of your right face in front of you, because your reactions are fantastic. Just keep the microphone close. There we go. That terrible. It's well, you know, these are our listeners. Even Jonah Jameson <laughs> had one. It's fine. <laughs> these are our people. Uh, Rebel two thousand eight wrote Doc's foreign lesion. L e s i o n. That sounds like an STD. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yes. Uh, J T Jewel wrote for skin. <laughs> Oh, oh, come on. That one's good. Jessica, that's good. Four skin. Yeah, four skin. (laughs) You have more to play with, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you got to clean it first. Now I know why these two got together. (laughs) All right, go on. Um, Our close personal friend, Sugar Valley Brewer. Yeah. With songwriter. You're right. Um, I don't know, but his number one selling product would be Bevo's Magic Ass Reduction Cream. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants that? Oh, Bevo. She's giving us... uh, That's the answer. Look at her now, and it's two fingers in Sugar Valley's direction. Uh, Look into my eye. Okay. Uh, Gordon Strong, Grandmaster Judge and all-around handsome fellow, wrote, Facials! Yeah, I like that. I like that. Do you? You like facials? I love it. So do I. It's a good name. It's a good name. I also like facials. Uh, Chris Rogers wrote with a little... (laughs) You do? (laughs) Take it off? That came out wrong. (laughs) One off the chin. (laughs) Shit! Is this on radio? I'm losing control of this show. (laughs) Good luck with that one. That came out terribly. I'm losing control of this show. I also... Did I mention it's the Yamaha? I love facials! (laughs) Go on. My porch is so amazing. You leave your eyes open? (laughs) Oh, that burns. It really does. It hurts. (laughs) It (laughs) does. So I've heard... I've experienced it. It really does burn. It burns. Yes. It's like jalapeno on the eyeballs. It's bad. Oh, oh that is yeah. the eyeball. It's terrible. We should have had her on the whole show. This is ridiculous. Yeah, we should have interviewed her. Scott, yeah. next time interview the wife of the guest also because she might be a lot better than the actual guest. <laughs> From now on, absolutely. Right. Oh, we're a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, oh, Chris you. Rogers wrote with a little herp. From my friends. That's the wrong skin care. And then uh, West Seattle Cougar wrote, uh, I tried to tell you, but you kicked me out of the studio. What'd you do? Im- oh, Im- oh, implying that, was that the, he was uh, the guy. The marching right? guy. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. uh, those are the skin care product names. Okay, my two favorites are, we have to pick a winner now. Are, do you remember? Facials is, my, is one favorite, and the other one is, is, is for... For, for skin. skin. My vote is okay. everything it's Jessica risky. has said all night. It's <laughs> right. Jessica wins yes. all contests. You know what? I gotta say though, foreskin to facial, there's a tie there. There between the two. There. Yeah. It's how? 
<laughs> facials. <laughs> well, can you imagine? Here, here, honey. Here's the fifty dollars gift certificate to facials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What Force did you? What did your? Hu- you gotta pull it back with foreskin. Right. You do. What What did your husband give you for your anniversary? Oh, he gave me a, a gift certificate for facials. Oh, that's oh. true. I've got two days, okay? okay? That's true. He gave me a facial. Two days. Yeah. He gave me a facial. Give your loved one a facial. Yeah. The a facials.com gift certificate. Yeah. Well, when you put it that way, uh, my vote goes to facials. facials. Raise your hand if it's oh, yeah, facials. Uh, Bevo, she's going for skin, but she's the only one. Facials is the winner. Who is that? Gordon, Gordon Strong. Gordon Strong is our winner on tonight's Twitter game. Way to go, Gordon. Uh, yeah. Which, let's be honest, I put him in there only because he gives us street cred. That's true. But also his... Yeah, I mean, yeah, Facials! <laughs> but for skin, I thought was really good, too. So I might send uh, TJ Jewel yeah. a gift packet as well. Do it. Send them both prizes. Why not? I mean, money just grows on trees around here, doesn't it? There's no trees I, in I Martinez. Have a, a bad idea about foreskin. You what do? is it? What is it? <laughs> uh, Careful. Brendan, Careful. <laughs> Brendan, at this point, I'm just going to turn your microphone off. And, turn his uh, headphones off. <laughs> and I'll be you probably your headphones. <laughs> Go ahead. What is the idea? The no, bad idea. It's, it's a fantasy, but I can't tell it out loud. We're off the air. Don't worry about it. Yeah, nobody listens to this <laughs> program. I'm done. What fantasy. Do you mean he, Let it rip, baby. Yeah, what do you mean you can't tell it out loud? What's a fantasy that's not told out loud? Go ahead. It's the meltdown. Well, they got point. rid of my foreskin. Maybe she's the foreskin lover. She's like, I wish her I'm fantasy is. I'm something out I've never seen before. Oh. I'm a foreskin lover. <laughs> <laughs> is that Billy Ocean? Yeah. Part time lover. <laughs> I see. Figured there'd be a song about it. It is Billy Ocean. <laughs> Bebo has a thought, too. Jessica, have you ever seen a, uh, an uncircumcised man? Uh, is that what no, you're saying, I Jessica? I can't see my nephew. He's little well, that child. doesn't count. I mean, if he's under well, actually, 18. You know, I, I've had a partner. It was, it was a turtle head. It was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> so now we know that you're not scary and that you're... No, he's got a real pretty... <laughs> I heard, we've all heard that. Brendan, I'm trying to stop, but I can't. And it's everybody too that good. Has it it's about good it radio. And, uh, it yeah. works, baby. It works. Yes, Bevo? Uh, sorry, let me turn you back on. <laughs> I just want to be on so that I can contribute from time to pretty time. Right. I think Jessica just turned her on. Don't I kind of agree with you. I think it is beautiful. There you go. I, it is beautiful. I think that women and gay guys are the only ones who think dicks are beautiful. They're terribly ugly um, things. Not all women. Yeah, most women well, do not. Think dicks yeah. are beautiful. Hell, I'm in love with my own. Do you ever see? <laughs> have you See? Kidding me? That's all. He, this needs. is a man who agrees with me that it's okay to be a narcissist. Have you ever seen the movie Trimmers, Brendan? <laughs> no, but I, I've them. jacked off before, though. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Oh my god! I'm turned off. No, you're not. No, you're on. You just got to get close I, to it. I felt the trimmers; they were great. Yeah, I think all oh, wieners, I thought I turned wieners off. look like oh, the worst different. trimmers to me. <laughs> no, you didn't. Wieners are terrible looking. No, they're not pretty, but they no, feel good. But they feel good. Well, That's so true. There you go. She's, just like the worms and trimmers. She's sort of agreeing with you. They're not pretty. Yeah. They just feel good. Except Brendan's is, is beautiful. Well, he's, he has a beautiful penis now. Well, yes, Bevo, what did you have to contribute? <laughs> I have nothing. Now that some of the grays are coming in? Yeah. If Man, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and really contrast now the flesh the, tone. Now that the silver fox is showing oh, its, uh, yeah. its pretty its pretty little head, yeah. <laughs> things are. If we don't get a, a Moreland's and we're in sponsorship out of this episode, I'll, I'm fired. We're gonna blackmail him for it. Bevo, what about the black kid you used to date? You liked his penis, <laughs> didn't you? Yet again, he was only half black. And you I never saw his penis. You saw his. I penis. was fifteen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bevo, by 15, I was showing everyone my penis. <laughs> Whether you he's, wanted to see it or not. He just walked around he showing. Yeah. I just fired a guy for that the other night. I in church. Did you really? I never yeah. saw his penis. Yeah, all right. You fired a guy for showing his wiener? His no, trimmer, no, no, his no, no. His trimmer no, worm? No, no. He's just being a dick. What about Sam's little penis? It's nice. It's a cute little thing, isn't it? Well, it made a baby, didn't it? <laughs> it didn't make a baby. I don't need to look at it for it to make a baby. No, his penis didn't make it. The balls did. DNA check? Probably really pretty, too. <laughs> we might have to do Sam a DNA Sam has amazing check. balls. I will say that. His balls amazing are balls. massive. But they're not amazing in an attractive way. No, they're, they're, they're foul. They're just, <laughs> they're just amazing in a size way. They rival your balls for foulness. <laughs> hey, my balls are pretty foul. Oh my god, my husband's got some balls. They're too big. Well, Sam's, Sam's they just they they go almost down to his knees. And Should we have another ball contest? Another ball off? Apparently, Brendan has amazing balls. How big are your balls? Well, you know, you should have seen the set I used to hang off the back of my kayak uh, oh, as I traveled gosh. through McCovey Cove. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, I used man. to pull 12 chickens and a set of balls. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That was before me. Well, that's when Boz was still hitting them out in the water. I yeah, see. Yeah, but that was yeah. before me. You weren't looking to make a scene. Well, you know, I was. my balls were swollen before really? I met you, baby. No, when I met you, I asked you out. Well, Yeah. Where did okay, you guys when, meet? When I met him, I asked him out. You did? Yeah. Okay. Where did you meet? At the BB King concert. Where at? Marin, uh, was it Marin something? Marin Civic Center. And and what was, I was, was donating he doing the, the beer? White, was he doing the white guy dance? He was doing the beer, and that's no. I tell you what, I was doing is is the is the video on? Uh, yeah, I was doing this. Holy shit! Looking at Jessica. Woo! Yeah, and yeah. the next thing you know. She's coming up and talking to me. I'm like, wow. And I couldn't do the hands over my face, but my mind was going, same thing. <laughs> Holy shit. I see. I said, hey, you want to go get a cocktail? It's almost 2 o'clock. What? It's almost and then, 2. And then what, what did he say? You were telling me the story okay. downstairs. What did he say? <laughs> he, well, sure. He still okay, had his hand or, over his face. Yes. And he said, okay. About, about what he owned. Oh, he's like, I want a bar. I want a bar. No, that's only no. Oh, no, we no, we went to a bar and it was closed. And I says, well, oh shit. I'm thinking, God, this is screwed. I got to keep this alive. I got to keep this date alive. This is my. So I said, I said, I go, I own a bar. She goes, Yeah, right. I go, No, I really do, and I really did. Right. But so I go to the bar and I get there and 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 there was like there was like eight employees left. Okay. Four guys, four girls. Okay. The four girls gave me the dirtiest look I can get. Uh, oh, and the four no, guys no, no, gave no. me the high five. Oh my God look. Yeah. And, I, and I'm still, you know, uh, what am I supposed to do? Okay. The two of the four girls I got groped by. Oh. Bad. Is that right? Oh, I got goosed and bumped. I'm like, whoa, what kind of company do you keep? So they they gave the dirty look because they... Yeah, mind you, there was a police officer oh, no, present. Were, there was a police attracted. officer present at the time. Oh, dear. And I called him Sean for the third time. Uh-huh. And he handed me his business card. You got to like this. He handed me his business card. His name was like John or Mike. <laughs> or, but he but he looked Irish. And I met him with this Irish guy once who was named Sean. And I, I, I kept calling him Sean. <laughs> Every he, Irish uh, guy is called a Sean. Right. Well, right. My, son, I, my son is a Sean. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Close enough. There you go. Spelled the proper way. Uh, in case you're wondering how to spell Sean, the rest of the world, it's S-E-A-N. Scene. There's no H, and there's no W. Right. All right? And throw the E in there. Okay, I want to go home. <laughs> so do Damn. I. Damn. <laughs> Anyhow, I got goosed by them girls. They scared me. You did? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I got goose bags. See, they were giving dirty looks because they, were, they well, liked they, what you brought in. They liked in. what you brought in. They, yeah, even they the girls touching. liked uh, what you touching. had <laughs> <laughs> I do believe the police officer drove the goosers home. Yeah, he got some, too. <laughs> <laughs> he might have got goose. I don't know what he got, No, though. he got some. He went home with a happy smile. Really? Because they were so fucked up because they were touching me. I'm like, uh-uh. Wow. I'm How long have you two been together right now? Here here. What's happening here? How long have you two been married? Almost three years. No, two days. Our anniversary is in two days. Is in two days. It's your yeah. three-year anniversary. And and how long were you together before that? You guys I, rushed into it, didn't you? You guys were in oh, love. Oh, yeah. We, we got married quick style. No, We've been no. Married, oh, two and, and a half years. years. We were dated for like two and a half years. Oh, that's not a rush. Oh. That's a, oh. These days, that's pretty rushed. It's a rush if you're me or you. Yeah. It was It was just... <laughs> well, you and I have... No, no, no. In all seriousness, it was just ass. quick I could talk her into it. I see. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, I tried to rush. That's how long it took. Uh, I mean, oh, he was Groomzilla. Groomzilla. <laughs> Groomzilla. I'm not kidding. Wow. What's yeah. the prenup look like? <laughs> oh, it's dirty. Yeah? It's yeah. dirty. Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Something about, I want my brewery. You can't have it. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, one of those bullshit. What do you do? What are you gonna do? I don't know. What do you do? You two are beautiful. I love you both. I'm so glad you came in here. I'm glad you came in with Brendan because it's been a good time. This is the first meltdown we've had in a while. We've been we've been keeping it tame here for a little while, but you two helped us have some have a little fun. He melted all the way down. More whiskey, anybody? You should have seen the session we did at KNBR when we did a commercial. Oh man, 10 a.m. I got a case of beer and a bottle of whiskey. Did you get him hammered? (laughs) You know, those real radio guys, they can't deal with it. They can't keep broadcasting and have a couple sips. No. Oh, it's pretty funny. And out. Did they throw you out? No, they were they like, you got to go because you're ruining us? We took them home. I you, took t- you took them home? Yeah. I t- did you? Yeah. I, I, we can't say what we said. On, yeah, yeah. Why not? We can't tell the truth. In other Because we like Patrick Connor. In other words, <laughs> hey, Patrick Connor, Pecan. It's okay. Nobody listens to this program. In other words, no, after, Pecan's awesome. After the program, you had to drive. Literally Pecan was had at to the Breast Fest. Jess, did you see Pecan at the Breast Fest? I introduced you to him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you two are the best pair Can we have in the this, world. Just this is the only episode we do for the rest of our careers. Yes, we just sit and interview these two. Yes, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> it's oh, all we I are so do. exciting. You should come to our house. It's all, Let's I go right up. now. I'm going to broadcast from your house. You know, I'll be serving my smoked salmon tonight. We're going to be bringing our remote kit to your house. You know, yeah, it's code for something. We have a really friendly neighborhood. You guys should broadcast from our house. We're about the whole block. That Scott guy obviously right. did, it did him good. We're bringing the neighbors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got our own beer and our booze. Can we? <laughs> the guy kept telling me. And I have fireworks, you pretty much. I can't You're believe. not Brenda Mullen. And I have fireworks. We're going to have a. We'll light the fucking neighborhood. As if I had an imposter. We will light the fucking neighborhood on fire. Wow! Jessica Moylan. No, yeah. no, no. Don't tell him about the 4th of July accident. Oh, no. oh Justin has a good 4th of July accident story. I lit my neighbor's house on fire. <laughs> oh, that's how I was. I, I, showed up, I showed up that night and I looked out to my back deck. We just moved into this house four days before. Okay. And there's a, there's a three-foot circle of blackness on the deck. And I'm like, what? Like, what? like black people? Oh. I caught the bitch on fire. No, that darkness. Yeah, like black people. Uh, <laughs> and so, alligator. Oh. You know, when you look at the wood and it's got alligator char, I mean, I almost wanted to age whiskey on it, you know, after I saw the burn mark I did. I just couldn't figure out if I poured the whiskey on the wood, it would probably just drool right into the ground, so it wouldn't have been any good. But hey, babe, I want to go home. Hey. Jessica, so do uh, I. the so listeners, do I. listeners are communicating with me through the chat room. They want to know what you like to drink. Cougar juice. What is no, it? no, no, no. Chardonnay. Chardonnay. 
Uh, I what? like Chardonnay. No, no, no. The funny thing juice. is, she says she, she she immediately said cougar juice, and I shut it down cube? because she likes Chardonnay, buttery oaky. But mm-hmm. at the distillery, one of our side projects is we do a, a vodka for for a gentleman oh. called Cougar Juice. Oh, I but, thought there was some slang I was missing. No, she was serious. Okay. She was serious. Yeah. Well, Chardonnay is notorious for Marin County for women in Marin County that drink Chardonnay with an ice I cube see. or two for sure. So you do uh, what a great name cougar for juice. vodka cougar juice yeah yeah i love it okay it, it's a side project we do a lot of projects at the distillery for other people contract oh, 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 deals and oh, stuff okay. like that you know what? but you, a, she I, actually likes chardonnay i do but i have this drink i love it's called a flirtini okay so it's um no it's champagne chambord and pineapple juice and you shake it up and it's called a flirtini wow that's a lot of alcohol too so good. i love it you guys are fantastic we're just gonna keep going I want to go home. Please do. You want to come to my house? No, yes. we got to go. You, you're allowed yes. to go home. I, I mean, want to go to her house. You know, the good news, it took us an hour and 42 minutes to get here during what? during the rush hour. Oh. But it'll only take us 42 minutes to it'll get home. It'll be quick getting home. Yeah. Let me just make sure I got my listener questions answered. I think I got a yeah. couple more here. Uh, let's see, please. We're not in a hurry. Um, okay. Oh, uh, Grod, she wants who is again. one of our Australian listeners. Hey, Grod. Uh, Brandon. Hey, woo! Uh, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! He just oi, oi, oi! Okay. I, I he just to... wants you to know that he's loving your NorCal IPA. He's drinking it right now in Where, Australia. Where's he at in Australia? Uh, I, I don't think I love him. Some backwoods. No, city, no. Uh, pumping his own well water. The Aussies rock. I forget he's where he's telling from. you. They he party their butt off. Victoria. They're enthusiastic beer enthusiasts like no oh, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. I have, like I said, best <clears throat> beer week ever. <clears throat> Melbourne. Okay. My favorite Australian Go. movie. Go. Romper Stomper. Thank you very much. Uh, what else? Um, one more. Does Brendan have a bottling line? Uh, do you have a bottling line at Moylan's? Uh, if not, are you using a portable bottling service? That's come up on the show recently where people are using that. Uh, quite around, uh, all around the Bay Area, there's a, there's uh, a company that does mobile bottling yep. for breweries. It's a pretty, pretty common practice in the wine industry, and uh, now it's evolved into the beer industry. But no, I do not have a mobile bottling line. I have a bottling line on wheels, a little Maheen four-spout 22-ounce filler. Okay. And that's what we use for, for uh, at Moylan's and at Marin. And we have a bottling machine at each of the facilities. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what I have from the chat room. And I think I have covered all my sponsor uh, responsibilities. And I do think that Jessica wants to take you home and take advantage of you now, Brendan. I do. The unforeskinned, beautiful, penis, big bald <laughs> Brendan Moylan, everybody. Yeah. That's his description on this program. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you both for thank being you. here. Thank, thank you, you, Jessica. Jessica, for doing security detail. Absolutely. Uh, it helped me out quite a bit. Uh, because at first it was the BO, but that second it was that he literally fucked up the broadcast. I hope the archive turned out okay. He turned off eight different things all in about two buttons? minutes. There were buttons touched. I think it's okay. I took a look while you guys were chatting, and uh, uh, hopefully we haven't lost any information. Oh, wow. But I would like to say that the one with the biggest balls in the room to take care of the dude who was here... Young Jessica. Whoa! I walked him out after I told you to. Well, because you were talking to the man. What am I going to do? No, I said I said no. eye contact. Wait, it wasn't copacetic. Actually, I when, like, when hey, the, come on, the old when, man whisper. When the poor gentleman was following you, started licking his lips. <laughs> you just said tea, by the way, Jay. He understood. 
Tee-hee. The, the old man whisperer. Yeah. They, he understood that obviously Sam wasn't going to be able to take care of the situation, <laughs> Jessica's right? Jessica's name. Jessica, the old That's man whisperer Moylan. I am going to make you a, a sexy hop grenade t-shirt that Thank says you. the old man whisperer. <laughs> that I want you to wear at beer And Tasty's funeral. The beer man whisperer. The old beer man whisperer. We'll go with that. That's a good The old beer man whisperer. Every Tasty in a four mile radius is going to be on her like nobody's business. And by every tasty, you mean tasty. I mean our tasty and There's 40 one. others. Is that why we have to get out of town right away? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Brendan, stop, really, thank you so much for coming in the studio. I appreciate yeah. it. We always enjoy having people in, and we haven't had this much fun in a long time, so thank you. Uh, we should do it again. And maybe we'll Tomorrow. just do it at uh, at your house next time. Yeah, come to my house. Distillery. <laughs> or at the distillery, uh, right. God, which is no, going to be. That. No, 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 no. If you thought this was a mess, wait till we do it at the distillery. No, that'll be your issue. <laughs> it is. No, you're right. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> can, you, can you go mobile? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. We do it all the time. Yeah. Well. Oh, in that case, we should we um, want to. go out on the, the, the boat, do some salmon fishing broadcast from there. Oh, on the boat, can too. You, can, can you imagine a live broadcast of the fish being reeled in? Yes. You might I have can. to be out there for days, but uh, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the that was my. That was funny. Well, uh, hold on a second. Don't leave. I was that just going to say that was my best four minutes in the last week, but <laughs> you know, matter of fact, it was my. Oh, forget it. <laughs> I'm going to go have my best come. four minutes just thinking about this broadcast. I tell Taryn that all the time. All right, let's get out of here. I th- uh, Moscow. Have I covered all my responsibilities? It sure sounds like it, and then some. Okay, uh, we got to end on a beer joke. Okay. Right. Who's got one? <laughs> Shit. I don't have a... I have a, I have a JP, chi- go. I have a chicken joke. All right, good. We'll take it. Why did the chicken cross the basketball court? JP tried to choke him? No, because he heard the ref was blowing fouls. Ah, I'll take it. All right. Yeah, you will. All right, JP, you got your closing ceremonies? Oh, fuck. We're off next week, uh, and then the week after, we're not off, but it's, uh, believe it or not, it's a Tuesday show. We have to come back on a Tuesday. Tuesday. I have a wedding to go to. You can just, like, rebroadcast this one. (laughs) And by Tuesday show, I mean we're rebroadcasting this program. (laughs) And I'm only going to edit in the last hour, because it's... (laughs) No, uh, we're back on a Tuesday show. I've got a wedding to go to in Nashville, but we didn't want to cancel the show. We're coming back with a great... uh, Who's our guest, Moscow? That would be uh, Sander Katz. He authored The Art of Fermentation, New York Times bestseller. There you go. we got a New York Times bestselling author talking about The Art of Fermentation. It's a Tuesday show. We're off next week. That ought to be exciting. And we're going to have some fun. Uh, it won't bloop, be like... Bloop. It bloop, won't be like this. No, it won't be like this. You can be sure that his hot wife isn't coming in to direct traffic. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Get the homeless out of here. Yeah. I'm ready. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. All right, JP, take us out of here. Brendan, thanks once again for coming to the program. You know, the good news is I'm leaving the rest of the bottle of whiskey with you. Oh. Yeah! The bad news is we almost finished it. <laughs> that we did. JP, thank you for getting us a ride out of here. I love you. All right, everybody, we'll see you in a week. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Social commentary that doesn't matter at all. Follow Major Jip on Twitter. Scott's there as well. If he's not counting his money by candlelight, follow him at Moscow Paint. For some good beer insight and homebrew info, follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike Tasty McDowell at Tasty McDee. Production director on the session has been Push Eject. Tonight's show has been produced by Scott Moskowitz. JP drank lots of booze and he feels strangely confident. 
Your call screener and E40 super fan has been Devo. And your host, as always, was Justin Crossley. You should find the Brilliant Network on Facebook and Twitter. Sky and wind.